from the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto. Yes. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. You're listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys, Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show. Podcast. So they say the perfect way to make a festive bum wreath, Mocha, in case you're wondering. Okay. Is you just grab a pair of like old leggings or pants and you mm-hmm. cut a hole in the butt so your cheeks are exposed and then you decorate around the edges of that hole with like bells and tinsel and garland and like a regular wreath. Like a regular wreath. And then when you turn around, your tushy is there and it's framed perfectly in a Christmas wreath. Maury, come here for a second. What was your technique? Did you cut a pair of pants or did you just go bare? What did you do? Um, I pulled my pajamas down there around my ankles and then I put the wreath on my bum. Oh, well, did you just hold it there? Like a, it wasn't... No, duct tape. Oh, you taped it to your back? Yeah. Oof. <laughs> pajamas very... down at your ankles? Okay, so, okay, wait. Weird. So you didn't even, like, you just, were your pants were just down? You even take your pants off? They were just down around your ankles? No, because once I got into bed, I shimmied them down and then put the uh, wreath on my back. So were you standing or were you lying? Lying face down into my pillow. Well, that's not in the spirit of the bum wreath, though, I don't think. But it, <laughs> I thought it would be. <laughs> wow. How else are you supposed to display? Well, it's supposed to be like a fun, sort of festive thing. Yeah, maybe a little go, bit sexy. Yeah, maybe a little sexy. You gotta go bum up. Oof. Okay, so you did the bum wreath, the festive bum wreath. And uh, this is what Matthew's reaction to it, yeah? Matthew. Oh, no. What <laughs> in God's name <laughs> is that? <laughs> This is a new trendy thing called festive bum reefs. I know you are f-ing lying. <laughs> this is a festive. This is a thing that people are doing. It's a new social thing. Decorate your bums with reefs. I'm not having this. This is not happening. And look, if I move, there's bells. <laughs> First of all, the bruise on your hip is distracting me. Oh, no. <laughs> we could do this just together. We are just together. Who else is here? <laughs> I got you one too. It's in the back. Oh, uh, no. Describe how great my bum looks in the reef. <laughs> Take the f- off. Do you want me to jiggle again? No, don't jiggle. Thank you. Jingle my bells. Great. Happy Hanukkah. Merry Christmas. Let's go. You're getting like sticks and like parts of the wreath all over. Merry Christmas from my bum to you. Okay, I cannot believe this is happening right now. Why? Because this is weird and silly. Okay, can we put the wreath on the door or somewhere else? Take the wreath off my bum. You take the on your bum no get off the bed with that thing just please go (laughs) and get a vacuum and vacuum all that (laughs) comforter thank you which I just watched by the way there's nothing there there's fake snow everywhere vacuum that up get the Dyson now I'm putting my underwear back on Oh, you can hang around with wreaths naked, but you can't f-ing vacuum naked? <laughs> no. <laughs> vacuum. Uh, uh. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. So, everybody's throwing around a term today called scrooging. It's kind of like ghosting, but it's not. So, scrooging, they say, is when somebody dumps somebody 
right before the holidays to avoid having to buy them the gift. But I think it's much more deeper than that because the holidays generally is when a lot of people will meet families for the first time. And the holidays are when you are spending an excessive amount of time with somebody who you may be in a new relationship or a relationship maybe that's not working out too well. Yeah. Now, I, think, I, think, I think now is too late. No, this is the question though. That's I, the question. I so, personally think now is too late. Here we go. Are there people, we need to find somebody, and we will not give your name, we're not going to give your number, you can be completely anonymous. Oh, we're not? No. Oh. But we need to know if there's fun. somebody who is feeling the panic right now because you realize that you're running very short on available dumping days. Is there anybody who still plans on doing the dumping so you don't have to spend the holidays with the person you're with? If you were gonna, if you were gonna do the dumping situation, it should have been done two weeks ago. No, at no. least last. But week. Th- 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 don't be so judgy. You don't just, know their situation. You don't know their life. You, of all people, telling me not to be judgy? Yeah, I know. It seems a little weird, right? Okay? It seems a little off. I know. Very much out of character for me. Oh, God. Could you imagine getting dumped this late? Oh, that would hurt. It would just be the worst. That would don't be the rub worst. It in. That would be the worst. I know it would be. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Dump right before the holidays? I never have. No. No. I can't imagine that being a good feeling. People are panicking. And do you do it before and like possibly ruin the holiday or do you wait and do it after? I don't know. There's it's a lot of questions going on with people who are running at a time who want to end things. And a lot of it is because you spend an excessive amount of time with somebody. And if you're really not that into them, that's uncomfortable. But also there's a lot of family involved. There's a lot of questions at a dinner table that you're going to have to answer about your relationship and status and future plans. And there's a lot of that going on which is difficult for people to get through when you want to bounce. All right, yo, we got a text. Let me read this to you real quick. Hey, guys, dumbing someone before Christmas is as bad as firing them. Wait until Valentine's Day. (laughs) Somebody else texted, my partner of five years broke up with me six years ago. Two days before Christmas. Fun times. Let me read you one here. My boyfriend dumped me two weeks ago, but I'm going to jump on him that I'm pregnant on Christmas. Oh my God, let me read you this one. Let me read you this one. Had a boyfriend break up with me five days before Christmas, the day before he was supposed to meet my family, and even told my parents what he wanted for dinner. (laughs) Are you prepared to break up right before Christmas when we're like a week away? (laughs) Um, I don't know. Like I would like to, but I'm feeling the pressure of... The, you know, the relationship and Christmas, so I'm just struggling. Like, I want How to, long but- have you been dating this this person? Guy or girl, by the way? Guy, okay. uh, a while. Yeah? Like <laughs> a couple met, years. Have you met his family? Oh, so you know his family. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're, we're past, yeah, they're past God. It's just the fact is, like, I want to end it, and it's Christmas, and it's kind of like, oh, crap, I got away, or uh, do I... How long have you wanted to end it? A couple months now. Oh, uh, we had the conversation, but it's just like, I know in my heart it's not working out, but, you know. So now you're going to go through and do the whole thing with families over the holidays and exchange gifts and everything? I don't know. I'm just like, oh, I, I bought his gift, but I'm just like, I don't know. I'm just, uh, it's, I'm struggling. Like, do I start the new year off fresh? Or do I start the new year off with a breakup? Okay, no? Well, so. d- okay, well, do you... <laughs> Listen, new year, new you. Do it. Dump his ass. Yeah. Oh, and it, oh, this hurts. This sucks, man. Yeah. This sucks. This it, sucks. Yeah.
Hi, it's Razamoka. Are you prepared to dump somebody within the next seven days? Um, I'm not really dating anybody right now, but I do have a story. I had to dump somebody uh, right before Valentine's Day, but I just didn't have the heart to do it. So I did it to the day after. Oh. So I had to buy them. Yeah, I know. I had to buy them a really, really expensive gift. Oh, no. Um, and then I had to dump them right after because I couldn't. I can stay with them. See, I don't recommend the doing it right after. I really don't. Yeah. As terrible as it would be to get dumped right before Christmas, I think that if you were to pull the trigger on Boxing Day, it sort of ruins everything that you just had. Like, it's not like you save them pain over the holidays. I think it makes it worse. It makes it worse because all the fun that you had was fake at yeah. that point. Right? Like, I don't, I don't recommend doing it right after Christmas if you don't have the guts to do it before. Yeah. Thanks for calling in. You're a terrible person. Okay. <laughs> All right. Thank Bye, you. love. Hey, Kiss. It's Razamoka. Um, so what about if you think you're going to be dumped? Oh, yeah. What about that? Then you pull that trigger and dump them first. <laughs> do, you think, do you think you're about to get dumped? Yeah, totally. I you actually do. think I have been dumped. I just don't think he's going to reach back out. I think he's just disappeared. Oh, like he just ghosted you? Yeah. No. How long ago? Um, it's been a week. Oh yeah, he ain't calling you. Okay, so we're we're seven days out from from Christmas, and your boyfriend hasn't called you in a week. Correct. Yeah, you yeah. got dumped. <laughs> You're single, girl. Yeah, or he's dead. Oh. Is he dead? I, I don't know. Oh wait, have you reached out to him? I have. Okay, yeah, you got dumped. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> no. Did you buy him any Christmas presents? I assume you did. Uh, no. Oh, no, so you okay. weren't even really into that relationship anyways. How so long do you were, care? How long were you with him for? Um, a year and a half. Oh, jeez. And where did it all go wrong? Um, a year and a half? <laughs> About a year ago? Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Jesus. Yeah, so you don't even care. So what was keeping yeah. you what was keeping you together for that year then? Um, you know, you know, he's a great guy. He just uh just not around enough. So we kinda I, I think we've just been kinda doing the uh, the thing without really, you know making it uh yeah. making it to the next level. Have you, so. have you tried to stalk him on social media? You see what he's up to? <laughs> okay. You know, guys, you guys would have a field day with this story, so <laughs> he doesn't he doesn't have social media. Oh, <laughs> so you are one of many. <laughs> yeah, you got it. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh Jeez. no. Anyway, enjoy that single life, girl. <laughs> Thanks. Bye, Bye You too. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hi, this is the Roz and Mocha Show. Who's this? It's Maya. Hi, Maya. How are you? I'm good. What's going on? Um, I have this Christmas concert, and I'm a little bit nervous because we did a rehearsal yesterday, oh, yeah. and um, we were a little bit. We were really bad at the ending. Like, we couldn't do what the teacher was telling us. Oh, uh, okay. Well, hold on. What uh, What are you doing for the Christmas concert? Are you playing in a band? Are you um, singing? Are you performing? We're dancing. You're but, dancing. like, we're doing a throwback, so we're doing, like, Michael Jackson. And you know that thing that those Russian guys do, would do the heels? Yeah. And then, like, pew-pew thing. Yeah. That's what my teacher called yeah, it. Yeah, the, the heels and the pew-pew. We get that. I know what that is. So, what part were... You and your friends messing up on the heel part or the pew pew part or both? Like both. Like oh. some of us were doing the heel, others the pew pew, mm -hmm. and some of us were just standing there in like a little ball, right? Not knowing what to do. <laughs> Choreography is hard. Do you feel that you guys had enough time to practice this or no? Yes. You have had enough time. So what's the problem? Then? Why don't you know the choreography? I don't know. Did you think that you put in enough work? Uh, yeah, I think we just weren't confident enough. Okay. And is your confident, when you talk about confidence, is that is that is confidence or is it fear? 
mostly fear. Okay. So fear isn't actually a bad thing, oh, right? Well, yeah, it's not. Like, that's just your body trying to keep you alive, right? Yeah. And, and when I mean alive, I mean part of that is your body preventing you from embarrassing yourself publicly, right? Like, that's what you yeah. do. Like, inside you, you have these things that prevent all that stuff. It's, it prevents you from walking in front of a train, and it prevents you from getting up on a stage trying to do choreography that you don't know in front of a room full of people who you think are judging you, right? Well, yeah. I think we know the choreography, except we didn't know what, when to do it. Right. And some of us just froze up. Okay, so why don't you guys get together? You all need to be on the same page with this, right? You have to, you yeah. got to figure so this out. You got to take some time. We're going to practice after before it but here's what i would do is it, why don't you take ownership of this and and with the other people right why don't you be the boss of this yeah. and say hey guys i don't i know i don't feel confident with this choreography and i don't know how you feel about it but i really think that i could super benefit from a couple more uh run-throughs and i'm really hoping you guys yeah. are on the same page with me so why don't we get together for like 15 minutes after school and uh try and bang out some of this uh, leg kicks and pew pews okay you know what i mean thanks that's Thanks a that's a mocha I do every morning. <laughs> <laughs> that's banging on them pubes. <laughs> I will say, Maya, Maya, that was like way better advice than what I was gonna say. My suggestion was was to be just um, don't show up. Oh god! And let the other jabronis take the fall for it. Let them be embarrassed. What do you want to put yourself through that for? You got this, okay, girl? Okay. Okay, hon. Yeah. I also wanted to say one more time because I only sent it to Maury, but Maury's my favorite. Okay, that he doesn't... gives me laughs in the morning okay bye no no wonder no wonder you're failing at things in life oh damn okay (laughs) (laughs) welcome to the bye bye Bye, (laughs) Roz and Mocha's fix my life what advice can you guys give me okay so my question is my question is got a problem you can't fix Roz and Mocha got you Julie 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 what's going on it's Roz and Mocha how are you today I'm good thanks how are you doing great how old are you Julie a woman should never tell her age come on you gotta 35. Okay, cool. What's wrong with that? Because that, ma- that matters in these conversations. Because yes. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read what you wrote us, and, and I'll tell you, it makes a huge difference whether you're 35 or, or 22. Okay. Okay, so Julie, you wrote us. FML, Fix My Life, Razamoka. Should I be okay with my boyfriend being close friends with his ex-wife? They have no kids, so I see no reason for them to be friends or carry on a relationship. Oh, yo, yo. How long you been with the guy? Um, On and off for... Four years. Okay. What but do you how- mean on and off for four years? So we were together and there was a period of time where we were not together and now we're back together. Okay. How long were you not together for? Um, a couple of months. Okay. okay. What was the reason that you were not together? Partly because of this. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. And so th- mm-hmm. this this run of things, how long have you guys been together now consistently for? Um, Actually, we just got back together after the summertime. Okay. So when you guys mm-hmm. are not together, does he go back to his ex? No. No, he does not. So what is it about that relationship between your boyfriend and his ex-wife that bothers you? That they talk all the time. Um, And so I don't know that they would ever get back together. At this point, I don't think so, but who knows? Um, There was a time when we first started dating that he did go back with her. Right. Um, So who knows? So he hasn't been together with his ex-wife for how long now? Oh, Quite some time, probably five years, five four years. years. Five years. Okay. There's a couple things mm-hmm. about there's a couple things about exes, right? And first of all, it doesn't sound like you guys have the strongest relationship. So we can't come at this where you know you guys are 100% committed to each other and have each other's absolute trust and have been rock solid for years because you've had some real shaky ground. So I suspect there's a lot of other issues going on other than just the ex-wife, but we'll get to that in a second. Um, exes are kind of like ghosts. You know, and 
unless you're being haunted and it's destructive to your relationship, those ghosts shouldn't bother you or disrupt your way of life. Mm-hmm. Okay? And unless there are secrets being shared between your ex and his, or your boyfriend and his ex, uh, if you're in a situation of where his ex is trying to get him back actively while you guys are trying to build a relationship, if you're in a situation where you go to bed at night and then he gets out of bed and has these long conversations with his ex on the phone, there's only things that they understand. There's things that he can't yet talk to you about. All those things are problematic. If it's just a ghost that's not haunting you, it's something that you're going to have to live with. Julie, do any of those things that Roz just mentioned happen right now between your boyfriend and his ex-wife? Occasionally. And, and the fact that he hides the fact that he talks to her. That's a problem. Is that's one. a big problem. That's a problem. problem. That's a problem. There it, is a problem. She goes and helps clean his house sometimes. Now, does he hide the status of your relationship to her? I don't think so. So he's straight up about where you guys are when he talks to her. She knows everything, right? Yes. Okay. Have you met her? Once. Once. Do you think that either he still has feelings for her or she has feelings for him? On some level, yes. What does he say about it when you bring up this conversation? He says that they're just friends, that nothing would ever happen. And I said, that's fine. I don't mind you being friends, but there's certain things that I find very inappropriate. Sure. And, and what's his answer to those things? Uh, that, that nothing would ever happen between them. Okay. And that they're just friends. the things that bother you most about their friendship that you say to him, hey, this bothers me. And he's like, don't worry about it. Does he continue to do those things, those specific things? Or does he kind of back away and just like talks to her? So my biggest problem is that he keeps it a secret or he hides the fact that he talks to her. Yeah, that's, a, that's a problem. That's a huge problem. Your, yeah. your, your partner's ex um, can be a lot of things, right? They can be somebody that is still in their life that they they do care about because they spent time together. They were married, okay? For but sure. things things that they can't be, okay, is that they can't still be like their workout partner. They can't be the person that they watched football when they were marrying and then they still get together once a year and go to a football game, you know, as like their old tradition. You know what I mean? They can't be, yep. you know, they can't go to certain movies together. They can't have those things. And then if you have a problem with it, your boyfriend can't tell you that you have to deal with it. Because as soon as he says that you're going to have to deal with it in that way, then he is not at a point where he's willing to build something better with you. Right. Okay. He doesn't want to let go of the past because he still gets some sort of huge emotional kick out of his ex, even if they're not together. There's some sort of comfort there. And of course there would be. They were married. And I'm sure Mm -hmm. he gets something out of you. Maybe it's sex. Who knows? I don't know what your life is like. But he doesn't want everything from you. He wants a little bit from you and a little bit from her. And if he's keeping secrets, that's a huge problem. If he's straight up, because people are, and you can. If he's not an easily influenced guy where he's not going to accidentally fall to her you know, ways and her lady yeah. magic and they wind up in bed one night, if that's not the kind of guy he is where he's trustworthy and he's straight up with you and he's straight up with her, that's something you can live with. But with secrets, you can't. Agreed, 100%. And you shouldn't. Hey, Julie, I'm going to ask you two very important questions, okay? Right. Number one, do you love him? Yes. Number two, do you trust him? Yes. Okay. So then you're good. Do you trust her? I don't know her. Really? You don't know. Do you, no, don't do know. you do you trust him around her? I would, yeah. Yeah. Okay, then then I think that you can you can dig into this with him and I think that Mocha's right. If you do trust him, I think that you can lay this all out. I think the wrong way to lay this out is if you think that he uh, is uh somehow 
going to get back together with her or you make it into a trust issue. I think that, mm-hmm. that that's that's the wrong way to go at this. But I think that you can be honest and say, listen, I, I understand that you have uh, you have a life. We all have a life. We all had lives before we're with the person that we're with. And understanding yeah. that and accepting that is just a big part of being who we are. OK, and you can't ignore it. It's better to accept it and grow together. Um, but I think that you are well within your right to say, I know you communicate with your ex, but man, you just can't do it in secret. That really, really kills me. Like it kills yep. me. It makes me feel so insignificant that there's stuff that I can't not only not give to you, but that you're not even allowing me to try that you still have parts in your life that need to be filled by your ex. And you don't even give me the opportunity. And that really sucks. You got it. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. You just want a shot. You want a fair shot. Mm-hmm. Sorry to be such a bummer, but these situations suck, huh? They sometimes can, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You, you be okay? Yeah, I'm great. Okay. Thank okay, you. Good, okay, good. you go and awesome. have that conversation. Thanks for reaching out, Julie. Appreciate it. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Bye. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life, only on KISS. When you travel with Transat, one of the cool things that you can do is take advantage of the distinction collection of hotels. What makes this special is that it's exclusive to Transat, so you can't get this deal or these deals with anybody else. Yeah, so we're talking direct round-trip transfers between the airport and the hotel. That's awesome. Also, you get guaranteed reservations at all the a la carte restaurants. These are the things that when you get to a resort, they tell you that you got to line up at 6 o'clock in the morning every day to go and just get your name on a list. These are guaranteed. Free Wi-Fi. How about that? Dude, let me tell you. Free Wi-Fi is huge when I am booking a vacation. If I end up finding a hotel where it's like X amount per day for Wi-Fi, I'm Mm. like, nope. I'll find somewhere else. Thank you. Mini bar restocked every single day. Unlimited oh, select yeah. international drinks. We all love that. You get that in-room safe. You know, when I was younger, I never used the safe. No? No. And now I do. Now I'm like, I, I am a master at the safe. Dude. I'm in charge of the safe. Put your passport? Yeah. You put all your extra money? I never used to. I used to just never? chuck all the stuff on the bed and hope like for the best. IPad. Are you serious? Yeah, man. All my electronics? I put everything no. in the safe. As much stuff as I can fit in there. Also, especially when you're on vacation, there is one thing for me that I that makes or breaks a, a hotel room for me when I'm on vacation. Okay. And that is when I walk into a room, the first thing I do is I go to the closet and I find out if there's a robe. Oh yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. And if there's <laughs> if there's no robe, I'm really quite disappointed. And that's why the great <laughs> thing with these hotels. Yeah. I want the robe, man. I need a robe. Listen, you get a bottle of wine in the room, concierge service, turn down service, and uh, golf turn and spa discounts to book and pamper yourself because yeah. you really need to. Hit up transat.com. There you go. Hey, let's take a phone call. Hell yeah. Hi there. It's Jaws. Uh, not Jaws. Uh, Ross and Mocha. <laughs> Hi. Who's, who's this? Dunnan. What's your name? Dunnan. I'm Antonio. Antonio. What's going on, brother? Well, I called because... I give a nice panettone for Christmas to my daughter. Now, I go to my son's house. He goes, Papa, we're going to have some coffee. He goes, can you cut my panettone? He goes, my sister brought it over. I look. Underneath, it says it to Dora. Dora is my daughter. What does she do? She regift and give it to my son. You think this is right? Okay, hold on. <laughs> I don't even know. What are we talking about? What What did you give your daughter? It's... A panettone. It's like the Italian cake with the raisins and the lemon inside. Okay. Well, yeah. nobody nobody likes those. It's a, it's a big tradition uh, around the holidays, Ross. Okay. So yeah. you gave your daughter a cake, and then your daughter gave that cake to your son. And then I go there, and he served it for me with the espresso coffee. You believe it? Okay. Antonio. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Antonio. Listen, your daughter does not like panettone cake, so stop giving it to her. I know. 
I know. Next time, I'm going to give her the Nutella cake. Okay. Oh, yeah. see, that's even better. <laughs> Who doesn't love Nutella? I know, but I like that one. I eat it myself. Right, but it all worked out for you in the end because you still got to eat the cake. I guess so. I guess you're right. I guess so. Wait, but did you bring it up with your daughter? Have you had a conversation yet? No, that's why this upset me a little bit because my tradition, <laughs> we don't do this uh, recycling uh, gift. Uh-huh. Right. Okay. Okay, so you don't, you guys don't, Italians don't re-gift is what you're saying, right? Oh, I think they do lots, but when you go do from my daughter to papa, that's not nice. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Okay, hey, I, hey. I wouldn't hey. feel bad because in the end, you still got to eat the cake. When you got to that's have it okay. with, you got to have it with one of your kids at least, right? That's it. I forgive her. That's it. No problem. You that's know what? For Christmas, you should give her another cake. <laughs> I think I'm going to give her a, another one, but no. this one is going to be with uh, Bonatone. Can I tell you what I would do just because I'm a huge troll? In a situation like this, what do you do? What do you do? Okay, I would give your daughter what I would do is I would wrap up the rest of the cake that she gave to your son and give the you rest know. of it back to her. Oh no! You want to know something? I have the box with her name on it. Yeah, that's a good <laughs> idea. Maybe. Yeah, just give her the box and oh just tell her. God. Just tell her it was a delicious, and you and, you and your boy really enjoyed it. Oh, you know what? That's beautiful. I'm gonna do it. Thank you. <laughs> hey, Antonio! Merry Christmas, brother! Thank you so much for listening. Okay. Thank you. Take care. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hello, this is the Roz and Mocha Show. Hi, it's Alana. Hi, Alana. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. What's going on? Oh my God, I'm shaking. I love the Johnny Depp School of Acting. Ah, we love it too. Favorite time of year. Uh-huh. Right. And National Lampoon has to be the best Christmas movie ever. We did the Johnny Depp School of Acting Christmas edition a little bit early, and we had Maury do, was it The Grinch That Stole Christmas? Yeah, because Grinch. it was Maury's number 10 uh, favorite Christmas movie. And so if I remember the list. do one that he knows where he could like rhyme yeah. off those quotes right away, right? So what do you want? For the, wh- which one do you want? You want National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation? Yeah, Clark's Rant. Now, here's oh, you know how hard that is? Right. Now, I've seen, I see this movie. It's my dad and my tradition to watch this movie every Christmas, and my yeah. dad always falls asleep five minutes in with his head on Matthew's lap. Right. So this movie is special, and I like the rant because it's when he doesn't get his Christmas bonus, and it's pretty funny. Okay, so we can... We, I wait, guess wait, 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 but do you know the rant? No, I, 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 oh I know what she's talking about, but I don't know the words. Right. I just know oh, okay. that he says cotton picking. Like most things in your yeah. life. Uh, right. That's true. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't think anyone can pull off the rant. Let's, let's okay. be real here. Okay, okay. Um, well, Alana, we could, uh, yes. you know what? We can make this happen for you. Oh my goodness, that would be yeah. so amazing. Yeah. Thanks, Alana. Thank you so much. Bye. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. All right, so by request, the Johnny Depp School of Acting, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Uh, It is the holidays. The Johnny Depp School of Acting, how this works is Johnny Depp, the story goes, far too famous, far too busy, far too eccentric to remember his and memorize his lines from his own movies. Mm -hmm. So he, they say, goes on set with an earpiece in his ear and somebody offset has his script and they just feed him his lines into his ear and that's where the brilliance happens. Talent. And as we've discovered, it's very difficult. It's extremely difficult. So we will dip into the Johnny Depp School of Acting, um, Christmas Vacation Edition. Maury, I have uh, your script and can you hear me in your earpiece? I can hear you in my earpiece. Okay. Uh, Mocha, you will be playing the part of uh, Ellen. Maury, you will be Clark. And, of course, what was requested was the Clark rant. 
Okay. The big famous Clark rant from Christmas Vacation. Okay, so uh, Johnny Depp School of Acting, Christmas Vacation, Clark rant, Maury and Mocha, take one, and action. Clark, I'm sorry. Tis, 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 the biggest the head and the punch in the face ever had. Damn it, listen, if any of you are looking for last minute love, I have one. I have Frank Shirley, Frank Shirley, my boss here tonight, big with a big bibbin on his bed. <laughs> Look him in the eye and tell him with a cheese of paws, four flushing flush and low, lick it, dirt, mitt, bed, or stuff, ignorant, paws, oozing, paws, pocket. A dog freaking <laughs> heartless hoe. Heartless hoe. I don't think Clark called somebody a heartless hoe. Uh, yeah, I know. Listen, it was the '80s and everything, okay. but I promise that line was not in that movie. Okay, okay, hold on. We need to do this again. Okay, so National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. <sighs> Johnny Depp School of Acting, Maury and Mocha, take two, and action. Clark, I'm sorry. This is a bag of overheated punch in the face that I ever got. God damn it. Listen, if you ever want to come looking for a gift, ideas, ideas, I have Frank Sherman in my boss here right now with a big, with this big ribbon on his head. I want to look him in the eye and tell him I want a piece of cheese. I don't want a piece of rotten, low life snake licking dirt off my bread. Over stuff, ignorant pus, ood your putt, boost, dog kissing, Fangs, fat ass, biff, sif, spotty licking worms, stack of monkey ish. Hallelujah, where's that tie? Where's the Tylenol? Where's the Tylenol? I like how you added your dad's name into the script as well. Can we just take note here that it's Frank Shirley, not Frank Sherman? Okay. And that is the Johnny Depp School of Acting. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Hi there, is this Renee? It is. Um, you guys disappointed me this morning. Why? What happened? First, first time in years that I've been disappointed. What? Well, you, you had a super fail. Well, you guys were talking about doing the Johnny Depp School of Acting. Yeah. And Maury says, oh, I watch this every year. With my dad, it's a staple in our house. Mm -hmm. And five minutes into viewing, my dad falls asleep with his head on Matthew's lap. Right. <laughs> Why is Maury's dad's head on Matthew's lap? Renee. And you guys missed it. You didn't even pick up on it. Uh, we heard it. We just didn't want to go down that road because we had other business to take care of. <laughs> you have to go down that road. What are you talking you about? Oh, to. my God. Okay, Maury, come in here. Renee's interested in this story. But I don't want to make a big deal out of this because I love precious moments like that, okay? And I, I as much as I love and find it extremely interesting to goof on Maury and the, the weird eccentricities in his life and his relationship with his dad and his relationship with his husband, I don't want to take something that is... Um, like just a beautiful, perfect family, innocent moment and turn it into something that it's not. So we'll allow you to do that, Renee. Yeah. Go ahead. Maury, yeah. I got a question for you. Yeah. What, why does your dad lay his head on Matthew's lap and well, not yours? After so much eggnog and rum, you know, and I sit with the dog and my stepmom, who's 
lap is his his head going to go in if not Matthews? I, I don't know. I just find that. Here's the thing. I I absolutely love seeing that happen. I just think it's so cute and so awesome that my dad has accepted Matthew and finds him so awesome and cool that he's willing to put his head on him. And comfy. And comfy. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, it's a very bony lap. I I thought that would be a lot funnier this morning. (laughs) I heard that and I was expecting so much more out of you guys. Uh, Oh, what are we going to do? You know? But it's why actually, would that be funny, though? It's a great moment. <sighs> Mocha, what would you do? Mocha, what would you do if you guys are watching a movie and your dad fell asleep with his head in Jenna's lap? <laughs> um, <laughs> wait, are you saying this is wrong? <laughs> no, I'm just trying to deconstruct it and just sort of... I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I would find that, like... Come uh, on, Mocha, like, find uh, your inner sweet, bro. Yeah. Like, ah, uh, sweet, or like... Dad, what are you doing, man? That's my wife. Right. Like, you have your own. Okay, but here's the thing. Okay, but here's the the question. Maybe you're onto something. Maybe you're onto something. Let me investigate this real quick here. Let me investigate this real quick. Because the the, the visual of your dad falling asleep with his head and just being there sound asleep and Matthew's there and the head's on the lap and everything else. That's really, it's a Christmas, it's a beautiful Christmas sort of image. We're all around the TV, like Daniel Clyde, we're all there. I, I get that, I get that, I get that. But if you could tell me that your dad was sitting upright and then fell asleep and fell over and his head wound up in Matthew's lap, I would think that that is fine. But in order to fall asleep with your head in somebody's lap, it usually starts with the head in the lap before you fall asleep. So the question isn't, the question isn't, your, your sleeping dad's head in Matthew's lap. It was, how long was his awake head in Matthew's lap watching a movie with the rest of the family? No, it starts, on, exactly. on, it starts where he's leaning, and then he falls on Matthew's shoulder, and then down onto the lap. Mm-hmm. Say something here. Awake, my my dad awake is not in Matthew's lap. That uh, would be weird. With his eyes closed, mm, is okay. I don't know. I think it's more weird. What if your dad's head was in um, your wife's lap, but his eyes were closed? Does that make it okay? <laughs> nah, no, no. Dad, get off my get off my wife. His glasses are all crooked. You know what happens when somebody with glasses lies down and they kind of like go I'm in like, between. Dad, come on, man, go upstairs and go to bed. I, I just see it. I'm like, oh, that's so cute. Right. I'll take a picture this year. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> I'm sure yeah. your father would Hold love that. that. Thanks, Renee. <laughs> Have a good day. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Uh, Jasmine Lorimer is here, our good friend, Canada's first bachelorette, and now worldwide traveler. Uh-huh. <laughs> What's How going are on? You? I'm good. How are you guys? Good. Uh, according to your Instagram, you are very, very, very busy. Well, not really. That's what I'm talking about. I scroll through pictures and pictures and pictures, and you are in like far off places, like some of the most beautiful settings in it, like that I've ever seen. Yeah, but that's just right in my backyard. And looking stunning. I wrote her last night saying it's so a shame that I'm gay. No, oh. I didn't know how to respond to that, but I was just like, well, maybe it's it. cold outside. <laughs> <laughs> so Jasmine hit us up and was like, "Listen, I traveled to where was it? Japan, right?" Yeah. And I brought back some food because the last time Jasmine was here, oh, right. Dammit Mori had made <laughs> some of his most famous uh, food dishes that Jasmine wanted to come in and try. Microwave French fries and my macaroni and cheese. Yeah. That has? A tuna, hard-boiled egg, ketchup, mayonnaise, corn. Yeah, and it was... And the cheese that comes Pretty disgusting, right? <laughs> it was pretty disgusting. Yeah, but yeah. now in fairness, I eat that. Okay, but okay. <laughs> so Jasmine was like, "Listen, I went to Japan and I found all this awesome stuff that yeah. I would love to, oh, to come visit you guys and have Damamori try out." Yeah, she's upping yeah. the anti. 
So yeah. here we go. What yeah. is in the uh, okay. the bag of tricks you got? There's Jasmine. a lot. As I was going through Japan, I was there for about a month. Yeah. And every time I'd find like a mystery item, yeah, I would pick it up <laughs> thinking of Mori. Okay, so we're gonna. Isn't that awesome, Mori? That somebody was thinking of you like yeah, the to, whole time to get back at me though. <laughs> that they were through, that they were in Japan. I am not eating that. What is that? Okay, well I didn't know what this was. It looks like a bag of. I don't speak Japan. It, I asked someone. I asked someone when I bought it. I could tell yeah. you what I think this is. Okay. I'm thinking this is rat tongue. Oh. <laughs> wow. What is it, Jasmine? Do okay. you know? Should I tell him before or after? No, uh, after. 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 Okay. after. Here, I'm I, not eating that it either. It might be worse than what you think, and it might be just normal. Why okay. don't you select the first okay, item okay, for okay, Dan okay. Uh, This bag, it has, it looks like, it looks like a little earlobe with some sort of String attached to it. <laughs> oh, it's like an earring. <laughs> yeah. All right, here you go. Okay. Do you okay. want me to open it for you? I didn't realize. Okay, okay. smell okay. it, smell it, smell it. Okay. Oh. oh. <laughs> what does it smell like? Oh, dear God. Okay, pick one up. Tell us what it feels like in your hand. Oh, my God. Okay, it, it, it sort of feels like... Uh, Hotel soap. <laughs> okay, it feels like hotel soap. Yeah. Okay, okay like, you can rip it apart. Okay. Yeah. And when you rip it apart, there's sort of like a casing, and then it looks like um, oh, God. the inside of crayon. Okay. Okay, are we doing this? <laughs> yeah, go for it. <laughs> What's it taste like? What's it taste like? Oh, salty finger. <laughs> <laughs> really? Oh, salty finger that was pushing something down the drain. Yeah. <laughs> So Jasmine, do you know what that item is? Um, okay, so I asked when I was purchasing it, and she Googled. She couldn't really explain it to me, so she Googled a picture. The store of, clerk couldn't <laughs> explain it to you because well, we couldn't. We could not communicate in the same language. So she Googled an image of a scallop, and it was kind of like the weird membrane around the scallop that they trim off. Oh, oh, God. <laughs> but I love scallops. So the part that they don't want. <laughs> so, so you just ate the thing that people throw away? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's yeah. next? Okay, uh. so next we have... I got as far as putting it in my mouth. That counts. Yeah. We have uh, crickets, which I actually did don't eat. Don't tell me that. <laughs> yeah. And we have some... Use your inside crab voice. Crab... Small, tiny crabs that apparently you're just supposed to eat, and it has a shell and the claws, so... How about you take the cricket, sprinkle it on top of the crab? Yeah, oh, we're going to make you just one. quickly try both at the same time. Good one. Combo. Oh, this is all <laughs> vacuum sealed. Oh, my God, they're kind of liquidy, so they... Oh, <laughs> So you got to drink it. And they... So put the cricket on top of the crab. Yeah. Oh, my God. I have to take my glasses off so I don't see it. Okay, so more. Are you ready? So this is what um, it's, uh, it's... One, two, three. It, no, no, no! Oh. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It looks like Boris oh. spitting out his own teeth. Oh, God. <laughs> it really does. It really does. It's so dry. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, what does that taste it like? It tastes like cat leg. <laughs> <laughs> I think I really need to go somewhere else. <laughs> but not Japan. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> Jasmine Lorimer, always a pleasure having you join us on the Roz and Mocha Show. Thank, Thank you. you. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. It's Ron Zamoka. What's going on? Hey, it's Angelo. What's up, Angelo? How are you, man? Uh, not feeling too well. Uh, my wife 
well, technically my baby is the one that's been keeping me up at night. Uh, so I'm on my way to the gym before work, and I was wondering if Dan and Maury can motivate me. Oh, you need some motivation. Oh, like Monday yeah. motivation? Yeah. So how old is uh, is the baby? Uh, she is turning eight months. Oh, wow. Okay. So still brand new. Congratulations. And uh, she's keeping you up at night. I mean, she's waking all the time and stuff and just you and your wife not yeah. getting any sleep. Yeah. So you need some motivation to get you through the day today, uh, courtesy of Dan and Maury. Yes. Okay. All right. Do you want me to play some motivational music? I found some over here. I turn, that turn, me, turn me up over here. Okay. Try, uh, try this. There we go, Maury. The floor is yours. Thank you once again for allowing me to take you on this journey. No, we're not doing meditation. We're not. It's, it's motivation. motivation. I thought we were doing the meditation. No, thing. no it's motivation. motivation. Oh. He doesn't need to relax. No, man. Yeah, the guy's going guy on his way to the gym. He's tired. He's been up all night. The, the baby's teething. The mo- the, the... This is motivation. It's uplifting. That's uplifting? It's like, it's like you know, when the guy, the coach is in there with the team. Oh, that's a whole different thing. I got to stand for that. Yes, man. I thought we were journeying. No, we're not journeying. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were journeying. <laughs> Okay. All right, everyone, it's Monday. No, be specific to him. Okay, what's your name? Angelo. Angelo, yeah. Okay, Angelo, you're going to the gym. You've already gotten your feet outside the door in your shoes. You've already made the step in the right direction by wanting to go to the gym. You've taken that journey. You've taken that step. You're almost there, buddy. You're almost there. Put your family behind you, and you got to think about yourself for once. you got to get to the gym, lift those weights, and you know use those weights as though each one of the weights was a goal of yours. Goal one, goal two, goal one, goal two. Right? So you want to lift those weights as though they're goals. Make and the him, only way you're going to reach your goal is by lifting the weights, man. Feel, you got to lift the weights, man. Make him feel good as a person. Let's you are about- a very good looking guy. You don't even need the gym. Why are you going to the gym? You're hot. You got a wife and kid. You're a, if I may say so, a d- Can I say that? No. Oh. <laughs> Dude, you're so good that you're sick and you still want to go to the gym. People should be like you, man. They should be like you. You've already set an example for so many people around you. Take that sickness and push it outside your what nose, sickness? man. Never said once that he was sick. Maury, he just said he's tired and stuff. I you, thought he said he was sick. Maury, no. you, you, you just talked for 45 seconds and you were wildly out of breath. I think you should go to the gym. <laughs> <laughs> like, from one guy who needs cardio to another, maybe let's hit the gym together might help. Uh. I don't know. Angelo, do you feel any better? Somewhat. Yeah. Yeah. It's chest day, so I, th- I think he, he did his thing. Oh, man, yes. use those abs like washboards and wash the week away. You are just not in good health, man. Uh, no. <laughs> you're really not. Whew, that took so you're much really, out of me. You're just not in good health, bro. Well, Moore's ready to call it a day. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. They say that you have 27 seconds to make a good first impression. 27. 27 seconds to make a good first impression. That seems like a long time yet short time, if that makes sense. 27 seconds. Come in here for a second, Maury. Why did they... Like, well, According to a new survey, the twenty-seven seconds. So According- you have to make the first impression. No, of course. Right? No, so you have not- that quick moment. Not a long impression, not a second impression. 
first. Not to be confused, Maury, with making the first move. Oh, the a first I impression injured. is different than making the first move. No, but are the two not one in the same? No! No, no but the first, oh, like kissing. Right, <laughs> okay. You don't have 27 seconds to make the first move. You have 27 seconds to make a good first impression. Which is, if I may say, eye contact. Yeah. Touching. Okay. Like touch their elbow. Uh, I don't know about Oof. touching. Okay. Like, what is 27 seconds? I already know you. You've already made a first impression years ago. It didn't go well. Don't touch me. Let me just but break this down just for pretend? you. Let me break this down for you. So they say, uh, here's some of the things you could do. So according to a new survey, you got 27 seconds to make a good first impression. And that's not 27 seconds from when you start talking. Okay. The majority of people start that countdown clock from the moment they see you. Yeah. That's called first yeah, impression. For sure. for sure. So here's what you can do according to a new survey. Here are the top 10 things you could do to make a good first impression. Smiling. Okay. Yeah. Being polite. Yeah. Being well-spoken. Yeah. Making eye contact. Yeah. Listening well. Yes. Smelling nice. Of course. Holding the conversation well. Good body language. Mm -hmm. Good tone of voice. Mm -hmm. And dressing well. That's too many things for 27 seconds. Okay. Now, you can't the, listen and smile at the same time. You, excuse me? What? <laughs> you can't listen. You can't listen and smile at the same time? <laughs> you know how weird it's not that you would difficult. look if you were listening but not smiling and then all of a sudden you no, start smiling? If you're listening, you're, a, you're sort of stoic. But if you're smiling you're and what? listening, it's like you can't do... Are you, you can't, you're concentrating so hard on smiling that you can't listen? No, because then you're not listening. Because you're focusing on your smile. I, Am I just smiling? said that. Did I not just say yeah. that? Listening. I said you don't listen well, bro. <laughs> Come on, man. Did, but, did you, up. but did you notice he was smiling just then too, <laughs> and looking you in the eye? Hey, this All is incredible. Is touching your elbow. Can you not listen and smile at the same time? No. See, I was just listening to you there. I couldn't smile. No. No. But seriously, though. Seriously, though. Can you not listen and smile at the same time? Not there. I just tried smiling. But and what I'm, are you thinking about when you smile then? My smile. How wonderful you look? Or no, what like, are you... am I smiling? Am I smiling too much? Is that a good smile? Is there anything in my teeth? Am I too white? Did I brush my teeth? Or my breath? Is but my the, breath okay? Like, if you're thinking about all of that, that's then why how you are you smile. listening? That's why you don't smile. Smile again for me, Maury? It's so unusual <laughs> on you to see you smile <laughs> like that. Yeah, it's very... It, you smile like nobody I've ever seen weird. before. Okay, go straight face now. Now smile. <laughs> <laughs> you smile... <laughs> You smile so weird. It, it looks like you you learn how to smile from like uh and like IKEA instructions, <laughs> like just the, the very the very basic fundamentals of smiling is is what you read but on how on how to smile. Great first impression, right? Okay, well we're gonna get you to do a first impression before the end of the show. So. Oh yes, the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So they say you have twenty seven seconds, Mocha, uh -huh. to make a good first impression, and the clock doesn't start when you actually start the conversation, they say the clock for this starts when the person sees you, the person you don't know, when you first make eye contact. Uh, some of the things that they say are key to making a good first impression. Smiling, mm -hmm. being polite. Mm -hmm. Maury's shaking right now. Being well-spoken, making eye contact, listening well, smelling nice, holding a conversation. That makes sense. Good body language, good tone of voice, and uh, dressing well. Maury, come in here for a second. Uh -oh. Get your phone, bring your phone and call us. Okay. 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 Well, you can't well, you talk can't because talk it's going to be super echoey. You can't bring the phone into your room. You told me to come in here. No, you can't. Just mute the phone. Mute the phone. Mute the phone. 
Okay, there we go. Uh, so what you need to do is leave the studio right now. You yeah. can either go downstairs on the street or you can go outside into the building. There's no one here. Doesn't matter. Find somebody. Oh, right there, Dr. Bacon. They'll see you coming. No, it can't be somebody you know. Has to be a first impression. There's nobody there. Go find somebody. Okay. So you have 27 seconds from the time they see you. What are you oh, doing? He's getting his jacket. He's bundling oh, no. up now. Okay. <laughs> Okay. His jacket. I'm going to say right now, more that jacket does not make the best first impression. This is my new coat. No, is it a brand new coat? I got it through my insurance. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so where are you going? I'm going downstairs. Okay, go. It's not the best fit, but I guess yeah. it's okay. It's a small. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's exactly what you are, small. <laughs> it's designer, by the way. Okay, so Maury, now you know, we'll go through this list again, okay? If you're just joining us, they say you get 27 seconds to make a good first impression. And this does not start from the first time you start talking to someone. This starts from the first moment they see you as yeah. 27 seconds starts. Uh, smiling, being polite, well-spoken, making eye contact, listening well, smelling nice, holding the conversation well, good body language, good tone of voice, and dressing well. Maury does have a brand new coat on. So Maury, you have to then find somebody and let us know when they first see you then you have to go to them and make a good first impression okay okay so where are you right now where are you right now i'm exiting the building okay you're exiting the building all right there's a truck driver he just saw me okay go he saw me go he saw me the clock is on okay clock is on well don't get hit by traffic what look both ways (laughs) there's a car (laughs) you roll down your window (laughs) <laughs> Hi, um, I'm Maury from Kiss925. How are you? How are you? Awesome. What do you think of my smile? Uh, it's amazing. Do, what, what do you think of our first impression? Do I smell good? Am I smiling? Am I looking at you? Am I holding the conversation? Seconds. How's your day going? So far, so good. How's your That's conversation. So uh, you're laughing at me. This is a great first impression. Well, I've listened to you, so you're funny. So. Oh, oh or you can't hey. talk to a fan. Oh. Go find somebody I didn't know else. He was a fan. No, He's in a truck. no, you can't talk to a fan, and don't tell them where okay. you're from. Oh, okay. Hi, how are you? I, uh, hey, I noticed you're just looking at me right now. Are we good? Are you yeah. having a good day? No, I'm going to work, so no. Oh. That one failed miserably. Well, okay, terrible first impression. <laughs> Damn. Well, because I threw, threw my phone in her face. Find somebody okay. else. Oh, there's someone crossing the street over there. Okay. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> By the way, Maury's new coat is like super long, all black with a giant hood. Excuse Oh, hi. I saw that you and I made eye contact. How's your day going? Good, thank you. Um, what do you think of our conversation so far? Who am I speaking to? <laughs> My name is Marcus. That's okay, Marcus. I have to go to work. Oh, oh well, that one didn't go well. Okay. Uh, see? Okay. Yeah, it's not good. Hey, not how about, are you? Oh, jeez. Here we go again. How are you? I'm good. Do I smell good? <laughs> or a top of the morning? I Look at my smile. You have a great smile. Look at that. First impression, right? Absolutely. Did I win? You did. Ah. That, that counts. No? Hello? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> Hello? Okay, I would say maybe in the world of trying to deliver the best first impression, hi, do I smell nice may <laughs> not be... That was my smile. Excuse me. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt you. How's your day going? Uh, uh, good. Nice. You notice I was listening to you while smiling. Yes. That's a talent, right? First impression talent. Talent, yeah. yeah. Right. It's not a talent. Have a great day. 
Wow. Yeah, that was okay, more. Those are like <laughs> brief. Those are brief greetings. I would not yeah. say that that is a first impression. Yeah, that's like a quick well, encounter. I only have twenty-seven seconds. Yeah, but you're using four. You're like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, how's my smile? How's my smile? Like more. Do I you have understand? As well? More. Pause for one second. Just stop. Do you know what it would be like to to be walking alone outside in your own world and have somebody run up to you and go, "Do I smell good? How's my smile?" <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Not you cool, know, man. Not you only cool. have a certain amount of time. No, not cool. Okay, that's how you make a good first impression, I guess. Yeah, I did really well. Yeah, yeah, you did great, more. You should be real proud of yourself. I really am. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Hi, this is Roz and Mocha. Who's this? Oh, my God. Miriam, how are you guys? Good. How are you, Miriam? Good. I'm actually on my way to a social psychology exam, uh-huh. and kind of what Maury did is, like, write up what I'm about to write about. Um, and, like, maybe a tip would be, like, find a similarity or like put the person in a good mood because they'll be more likely to engage in conversation with him. So back to first impression. So that's your take on a first impression is to immediately try and maybe find some sort of common ground or compliment them in a way. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, because like if they're in a good mood or if they're in guilt, like I, that they're more likely to give you something. So like whether it's their time, whether it's like a donation, whether it's anything, right? But obviously you're not going to put them in guilt on your first impression. So should so I have run up and said, oh my god, we both have green eyes. Right. Um, maybe not like material stuff. Like maybe like, <laughs> or like maybe not like, don't let, maybe don't dress it into yourself, like your smell. <laughs> what if you don't actually want something from them? What if you're just trying to make just a general great first impression as a person? Um, well, then it all comes down to like physical appearance, unfortunately. Physi- and like whether appearance. you look innocent right. or whether you look like yeah. Someone who can, like, they trust you or you're trustworthy looking, like, average features, that kind of thing. Right. Like, attractive people have to really, really screw up in the first 27 seconds to ruin that first impression. Oh, exactly. Like, I just did a practice test or, like, a practice question that was, like, um, that if someone is more likely to be to be not guilty if they're more attractive. No, see, right. I disagree. I find hot guys to be very unapproachable and their first impression always gives off the allure of I am no, no, too no. good for you. Yeah, but here's the difference, Mark. Like hot that... George at the gym, I was not able to say hi to him for like the first two no, weeks. because he didn't want to make a first impression with you. It's not about you approaching them. It's about them approaching you. And it's their first impression. And I told him, I'm like, impression. wow, you're so nice, but you came across like an a-hole. No, but you, you're getting it backwards, though. You're getting it backwards yeah. it's it's when you are a, an attractive person and you approach somebody it's very easy to make a first impression you're talking about somebody who was attractive that you are now mad at that you didn't have access to and you thought i didn't notice you would say i wasn't good looking is that a surprise to anybody <laughs> i don't know if that's what he really <laughs> meant to say do i have to well that's all i got out of that <laughs> Hey, Miriam, thanks so much for the phone call. Uh, Hey, good luck on your exam. Oh, thank you so much, guys. Have a good morning. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. The standalone Bumblebee movie, the prequel to all the Transformers flicks, uh, is out today. Takes place in the year 1987. John Cena from the WWE is in the movie. And Haley Steinfeld stars as well. She joins us right now. Uh, welcome back to the Raza Mocha Show. How are you? Thank you so much. I'm good. How are you? Doing great. I want to read a couple of uh, lines from some reviews about Bumblebee before we go on, all right? Bumblebee is the good Transformers movie we've been waiting for. Another one. Bumblebee is now certified fresh at 93% on the tomato reader. 
And another one. Surprise! Transformers prequel Bumblebee replaces Loud and Dumb with humor and heart. There you go. Congratulations. <laughs> Amazing. Thank you so much. When you got into this, what did you know about Transformers? And was there a moment where you're like, oh my God, what the hell did I get myself into? Oh, I had that moment all the time while making <laughs> this film. Um, I, I, uh, I had seen the films uh, as they sort of came out over the last decade. Um, yeah. My older brother is a race car driver and mechanic and i remember seeing the first one with him and it was kind of our thing so when i got the news about this one he was like the first person i told and he was actually with me on set when i made the movie and i think both of us didn't know whether we should be like amazed or or heartbroken you know because they make these movies in a certain type of way that you don't necessarily know when you're watching them <laughs> yeah so that's what i was gonna ask is when you watch the movies you kind of envision what it was like for them to film the movies where you have these real-life people interacting with the robots who aren't actually real robots in real life that you're interacting with. What was the experience like once you got on set and had to uh, immerse yourself in that world? Definitely a challenge. Uh, at first, you know, after reading the script, if I, I knew that the relationship between my character Charlie and Bumblebee, it felt so real on the page that it never really struck me as anything. I knew it was going to be, you know, difficult and obviously unlike anything I've ever experienced, but I didn't think it was going to be so out of this world until I got to set and was told that a tennis ball on a stick was basically my co-star for the next four months. Um, was that exactly and, what it, yeah, was? it was? It wasn't like a, a cardboard cutout or like a replica of Bumblebee. It was just like <laughs> legit a stick right there in front of you? That's pretty, that's what it was for the majority of the time. Um, there was actually also a, you'll be happy to hear, um, a sort of head and shoulders of Bumblebee that they would put, that they put on a mount so that anytime any physical contact needed to be made, um, if I had to hug him or touch his face, whatnot, then I had, I had a hunk of metal in front of me. <laughs> uh, when you start dipping into these worlds and you see star after star after star, when you start getting into the, the sort of big action world franchises, these things are life-changing roles because you are now part of that for life. Have you, has that realization hit you yet? Oh boy, it has just now in this moment. <laughs> <laughs> like, I haven't thought of that before. No, it's so exciting to be a part of it. Haley Steinfeld, we are so excited for you and excited for everybody to watch this new Bumblebee movie. Thank you so much. And thank you very much for taking time out of your day to join us on the Roz and Mocha Show. Absolutely, I can't wait to see you guys. Thanks for everything. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Um, SNL on Saturday, Matt Damon is hosting, I believe it's the finale before the holidays. And Miley Cyrus is on there with Mark Ronson. Nice. And they released a Christmas song this morning. Who? Miley Cyrus and Mark Ronson? Yeah, they did a cover of uh, Happy Christmas War is Over, which is a weird title for the song, but once you hear it, everybody knows what the song is. So this is Christmas. Her voice is so bloody good. Semi bad to say because yeah. I know the importance in the messaging of this song. Yeah. But this version of it. Yeah. It's kind of hot. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. 
You're right. Is that dirty of me to say? No. And can I just... Like, it's, it's pretty sexy. I agree with you. It's very sexy. First of all, I'm going to apply, uh, applaud Miley for releasing a sexy Christmas song. <laughs> um, I will say this, too, and that is, out of all Miley's peers, Ariana Grande, you name it, all those, all those young girls, when Miley sings, I can understand the words that she sang mm-hmm. in a song. I don't understand what anybody else is saying. In anything they sing. But when Miley sings, she, she sings words. She doesn't need assistance from... She just sings words, man. computer to enhance her voice. Maury, can you remind me, when's our last day on the show before the holidays? Next Friday. I would like to end the show next Friday with this song. That's yeah. how much I love it. Oh, shoot. Remind yeah. me of that. We may end the show today with this song. That's how much I love it. So this is Christmas. Yeah, dude. This is... I feel bad saying it, but it it's sounds so sexy. kind of sexy. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that weird? Yeah. I know. But why can't the hol- why can't a, a, a Christmas song be sexy? I guess it can. But I guess it's, I mean, yes, I guess they can be sexy with lyrical content. Like sort yeah. of cheeky and sexy with lyrical content. But you're not supposed to find a song with the lyrical content of this song sexy. Exactly. That's why I kind of feel of the way she's singing it. it. Yeah, no, you're yeah. right. I, you feel dirty. You feel dirty. But I love this, man. I hope she does this on Saturday night. Oh, for sure. I think they will. Yeah? Yeah. She better. That's Miley Cyrus and Mark Ronson. Happy Christmas. The war is over. Hot, right? Hot. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. As yourself. Oh. A merry little Christmas. We're seven days away, people. Excuse Let me, I'm guessing today. I don't know if you heard that. Uh, six oh, shopping days. FYI. From now on, Everybody's working on their Christmas menus. Will be out of Enjoying them nice, soothing Christmas tunes. In our house, we've been listening to a lot of Buble. Yeah. And uh, yesterday, we decided to switch it up and listen to the Pentatonics. That's a good one, too. Christmas album. It's interesting that you bring that up because I... Uh, Normally around the holidays, as you know, I like to listen to a lot of reggae because I find it just happy and joyful. But I've been dipping into some actual Christmas playlists. Roxy seems to enjoy them, puts me in the mood. I've been in more of a Christmas mood this year than I think that I have in many years previous. And I don't know really? why. I'm, I'm a Christmas guy. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm the Scrooge. I don't the Grinch. Need to, you can tell by my green skin. <laughs> my, <laughs> my skinny little legs and pot belly. <laughs> I know I look like the Grinch. And the frown. <laughs> right? <laughs> the forever frown. Yeah. But, but I'm, I, I on enjoy the flip it. side, what if you're one of those people that even at Christmas time, you want to turn up? Oh, yeah. Right. And you need something faster than this. You need something louder than this. But why, though? Because why not? Fair enough. And the answer is Lil John. Oh no. And a song called All I Really Want for Christmas. <laughs> oh no. Listen to this. It's that time of year again. Of course. <laughs> Kool-Aid man, you ready for Christmas? Oh yeah. Sinatra, forget you, Bing Crosby. You get it too, Mariah Carey. We don't want none of that. We want this. 
play is called All I Really Want for Christmas by Lil John and Kool-Aid Man. Wow, the whole studio is shaking in here right now. All I really want, really want for Christmas. This is the new anthem. Is this new for this year? This is the new this anthem is it. for this year and for years to follow. This has to be on your Christmas playlist this year. Listen, you play this on Christmas night at the family dinner. Turn up, turn up season. Here's what I want somebody in the city to do, or somebody listening right now. On Christmas morning, like 7 o'clock, have this blasting throughout the house to wake everybody up. 5 o'clock. Sure. <laughs> Let's make it interesting. <laughs> Please. Please. I don't know. 5 a.m., you play this super loud. Feel free to record it on your phone and... So we can see what the uh, the reaction is from your family. Oh, yeah. And then oh, oh, post it yeah. online and tag us. Hashtag Raz and Mocha. I would like that. This would go well with that uh, that DMX song. Oh, Rudolph the Red yeah. Reindeer. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. That's a new joint for you for Christmas 2018. Little John Ooh, Kool-Aid, I'm man. I'm exhausted. I don't really want for Christmas. I'm exhausted. Are you? Yeah, I'm over the holidays. <laughs> I'm done. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast question for you and for anybody else is there something that you used to love but then after you hooked up with your wife jenna she didn't like it so you stopped doing it i'll, t- I'll tell you why because prince harry no. Meghan markle every day on boxing day the sort of royal tradition is they go to Sandringham uh, Cottage, I guess it is. Yeah. And on Boxing Day is the family pheasant hunt, the pheasant shoot. Oh, wow. And, and Prince Harry's been doing this happily for 20 years, loves hunting. But Meghan Markle, animal the, lover. Prince Harry, Meghan Markle, no longer doing Boxing Day with the family. <gasps> no. There will be no pheasant hunt this year for Prince Harry. For the first time in his entire life. Yeah. I don't even know that he did it last year when he, when Meghan Markle was just his girlfriend. I think he might have bailed on it last year as well. I'm trying to think if there's anything But is there anything life. that you sort of used to love? And I don't mean something that would qualify as cheating if you continued to do it. <laughs> <laughs> More just right? walked out of the room. Yeah. I'm sure there's things that we all loved before we were with the people we're um, with that if we continued to do it, it would be considered cheating. But we're not talking about those things. We're talking no. about like, did you have a hobby? Yeah. Did you have something that then you, no. you stopped doing because your partner was just so against it? No, I don't have anything in my life like that. It's do you? 925555, Maury. Yeah, comic book collecting. I used to, uh, I was an avid comic book collector. I didn't read them. I collected them. Right. How many um, do you have in your possession? I All I have left is my Ren and Stimpy's and Earth. <laughs> I have the Ren full, and Stimpy? I have the full set of Ren and Stimpy comics and Get Smart comics right. and some Batman ones. But he says it's very unsexy. Wow. So I had oh, to so it wasn't about up. the money. It was about that he, he Oh, no, didn't... not about the money. He just thought it was incredibly unsexy really? to collect Really? That's books. interesting to me. And my action figures, also unsexy. Right. So what action figures did you have? I had Family Guy action figures and <laughs> 80s band action figures. Wait, right. but you still buy some of that crap now. 
Yeah, but I have to hide it down in the cage where he can't in see it. In the condo, yeah. yeah. So, okay, so so for him, it wasn't even a matter of money, though. That's interesting, Mocha. Um, nine two five triple five is what you text. Somebody just sent us this. I worked out six days a week until I met my ex. I have not been to the gym in eight years. <laughs> oh, I don't so think I guess that's why that person's that. your ex then, right? Uh, like, are, are you going back to the gym? I don't know. Oh, no, maybe. What I think is that maybe did he do that because his ex liked working out so much that they worked out together? Oh, maybe. And then as soon as they broke up, he stopped going to the gym because people know. do that, right? People do that. But I find it interesting, Maury, that your husband doesn't want you to collect comic books or or, or action figures, dolls. Let's call them dolls. Um, not has nothing to do with financials. It's because he doesn't find it sexy. Yeah, and I, I can't, find like, and I can't play in my office. I have an original NES and he won't let me play it because he says uh, again, that playing video games is not no, sexy. It's not sexy. Wow. wow. What does he find sexy? Do we know yet? Yeah, if I sit still and don't speak. Right. <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Last week of school. Oh, yeah. Last week of school. Gotta, this uh, is it. You kind of just phone it in, right? You can because my brothers, they do uh, ugly sweater day, yeah. civvies day, um, you know, which is like they, they don't really do much. There's no homework, I was told by them. So, whatever. Oh, really? Yeah. I no. thought maybe this would be the time where you kind of like amp up a little bit the homework and. No, the We're teacher, before the holidays? Like, the teachers you don't, don't care. amp it up like from Monday, Tuesday, yeah. Wednesday, maybe, and then you kind of. On ugly Christmas sweater day, Thursday, yeah. Friday, you downhill, just like movies. Yeah, I think I think Roxy School is doing Christmas sweater day today. My favorite thing around this time of year is when the teacher would wheel in the 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 movie machine and the TV. You knew it was just going to be. People an have easy no day. idea what you're talking about. What? Did, so what? back when I was in school, I know, I know, but I'm just saying that you, con- you can't just say that like it's still a thing. So wheel when in. I was in when I was in school, they used yeah. to have this. Um, I guess tray on wheels that had a TV and a VCR attached to it. Yeah. They would wheel it in and just play movies for this. Why don't they just put it up on the iPad? <laughs> Stop it. I was just like streaming on the I computer. asked my brother if they have chalkboards. He had no idea what I was talking about. What's a chalkboard? Exactly. Yeah, no schools. It's just like a whiteboard now, right? It's a smart board. Yeah. But I had to ask him, I'm like, what's that? What's a smart board? Where you can send your homework to the cloud or something, and the teacher can download it from the cloud and put work up on the screen. Like Minority Report? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're old. I would, man, I'm trying to think in my head. If I had to go to school for one day, yeah, right? Like if I had to go to school for one day, I wonder, or let's say, let's say a week. I wonder just with the tech and what you need to know and going back and all the things in life you forgot, I'm trying to, trying to think right now what grade I would be able to survive an entire week of school where I got everything right, like I did very well on all the work. I'm thinking like grade four for me. Grade four for really? you? I'm thinking grade four or three Not or even four. high school? Are you kidding? That's tough. I don't know if I could do high school, man. I don't, I, don't, I don't know if I could survive it. You could survive a week in grade nine doing all that work? Just to go back, like that like, math? The math you have to do? Grade nine math? Do you remember? I don't Trying to remember, remember all those rules to so those, math. Those, like, maths? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what? Okay, here, Maury. And geography? Oh. Here, Maury, I have some uh, grade three words uh, that you, because you had said that you don't think you could survive grade four. Let's see if That's you right. can survive grade three. And okay. remember, no pens, everyone. No pens, okay. everyone. Okay. Three words, quick. Uh, three words, quick. Uh, cheddar. C H E E D E R. Cheater. Cheater. Word <laughs> <laughs> <One>, number two. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, enormous. 
Okay, E N O M O U R O U S. Enormous. No, okay. Enormous. Last word. Maury, invitation. I N V E N T I T O N S. No, okay. So we're going to grade two. Yeah, okay, Maury. You're now down to grade two, which. Oh, no. C A T Cat. Thank God that Christmas break's coming up. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show. Podcast. Hi, Ron Zamoka. What's up? Hey, Ron Zamoka. How's it going, on, boys? Good. good. How are you? Good, good, good. Um, you know what? I was listening to a podcast earlier, and I haven't heard you guys arm wrestle in a while. I think Murray can take you today, Ron. Oh, stop What it. are you talking about? These guys rest, arm wrestled like a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah, I man. I just I, that. I just recently smoked Murray. Yeah. Yeah, like it wasn't... Everyone stop. Everyone stop. What's your name on the phone, sir? Marcus. Marcus, are you just like you know that there was an arm wrestling uh <laughs> segment on one of our podcasts recently and you just want to hear Roz kill damn it Mori again, right? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> oh wait, I thought this was like a legit thing. <laughs> no, more. Uh, but I got I got faith in Murray with all the boot camp training he's doing. First of all, can we stop calling the gym boot camp, please? It says it in the name. It doesn't matter, okay? You're not learning how to jump out of a helicopter. It's the gym. No, but when they say it in the name, no, that's what it not. is. it's It's not boot camp. It's the gym. You're going to the gym. So why, I, why, what is wrong with saying you're going to the gym? What's, what's wrong with that? What's the difference between barber and, and salon? What are you talking about? Is it not the same thing? Listen, stop calling it boot camp, okay? There's nothing wrong with saying you're going to the gym. You're going to the gym. No, they yell at me. Okay, I'm about to yell at you right now. Uh, so, fellas, are we going to knuckle up or what? Oh, God. Okay. You know, what are my three favorite things in life? Me. I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Roxy, Catherine, Maury. Incorrect. <laughs> Catherine, Roxy, Maury. Incorrect. My three favorite things in life are having my butt cheeks tickled before I fall asleep, mm -hmm. nothing but a good time by poison, mm -hmm. and beating you in an arm wrestle. <laughs> okay. Are we doing this? Hell yeah. Dude, okay. my hand's been up for an hour. Okay. All right, Marcus, here we go. So, right on. Uh, Roz and Dammit Maury are making room on the table right now. They're going to go uh, right hand, right hand. Gee, can I, like, hold the desk? You can hold all the desk. Yeah, desks. you can hold the desk if you want. Both elbows are on the table on the count of three, gentlemen. Yeah. One, two, three. Oh, Maury. Oh, my God, Maury. Maury, hold. Oh, oh God damn it, my knuckle. <laughs> Bro, oh. yo, damn it, Maury's oh. arm just now was shaking like a leaf. I swear it was and, and the look in Maury's eye, because Roz gave him a little bit of leeway, Maury thought that he was actually going to win for the first time. So, there you go, Marcus. And still, arm wrestling champion, Roz Weston. Right on, right on, boy. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix? Roz and Mocha got you. Well, Todd, how are you, man? It's Roz and Mocha. Hey, I'm great. How are you guys? Doing Big great. Show. Uh, thank you very much for listening, and thank you for your text to us. <laughs> okay, Todd, let me, let me try and sum this up here for you real quick. FML, Fix My Life. Love the show. Listen to the podcast every morning. You're 45. You got three kids, 15, 13, and 11. You were married 21 years. You were kind of a dork, but you married your uh, college sweetheart. It didn't work out. Now you find yourself 45 and single. You're a pretty great guy. Yeah. You coach your kids' games. You seem active. You play sports. You're an effing delight, as you said. You're single and cool. 
Kind of like Roz, but without the beard. Oh, wow. But you said that everything ends the same way with nothing long term. So is your question, how does a 45-year-old single father of three who just got out of a 21-year relationship find someone? Yeah, looking for that long term. And I'm at that precipice of, you know, uh, just giving up or, you know, getting advice as to how, how to find that. Yeah. How well, to, how first of all, don't stories. don't friggin' give up, dude. Whatever you do, do not <laughs> give up. Because listen, man, if you give up, you're gonna get yourself. You need to start thinking about things a little bit too much. Get in your own head, and then that may take Absolutely. you to a dark place, right? Yeah. And then you all know, get all upset Absolutely. and depressed. So don't give up. And I, I know that my kids always come first, right? So yeah, that's yeah. that's my main thing, and, and focusing on the kids, and then just trying to find that 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 thing that's going to kind of integrate into the life you how know long, uh, how long two and a half years have you been single now here's the weird thing about dating man you know especially dating in your 40s is the world isn't designed to uh help a 45 year old single father of three succeed in the dating world and society really isn't either and let me let me explain this to you let me explain this to you because if you are a woman and you have a peer group okay and you are yep. suddenly single and you are a 42-year-old woman and you're and you're recently single and you got a couple of kids and you're doing great that peer group that friend circle they celebrate that they celebrate their 40-year-old single friend who's kicking ass yeah. okay yeah. women women do that and they support men don't yeah. okay <laughs> men men you don't hear groups of guys going on and on and on to people that they've just met about their fantastic fantastic fabulous single friend Mitch who's 45 and has 3 kids right, right. guys don't do that <laughs> women do do that for their friends guys don't so even as our our circles and the people that we live with in this world we don't celebrate people like you the same way the same way women do and that and that's a fault no, of ours that's that's a fault that's a guy fault that's a guy problem and because we we value things differently in these situations sorry todd right? did you say you have tried online dating yeah, yeah, some uh, some met some really nice people and had some uh, pretty epic fails, you know. Oh. Um, fake fake profile pictures of their friends and then they show up and it's a different person. Yeah. Oh man, uh, you know, I've uh, been a few scenarios where uh, one actually the the uh, person and I were texting for about a day and a half and then out of nowhere starts hitting me up for uh, iTunes gift cards. You know, it, it's oh, just it, it's, no. it's a dirty it's a dirty world. It's a dirty it world. It is a quagmire. Oh, uh, uh, sometimes okay. you just you, you just got to pull back. It's I don't good. I don't know how much time you have, but I w- I would say when you're 45, you get off the dating apps first of all. Yeah, do man. that later, okay? Do that after you get a handle on things. I don't think you can't jump in after being married for 21 years where you had no experience with all of this stuff and then just go right to it. Like you're going to fight a war where you don't even know how to use the equipment. <laughs> Okay, like you got to baby steps, man. <laughs> the first thing I would say that you have to do is define what you want. Like you, you are you looking for something long term? Absolutely, you are looking for something long term. But have you have you had a little bit of fun yet? Like have you even just got oh, to yeah. know know somebody? Have you have you yep. dated? Have you had things that ended you know amicably with somebody else? Like have you been through all that? Absolutely, yeah. I, I, as I said, I've met some really nice people and. Uh, as you as you can imagine, like when you're, you first meet somebody, you're either both on the same plane, or one person's into it and the other person isn't into it. Right. Yeah. And I, I really feel that I've I've been able to gain some skills 
know what it is that I'm looking for. And uh, one of the things, obviously, you're looking for the red flags. So uh, three red flags and, and that's it sort of thing. We always say, Mo and I always say, you know, this, which is you got to at this point when you're when you're dating and this is for guys and women, regardless whether you're 22 or 45, like you, Todd, you know, you have yeah. to be real honest with yourself and ask what you have to offer. Absolutely. And you have yeah. to know the, the sort of limitations that a life has. And I'm sure you got three awesome kids and you, and you love your kids, but you're not childless. Absolutely. Right? And so you got to go through all the things of what you have to offer somebody else. And then I think that you need to be clear with people. Like, yeah. and, I, and, it's, and it's tough to say that you're looking for something long term when you're playing in a world where people literally want to come to your house at 2 o'clock in the morning and leave by 2.25. <laughs> <laughs> right, like, or, the, or they're hitting you up for iTunes gift cards. Right, <laughs> after they leave at two twenty-five. Yeah. Like, By the way, I think that you have to look at your skills and look at the game and try and figure out if there's an area where you can succeed. Yeah. Okay. And keep at yep. it, Todd. Yeah. Like, yep. don't don't let this Absolutely. be uh, any type of. Uh, discouragement for you to not put yourself out there and you gotta adapt man you gotta you gotta adapt to the new world where do people get together where are the women i don't know everyone's saying grocery stores and the gym that's how you get kicked out of a grocery store don't be the don't be the guy (laughs) don't be that guy okay no but where are the women i don't know and maybe maybe somebody can maybe somebody can help us out Right. And and we don't have all the answers and we've never looked for outside help or anything like that. But I don't know where the women are. Right. I know where one woman is and I love her to death and she's at home or wherever she is. I don't actually know where she is. Know what you want and and find the game that you can win. And I say game, I don't mean game as in you got to gain people, okay? But find the game, find right. the area, find where real people hang out. Absolutely. Does that I'm, help? I'm gonna give it a shot. Absolutely. Okay, good. Okay, brother. By the way, fellas, side yes. note. Yes. Roz, you wanted to know where Catherine is? Yes. Uh, she's at that place up the street <laughs> Stop grabbing it. breakfast. Stop it. You're I just texted her and she got back to me. You're ASAP. such a jerk. All right, me, me and Todd now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, Roz, you got to be my favorite. You know, middle middle age. Uh, cranky white guy. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. It's the last time I help anybody. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. Only on KISS. A uh, new Aquaman drops on Friday, but already it has made $196 million after yeah. 11 days in the theater in China. And the hype surrounding this movie. I told you, man. I told you. I started seeing reviews and people who had seen it even before reviews were allowed to come out where they said that it was bonkers. Like, they're, nobody's calling it the greatest movie of all time, but they're, they're using words like it's the most epic superhero movie of all time or it's the most bonkers super. It's the most over the top, but all in a super positive way. Like, nobody is hating on Aquaman. It's crazy. So out of all these DC movies, it seems like DC has finally come out with a winner. Yeah. Yeah. When everything else sucked. Yeah. And Minus it, Wonder Woman. And it needed guys riding um, seahorses. And right. an octopus playing <laughs> and, the drums. And, and fighting <laughs> fighting on seahorses, right? Uh, Patrick Wilson was in town. Uh, Yaha Abdul-Mateen II was in town as well. They're both in Aquaman. Sat down with Dan Mori. And one of the first things he brought up yeah. was the fact that, as you mentioned, Roz, that... People are calling it the most epic yeah. 
superhero movie ever. The headline was, Aquaman is the most epic superhero movie of all time. Would you agree with that? Or you, do you think that that's a great statement? If someone wants to say that, I'm definitely not going to argue against them. You know, I, but, but, but we are, it is ambitious and we are onto something, I think. Yeah, I, 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 I would. I would agree. And that's not out of any, uh, that's a speaking as a fan. Because I think what you've got here is you've got, you know, each movie that comes out, and I see every movie, as I'm sure we all do, of these mm-hmm. of superhero movies that come out, but it, it's, we, you, you hit a wall in the scale of it. And so it's natural, in a, it, it, I think, to now, now instead of being in space and going, you know, doing all this stuff, now we're in the water, too. So it's, I think the fact that, they, that James has, and his team has, have created this uh, underwater world brings a much different visual level than we've ever seen before. So there's a lot of new uh, spectacle that we're seeing. So from that perspective, I, I and that's kind of where I think where it's coming from. There you go. Yeah. And then things get really weird. Oh. Like really weird. Oh. <laughs> Between two of the stars from Aquaman and Dan Mori, when this question was asked. Now, was there any fear, you know, going into this with the title Aquaman that the younger generation might not know that aqua is also water? <laughs> uh, we have done easily 800 interviews, and I've never been asked this question. No. Um, it, I, I'm speechless. <laughs> if people don't know that aqua is water, that's amazing. Um, Listen, there's lessons to be learned lessons here. Lessons to be learned. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a good place to start. Because <laughs> obviously Maury at that point is like, I'm not saying I yeah. just found out or anything. You know, for me, I've, I've, of course, I've known forever. Yeah. I'm asking for the general public out there. Yeah. Just in case. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Roz, we have Mackenzie on the phone. Hi, Mackenzie. Hey, how are you? Doing great. And Mackenzie texted us. And here's what the text reads. Okay. Watched the National Anthem episode of Black Mirror last (laughs) night. My night was ruined. Now, this is the episode of Black Mirror that messed me up. And to this day, I still think about it. And it just ruins. It ruins everything in my life for those minutes that I'm thinking about it until I think of something else. And that escapes my brain. It was the first episode of the first season of Black Mirror. And Black Mirror, if you haven't seen Black Mirror, it's not a, a show where like every, the whole season, everything sort of ties together. It's just different episodes, different stories, different actors, different everything. Yes. Each each episode is a different story, beginning, middle, and end. And uh, National Anthem is what kicked off the show. And it messed Mocha up so bad. So bad. And it messed you up too? Yeah. Um, and it was even better because we actually watched it at my like family Christmas dinner. So my whole family was like, let's watch Black Mirror. Everyone is obsessed with that show and I've never watched it. So I was like, okay, Roz and Mocha said the National Anthem like will ruin my night. Let's watch that. Merry Christmas. So wait, wait, that's wait, wait, what wait. We Mackenzie, so had your family members seen that episode already and you were the only one no. that had never no, saw it? No, nobody saw it. No, none oh of them have seen God, it. They've all nobody. just watched random episodes. So we watched it as a family. Um, my brother was pretty upset after. I was, I, I mean, I was okay with it. I was a little traumatized, yeah. but um, but I still watched more episodes. So, I mean, I guess it was intriguing enough for me to watch more. Yeah. Okay, so what other family members were there? Are we talking aunts and uncles, cousins, or are we talking like mom and dad as well and grandparents? 
So my dad was there as well. My yeah. boyfriend was there. A couple of my cousins and yeah. my aunt and uncle. Okay. So it was like, yeah, we decided to end the night off with Black Mirror. Um, I don't so, know if that was the best idea, but... What did your dad say about it or your aunts and uncles? So um, I would say it was half and half. My dad was definitely intrigued to watch more. Um, <laughs> so that was a little concerning. Um, but the rest of my family was like, no, this, this sucks. We're not watching this again. Wow. Oh, my uh, God. You learn something about people when you watch that episode with them. Yeah, like your dad's a perv. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but you know what? There's a, there's another episode that I find actually is worse. I watched it last night because I was like, I got to keep going. Yeah. Um, and there's another one that's even worse. It's called Shut Up and Dance. Oh, yeah. And I don't want to know. 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 I don't tell you, but I, that one to me, like, stuck with me. I, I didn't sleep well last night. I was like, the show messes up with your head. Yeah, yeah Shut Up and Dance is another one. That is that is... season one as well? I watched them all out of order, so yeah, I have a hard no, time no with thanks. season one. Season Definitely two. not. Uh, not the best show to watch around Christmas time. Oh, God. <laughs> Hold on here. Let me, give me one second. What are you doing? No, 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 no. Just Please wait. don't tell me you're no, logging no, into no, your Netflix account. No, 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 no. I just need to... Uh, Oh yeah. Okay. So I just refreshed myself with uh, with Black Mirror. So uh, so shut up and dance is uh, episode three, season three. Okay. And oh, it's the okay. one, it's the one where the kid falls into the online trap, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. That one's dark. That's dark. It's dark. It's really, it's really dark. It's really dark. I'm uh, not going to do it. I can't do it, guys. I, if anybody has not seen these yet and they're willing to tonight to go home and watch, um, f- watch, um, watch National Anthem and then follow that up with just go straight to Shut Up and Dance and let us know best how your night, night goes. And let, yeah, best, best night, night ever. ever. You are going to have the, the happiest Christmas ever imaginable. Yeah, it will like, put you so in the mood for the holidays. Your heart would explode. I'm kind of so curious joyful. now about Shut Up and Dance. It's but so joyful. I love for Mocha to watch it and I would love to hear his uh, feedback after. Yeah, will you go home tonight, <laughs> Mocha, and watch Shut Up and Dance? Maybe. Okay, yeah, do that. Go home tonight and watch Shut Up and Dance and let us know how it goes. Season 3, I'm episode really 3 excited. of Black Mirror. Season, yeah, season 3, episode 3 of Black Mirror. <sighs> okay. Yeah. All right. I can't wait. I can't. Mackenzie, thank you for your text and thank you for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show. Oh, thank you. Nice talking to you guys. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. I found the mall to be dead yesterday. What time, oh, what time, what time did, you did you go? I went there around 11. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, that's not that. I don't think that that's that surprising. It was awesome. What did you have to go to the mall for? Who'd you I buy? went to buy, buy uh, for? for my dad. Yeah. What'd you buy him? You can't say. Don't say. Don't say. Don't. Don't do it? Mo- Mocha's trolling you. He doesn't even care what you bought your dad. Oh, I he thought for a moment that he actually radio. cared about no, something in my life. Him. He asked you, Maury, when somebody asks you a question, right, yeah. and they go... Uh, hey, how was your night? And then they immediately just look down at their phone. <laughs> they oh. don't care. You could say... You did that this morning. I know, exactly, because I actually don't care how your night was. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, and then at that point, you could say, I was burned alive. Yeah. And I would be like, I'd be like, cool, man. Yeah. Right? Like, it's just people don't wow. want to know. Wow, interesting. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, I did have a good night. Yeah, so great. Uh, so, you go, so you're done your dad. Done my, Dads finished. are hard, right? I remember yeah. my dad being... Man, I just play video games. No, my dad is super hard. Why? So because, like... He ha- like, he doesn't want lots of things. Like, I don't want to get him a shirt again or socks. So I try and buy something that makes me look good as a son. <laughs> right. Oh, so I want the oh, wow factor, right? Like, I want to just, like, impress. Sure, right. of course you right. do. What did you do this year to get the oh, wow factor? 
Don't he say doesn't care, no, right? He doesn't, he doesn't care. This is one of those troll things again. I'm starting to pick up on that. Uh, I will say this. If you have a retired dad that you have to buy for or a dad in his 50s, treat them 60s. like... 60s. 60s. Treat them like you would a really cool nine-year-old. That's so true. Right? Okay. So, But only whatever you would buy that is really cool for the nine-year-old, buy the adult version for the dad. Okay. It's uh, right. He's 100% right. That's how you treat a retired dad. Okay? So when you start so like looking, an adult coloring book? No, like whatever the toy is that the 9-year-old desperately wants, find out what sort of the adult version of that thing is. Okay. And you get it for you get it for the dad. The dad's like things. Last year okay? we bought him a sign like a sign that had his name on it for the tiki bar. It was great. Right. Yeah, sure. Go. Yeah. But dads want things, right? They yeah. want they don't Just, want a shirt. My dad has literally everything. That's why there it's, is that's why it's nothing difficult. I can I can't buy him electronics. I can't yeah. buy him tools. He has every tool imaginable. Right. I can't buy him clothes because he already has like a ton. Yeah. Sneakers, forget about it. He, you can get him a, he's an accountant, you can get him a vintage abacus to put on display. <laughs> Why? When he has one already from when he was a child oh, in the see? house. His dad is vintage, more. That's what you're missing here, okay? We're talking about, we're talking about retired old men. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Hey, let me run this by you guys here. Hit me. You get stressed over the holidays? Nah. No, huh? I mean, actually, I'm going to retract that statement. Remove it from the records, everybody. Okay. Yes. Stricken. Very stressed over the Because holidays. of the amount of traveling we have to do right. to various houses. It's very stressful. It's very. That's what I don't like. I had a conversation with someone who was like, hey, you looking forward to Christmas? I said, yeah. I'm looking forward to getting Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, Boxing Day kind of over with. Yeah. And then that relaxation we have from the 27th until we come back to work. Right. That's what I'm most looking forward to. Stressful for me is sort of figuring out the reaction you give when you're opening presents. That's tough. That is stressful. I agree with like you. Like, how am I going to react opening this? What if I don't like it? What but if what I like about it? an honest reaction? No such thing. Okay. So let me run this by you here. They say that there's a breathing technique that you can do to help relieve the holiday stress. Ooh, okay. It works by calming down your nervous system and yeah. forcing you out of the sort of fight or flight mode. Is it like mama's? there's actual science behind this that proves that it works. And here's the two steps you need to remember. Okay, are, well, you, are you ready? It's yeah. like birth, birth breathing. No, I it's not. To, I, I ignored get, that the first time you said it, Maury. I need to get into the zone here. <laughs> okay. Maury, please close your eyes. Mocha, please close your eyes. I don't know if it even says close your eyes. I'm doing it anyway. Go with it. Close your eyes. You're staring oh, at me right now. Why, why wouldn't I stare at you? Because <laughs> it makes it weird. We're trying to relieve stress, Maury, not cause stress. Okay, gentlemen, are you ready? Mm. They say breathe in through your nose. <clears throat> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Maury's stressing me out right now. Whoa, I'm so dizzy. Okay, breathe in through your nose. Then, with your lips pursed, do 10 to 15 sharp half-second exhales through your mouth. You should make a shh or a <laughs> sound with each one. You sound like a transformer right now. Okay. <laughs> okay. Mixed with Godzilla. Okay. Okay. Please, gentlemen, we're trying to calm people down here. Okay, hold okay. on. Let me try. Let me okay. try it again. Okay. Okay. Yes. Maury, you sound like a pug, Maury. <laughs> <laughs> Poor little puppy. Okay, breathe in through your nose. Yes. Big deep breath in through your nose. No, big deep breath, Maury, in through your nose, please. Just listen to me. 
Then with your lips pursed, do 10 to 15 sharp half-second exhales through your mouth. <laughs> Close your eyes and take a series now of slow breaths. Breathe in through your nose and then out through your mouth. Do not let your shoulders move up and down with each breath. Just let your stomach expand instead. Okay. So you're not breathing with your back. Maury's really stressing me out right okay. now. More. You're yeah. not taking this serious. Yes, I am. I was in a whole other world. No. That's how you breathe. Okay. I would like you to, to... He said 10 sharp breaths. Okay. No, he didn't. Okay. Because you're not listening. You're not listening. We're on I can't step two. hear through a breath. But we're on step number two. Oh, I missed that. Okay. Everybody else was on step number two. So strange. Everybody. I couldn't hear through I'm my really breathing. Want, I really want to yell right now, but I know I can't. Thank God. Because we're trying to calm people down. Okay, so again, step one, mm -hmm. breathe in through your nose, then purse your lips, and do 10 to 15 sharp half-second exhales out through your mouth. <laughs> get out. You're not taking this serious. Get out. I'm turning your microphone off. Okay, your wait. Microphone's off. Let's at least get to step two. Can we try step two? Okay. Okay, now close your eyes mm -hmm. and take a series of slow breaths. Breathe in deep through your nose and then out through your mouth slowly. Do not let your shoulders move up and down, okay? You want your stomach to expand instead. So have your upper body, your neck and your shoulders perfectly still. <laughs> Yo. And then, and then whistle for a cab. <laughs> Where did that come from? I'm not one Where to promote violence. From? But like no, listen. This is supposed to be the ex exact antithesis of violence. We're supposed to be relaxed. We're not supposed to. I, I'm gonna beat the hell out of Mori right now. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Stefan James. Welcome to the Raza Mocha Show. Welcome back home. Oh man, thank you for having me. Um, if Beale Street could talk. Let me say, I love the fact that Toronto, Vancouver, and Montreal gets this movie first, <laughs> Christmas Day, and then everybody else on January 4th. Yeah, I made a special, special request. Um, and <laughs> how good of a feeling is it right now going into award season where this movie hasn't even hit theaters yet and you've already got all these nominations? Man, that's crazy. You know, honestly, I feel like we already won. Like, the nominations are crazy. The recognition is crazy. But just the way people have been reacting to this film, responding to this film... Um, it's been so much love. It's been so much love. So I'm just grateful to be a part of it. When did it go so right for you? Because you know, as a young actor, you've seen this before with other people where one choice kind of sends them on a path of where it takes years to right the ship again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't have that. Uh -huh. When did it go so right for you? Do you know the moment of where you were like, oh man, I made that one right decision and it has been paying off ever since? Man, I don't know. And I can't credit, you know, everything to my to myself. You know, I work with a lot of great, smart people who help me, you know, find projects that I care did about. Did you ever want to do something where somebody was like, no, man. You're going to sink us all. That, Christmas hilarious. is around the corner, man. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, you know, my people's definitely look out for me, so, you know, it's a team effort. <laughs> Are there scripts that get to your people that you find out later that didn't get to you? Um, you know what? Usually if it's worth getting to me and yeah. it's worth reading, then then I will have a chance to read it. Yeah. When did you do Beale Street? Uh, we shot Beale Street last fall in New York. In so Hollywood. Moonlight had already happened then. Yes. You guys were all aware. Yes. Okay. Barry had already won the Academy Award. Uh, this is a, a year after that. Okay. So yeah. what was that like going in? I mean, 
I know um, you don't want to let somebody down when you show up on set, yeah. but it ups the game. You have to up your game when you're walking onto a set of somebody who just came off that run. Oh, yeah, but you know, not only is it is it Barry Jenkins, who I'm a huge fan of, but it's James Baldwin. It's yeah. like it's the first time James Baldwin's being adapted in the English language ever and we're doing it so there's that it's a little it's a little daunting but you know thankfully everyone sort of just made it feel like its own thing we weren't like trying to live off the pressure of moonlight or anything it was just like we're gonna make bill street now and so everyone was just committed to that uh if bill street could talk is the movie on christmas day is when it drops stefan james is here on the raza moga show when selecting a movie or when going for a movie role do you always try to play a character that has more depth than the character you played before because it seems like your progression of character keeps yeah. increasing and almost i don't want to say gets difficult yeah. but you work harder if that makes sense yeah i mean no question about it i think the more work i do i think the harder the work gets and and obviously the deeper the roles get um and it allows me to just dig in and dig into my craft really mm -hmm. and, and work on things exercise muscles as an actor that i haven't exercised before and, and that all comes with with putting in the work you know you yeah. get more opportunities people trust you to tell stories more and and, and they do you like the emotional more. emotional roles better um i like it all man i want to yeah. do everything i'm just an actor man i want to like put on a, a yellow cape one day or something i don't know like i just want to do it all yeah who and uh because i'm i'm thinking now about homecoming which is a fantastic show but who in your life freaked out like you have to have like a parent or an aunt or somebody oh, yeah. who freaked out when they heard julia roberts say the things about you that julia roberts has said <laughs> about you i mean my mom freaks out on a daily basis just pretty much just, just waking up she freaks out you know she even got to do nothing but uh no everybody's been super proud julia's been super nice about me um you and, think yeah well you know listen, like, that's pretty woman right there yeah that's pretty woman right? for real for real yeah. But that has to be a trippy experience because when you're a young guy and she's been in your life of show business for your entire life, Forever. you've seen her on movies before Forever. you were even in movies, yeah. and then to then work with her, but then hear her go off on you that way has to be so surreal in a way. Yeah, yeah. it's a little like out of body. You're just like, wait, did she say, is, that, is she talking about me? Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, she's been, she's been the sweetest and literally she's like the most amazing person. Like I've, I've been probably the luckiest guy in the whole world to be able to do this show with her. You know, not only is she one of the most important um, and incredible actresses of our time, she's just an incredible woman, an incredible human being. So I'm just so grateful for her. You are from Toronto. Scarborough. I was just going to say, that's my hood, Malvern. Uh, when you do come home, are there places you like to visit because it reminds you of just growing up in the city? Are there certain spots that anytime you're back in Toronto, you're like, I have to go here, 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 and here? Man, you know, like I've definitely been thinking about Johnny's Burgers in Scarborough. Oh boy, Jeez. Victoria Park and Shepherd. VP right and Shepherd, right off the highway. Gee, what do you guys know about that? Them thick Please. ass shakes. <laughs> yeah. Listen, you can't even talk after you have a, a thick Johnny Burger um, milkshake from there. Trust me, trust me. And then I like to go to. Um, I like Please to say the to... food court at Scarborough Town Center. Oh, uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, that's a throw. Okay. Throw back. He didn't work his ass off to get into a Barry Jenkins movie to come home and go to the food court at Scarborough Town Center, okay? <laughs> Me and the That's squad hilarious. had some fun in that food court, bro. That's hilarious. Oh, man. Yeah, classic, classic. <laughs> Do you know we used to hang out at the food court back in the day? Right? Everybody Please. did. Do you, do you know what you're wearing on the red carpet yet for the gloves? 
Um, are people yeah, sending yeah. you stuff? I, I think uh, I think I may have found one. People have sent me a whole bunch of stuff, and I just had a fitting the other day. But I think we I think we circled in on one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Are you allowed to say? Can you say? Do you uh, want to say? I don't know. I don't know if my stylist has you know has done the whole. What color is it? Oh, what color is it? So but it's but it's black. It's black. When okay. people send you stuff, and if you choose not to wear it, do you yeah. send it back? Yeah, we send it to? back. Yeah, you got to oh, send okay. it back. Yeah, you can't just keep it. What if you keep it though? Like they charge you? Um, I mean, I'm pretty sure they're gonna find you. You know, <laughs> yeah, they'll find you. Somehow. They'll know where you are. Yeah, it's not that easy. You know, to shop on the carpet. Like, three, su- three Sundays from now, you're not a hard guy to find. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Food car, Discover Town Center. Yeah. If Beale Street can talk in theaters Christmas Day, yeah. Safan James, always a pleasure having you join Yo, us, man. Thank Congratulations. You guys so much. On I appreciate everything. you guys. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can fix? Roz and Mocha got you. Hi, Arlene. How's it going? It's Ronza Mocha. I'm good. How are you guys? Good. good. Uh, thank you for sending in your note to us. So let me read this for everybody so we can all get a handle on this. Uh, fix okay. My Life, Ronza Mocha. I've been dating someone for three and a half years, known them for five. Had many ups and downs as well as all relationships do, but here's my issue. I've never met anyone in his family. Now I need to know your opinion. Is this normal? I don't know. I just find it odd. And as time passes, it feels more strange. This has been my first serious long-term relationship. So this whole family thing, I've never really done. I've dated, but it's never got as far as meet the family serious, quote unquote. Okay, so your relationship, was it, would you describe the relationship as good? Yeah, definitely. It's really good. Um, have you met any of his friends? <clears throat> I've met one. You've met one. one. Does he talk about his family? He does. Yeah, he definitely talks about it, but it's always like problems. Does he talk about his friends? Does he talk? Yeah, exactly. Um, He does, but he like only has like two or three close friends and they, one of them lives really far. Do you guys spend a lot of time together? Yeah, a lot. Like every weekend, like every... But what about during the week? Every day, pretty much. Does he he spend time with his family at all? Like, does he say, hey, I can't hang out this weekend. I got to go see my folks. No, because he lives with his family. So he's, they're there at the house. They're so always he, arguing and there's always problems. So. Does his family ever call him on the phone whenever like the two of you are just hanging out? Uh, no, it's usually just texting. Like, it's just text, texting. Like, oh, my brother's texting or whatever. And what happens when you say, I'm real curious as to why you haven't introduced me to your, your family yet? Especially after three years. What does he say? Usually that he explains that his family has problems and you know he doesn't want to bring me into that environment. And What kind of it, problems? It's, like money problems, family problems. Like, is it, do you get the sense that maybe he's like a little bit embarrassed of his family and he doesn't want you yes, to see definitely. it? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Well, that's a, that's understandable because yeah. it's either that yeah. it, there's a, there's a whole bunch of different things here. One, uh, usually mm-hmm. when when somebody avoids introducing their partner to their friends or their family, it's because they mm-hmm. they want to keep that relationship in a place of where it's not a hundred percent real. Where, you know, it's a very difficult thing to integrate somebody into friends and family if you're not 100% sure about that person. Because when you break it off, there's a lot of feelings going on. When you keep somebody separated from your friends and your family, it makes it very easy to dump them very easy yeah. to dump them because there's, there's no blowback from anywhere else in your life. Uh, mm-hmm. So there, there's, there's that. That's one reason. The other reason is he's either embarrassed yeah. of them or he's embarrassed of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I thought of before. Exactly the same thing. Okay. On the complete opposite end because I watch a lot of TV and movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just going to throw yeah. this out there. But yeah. is there a chance 
that this guy that you've been dating for three and a half years and you've only met one of his friends and nobody mm-hmm. in his family, yeah. is there a chance that this guy is already married and has a family, you're his side piece, or he's dating somebody else that has already been integrated into his family and, again, you are his side piece? Well, he's not married for sure, 100%. Okay. But does he have another girlfriend? Um, no, not that I know of right now, but um, no, like he's always around me. So when would he have time for that? You know, like like when you say always around you, does he how how many nights of the week is he sleeping at your place? No, like he's not sleeping over, but like we'll see each other like pretty much every single day. He doesn't sleep over. No. Why not? Because I live at home still. <laughs> okay, so hold on, yours. Okay, yeah, so, so you, you house, still live at yeah. home. With your I folks. Still do, yeah. Okay. How old are you? I'm 30. You're 30. Wait, wait a second. You're 30 and you can't have a guy sleep over? No, because, well, I can if I want to. Um, but the thing is, my house is very small. So it's my, there's a lot of people in it. And there's just, it's just, I don't know. It's just more of a respectful thing. So when you guys want <sighs> to be intimate, mm-hmm. where do you go? We have to like find a place somewhere or it doesn't happen. We have to go, I don't know, like a hotel or something. Like it has to be somewhere else or. Holy! Yeah. Okay, so yeah, I think that there, there's a. To be honest, it doesn't really happen much. Okay, there's a lot. There's yeah. a lot going on here. You want to be. You want to take it personally because it hurts and it sucks, right? But you don't mm-hmm. want it to be the complete opposite of that. You don't want to be putting your boyfriend in a position <clears throat> where you make him feel bad about feeling bad. Mm-hmm. You know, like if he yeah. truly is embarrassed of his family, which is really unfortunate and extremely sad. That yeah, that, has, that has nothing to do with you. The only thing that you can do at that point is support. Now, on the flip side, mm-hmm. if he's got another girlfriend already integrated into that family and is embarrassed yeah. of you, that is a horrific situation. The problem is we don't know which one it is. Exactly. Yeah. Have you guys talked about marriage? Yeah. Yeah, we have. Yeah. So and we how have, would like, you do that like guest list? Like how would the wedding go down if you've never met his family but it's expected that his family would be at his wedding. I would obviously have to meet the family before that. Like, that was, he says it's coming soon. I just don't know when soon is. Okay, I got to go back to something. Bring us through yeah. this quick conversation quickly, as quickly as you can. What happens yeah. when you say, why won't you introduce me to your family? And then he will say, basically, my family has a lot of issues right now. You know, I've already told you this. Yeah, but for three and a half years? But three and a half years? Yeah. yeah, because he says they're all like roommates. They all fight. They all, they don't get along. He's like, if I bring you there, you're never going to want to speak to me again. So you're why not in the three and a half years that you guys have been together? And yeah. If you think you have a solid relationship, have you not yeah. moved out into one place together, just the two of you. Well, that's what we want to do. We're planning to, but the thing is we want to buy a place. We don't want to just rent it. So we're saving up. That's why we're still living at home. Okay, right? so does he have any um, siblings? Does he have like a brother or sister? Yeah, have you, have, you met, brother. have you met his brother? Nope. Oh, Jesus. Oh haven't. my God, Arlene. <laughs> I haven't met anybody. Listen. You need to know the absolute truth. You need to just find out that this, you have to tell him, okay, take it away from the family. You have to tell him this relationship after three and a half years cannot move forward without absolute honesty. And it has to be absolute Mm -hmm. honesty from this moment on until we either die together or we decide that this isn't going to work. But the only thing that you need right now is absolute honesty and you need to sit him down and he needs to be Mm -hmm. straight up with you and tell you exactly Mm -hmm. in specifics why you can't meet his family without fighting and he can't just say they're in a bad place right now because if this is going to be something the longer you guys go on this is not going to get better listen this all sounds like bad news and again i watch way too many movies and tv shows to know that you need to get out of this relationship but i i don't know 
Mm-hmm. Too many things add okay. up to bad news yeah. with this situation. Okay. Okay, yeah. love. No, that makes sense. Thank okay. you so much, okay? Okay. All right, take Have care. You. Okay. Yo, we got to get the rights to this movie, bro. <laughs> We gotta get the rights to this movie. That was a tough one. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life, only on KISS. We've talked so much, like just at length, of different stories and articles and studies about couples who fight. Because mm. I, I don't fight with Catherine. Like, we'll have disagreements. Like, we disagree yeah. about things because we're grown humans. But we don't fight. Like, we don't have explosive fights. I'm trying to think of the last time or, like, what Jenna and I have ever fought about. Yeah. And I honestly can't. Like, we've had disagreements, sure. Yeah, but... But, like, a big a blowout? fight. Like, when's the last time you had a fight? I mean, Catherine and I, we've fought in the past. But I'm such know. a jerk when I fight. I am like, oh, I can oh see that. God, I'm so odd. I'm terrible when you like. You'll cry in a couple seconds. Like I'm just real. Yep, I know. She's, I take terrible. She's texted me before. I take I take, take terrible cheap shots because yeah. I just I have no interest in fighting. So I'll just shut it down as fast as I can. Oh, no, and I good. throw big rocks when I fight. Oh, you do? I really do. Yeah, it's God, terrible. You're the worst. Yeah, no, it's awful. It's awful. I just go into destroy and I just want to end it immediately. <laughs> and I th- I throw huge rocks when we when I fight. So it's not fun, right, more. No, it's not when we, you and I fight. Right. Uh, so they say this, because Maury and his husband Matthew, they fight a lot. We and just yeah. fought yesterday about goat cheese on the floor. I said I didn't put the goat <laughs> cheese on the floor. I said it fell off his cracker, not my cracker. <laughs> right? Fight. Where in any other house, it's be like, man, let me just go get you a paper towel, clean the goat cheese right up. No, I was in the office going, I didn't drop the goat cheese. Right. A couple of crackers just fighting about crackers. <laughs> So the good news, they say. The good news, Dan Mori, and everybody else who fights with their significant other. If you fight, by the way, give us a text right now. Nine two five triple five. So they say that if you get into lots of loud, explosive fights with your significant other, that might mean you will actually live longer. They say. No. The bad news that just means you're going to be living longer and having more horrible fights. So I don't know if whether that's a But it doesn't say that you'll be living longer together. No, it does not at all say that. Because you didn't say that. You just said you'll be living longer. That's right. According to a new study at Arizona, couples who have blowout fights are most likely to live longer. Researchers say that the key is that both of you have the same approach to handling your issues. Oh, so it does mean together. Oh. So if you have massive fights, that's good. If you both just suppress your anger, that is not nearly as good. So I guess what they're saying is what you don't want in a relationship are people who treat conflict differently. Yeah. Right? You where can't bottle it up. You can't bottle it up. Where the one same, person same, yeah. loves to fight and the other person does not. That's not a good, healthy relationship. If you're two passive individuals, not necessarily those who bottle it up, but let's just say people who can work through small differences like cheese on the floor <laughs> without it turning into a massive blowout yeah. or like Maury and Matthew where every little thing sets both of you off. Like when I went to bed last night while he was still wrapping presents and I wasn't helping him. I'm like, yeah, but it's 11 o'clock. It's my bedtime. Good night. And I closed the bedroom door. And he's like, you're just going to leave me here doing all the wrapping? I'm, yep. You got in a fight at 11 o'clock at night? Yeah. My God, man. Time doesn't matter when you're fighting. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. <sighs> the drama. <laughs> the drama. So. Between Cardi B and her soon-to-be ex-husband, Offset from the group Migos after he allegedly cheated with a stripper. And 
Cardi was headlining the Rolling Loud Festival over the weekend. And if you haven't seen the video, she's in the middle of her set and then Offset walks on stage with a microphone that's plugged into the sound system. Somebody gave him access and a microphone and he had flowers and big signs that read, take me back, Cardi, during her set. And it was actually framed pretty perfectly in the middle of the stage. Yeah, they wheeled it all out (laughs) during her set and she did not take it back on stage. And it was kind of awkward and kind of weird. And I think what he said when he walked out was uh, something along the line. Didn't he call her bruh? Yeah, twice. Oh, yeah. He was like, I just want to say, I apologize, bruh. Right. I love you, bruh. <laughs> I just want to say you I'm sorry, baby. I'm sorry, baby. I love you. Whatever I got to do to show you, bro. What do I got to do? What do I got to do to show you, bro? Okay, so and then after this, everybody went in on Offset on social media uh, telling him that he was a piece of garbage. And then Cardi was then forced to defend uh, her maybe soon-to-be ex from all the hate. I see a lot of people bashing me because they feeling because I'm defending my baby father. They thinking that I'm getting back together with him. I'm not saying that I'm going to get back together with him. I just don't like that bashing online thing. Just earlier, you just saw how Pete Davidson was talking about how he don't even want to be on this earth because mad people be coming at him every single day. I wouldn't want my baby father to have that feeling because of millions of people be bashing him every day. And then... Offsets. <laughs> oh man. Comes back and does his own video. I only got one birthday wish, and that's to get my, my, my wife back, Cardi. You know what I'm saying? Oh. We're going through a lot of things right now, a lot of things in the media. I want to apologize to you, Cardi. You know, I embarrass you. I made you look crazy. <laughs> Doing things I ain't had no business. I'm trying to take activity that I shouldn't have been taking in. And I apologize, you know what I'm saying? Breaking your heart, breaking our promise, breaking God's promise, and and being a, a, a selfish, messed up husband, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to be, I'm, I'm trying to be a better person. I want to get this off my shoulders. I want to get this off my back. I apologize to you, Cardi. I love you and culture. I want to spend Christmas with you. I want to be able to spend the rest of life, my life with you. I apologize. I'm sorry for what I've done to you. I didn't f- that girl when I was entertaining it. You know what I'm saying? I apologize. And I love you. I hope you can forgive me. My birthday wish is just to have you. Oh, my God. I didn't get with that girl, but I was entertaining it. Yeah, I think you can just leave it at I didn't get with that girl. I don't yeah. think when you're in the middle of apologizing and trying to get your wife back, I don't think you need to say I didn't get, get with that girl, but I was entertaining yeah. it. I think you can just say I didn't get with that girl. Like, up until that point, she was probably thinking, you know, she could have been thinking, oh my God, this is so sweet. He's, you know, sending this out to his millions and millions of followers on Twitter and Instagram. This thing is so messy. Until he said, but I was entertaining it. And it's such a new thing that all this plays out the way it does, where where they communicate through these instavids together. This is a relatively new thing, and it's so it's so bizarre. I can't wrap my head around it. Well, you don't have to participate. Like I even look at Pete Davidson over the weekend. You don't the the online hate when it is so vicious, yeah. and nobody should have to leave social media. But it's very easy to avoid all that stuff and just not take part. For sure. But there is no option. There is no opt-out option for people. You can't live a life now when you're not a part of some sort of social media game. Sure. You can't do because it. Even if you delete you can't the account. Survive. Even if you delete the account or you just stop posting or whatever, those comments and You'll never hear opinions. Them. You'll are... never hear them. You will ah, never hear them. I don't know, man. You, are you going to tell somebody, if you had no social... And me, me as a friend of yours, am I going to tell you people said terrible things yeah, about you online? Not, right? You will never hear them because they're not real people. 
who say that stuff, but you get so engrossed in this world that you are then communicating with Cardi when you're offset, where you have to say something like, I didn't get with that girl, but I entertained it yeah. publicly. <laughs> publicly. You have to say that. Tell you, I love you, bro. <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. So, damn it, Maury finally got a quote on a movie poster. Get out of here. Yes, he did. You know how when uh, movies, when they release the commercial and they show like the five stars and then the yeah. so-and-so from here says this and yeah. your family's going to love it and all yeah. this stuff. New York Times says greatest movie of exactly, the year. Exactly, exactly. Rotten Tomatoes gives it a 100%. Yeah, exactly. And those things, when, when people do submit quotes for these movies. Yeah. It's a real sort of pandering, terrible process. I never do. I get asked all the time, can I give a quote? And I always say no. Oh, so it's the movie companies that reach out to people. I always thought it was like based on reviews. It's both. They, but they have to ask in order to use it, gotcha. right? Like they have, they have oh, to be able, they have to be able okay, to use it. I then. just don't because I just don't speak in those ways. Yeah. Right? It takes me a longer time to say whether I like something or don't sure. like something, even if I really enjoyed the movie. Yeah, I'll tell you what I thought to your face. Yeah, but I can't sum it up. And, I enjoyed it, but yeah, I, like I can't do, like I can't do. I don't speak in those in those ways. Uh, Maury, come in here for a sec. So before I get to the quote that was used for yeah. more, and it's. So pandering. It's incredible. Let's go through some of the ones that Maury submitted for other productions that were not used. So, Maury, you submitted, uh, this was for uh, Come From Away, the musical mm-hmm. that everyone loved. Maury submitted uh, Come From Away and Leave Proud. <laughs> uh, was not used. Okay. Uh, it should be mandatory to see this play. Wow, I wonder why they didn't use that one. <laughs> oh my God. It should be mandatory. Proof, okay. proof Canadians are amazing, but you already knew that. See what, wow. I mean? see what I mean by pandering? You know what I mean? Like pandering. Flexing a little too hard. Like, people don't speak like that. I do. No, you don't. No, you don't. Uh, what about uh, Bad Out of Hell? This was not used by uh, Damon Mori. Hot as hell. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yep, we're running to get some tickets. Okay, this was uh, the Carol King musical. That, uh, They're all musicals, huh? Play. Fabulous, I love them. Yeah, Maury wrote, uh, Carol is king. Spectacular. Brilliant, uh, come on. Not, not used. <laughs> and then he followed that up with, when they didn't use uh, Carol is king, was beautiful is beautiful. Whatever that means. <laughs> okay. What does that mean? What does that mean? Beautiful is beautiful. Because be- then it's called beautiful. Oh, you didn't write that here. Yeah. Okay. So beautiful is beautiful. Ay, ay, ay. Speed is speed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, my God. He even submitted for Cars 3. <laughs> I forgot that there was okay. a Cars 3. Okay. Cars 3. Uh, these were not used. Okay. Um, wheel all love it. Oh, God. Come on. That's great. Wheel all love it. Uh-huh. Also not used because you submitted two for this. A race to all the feels. Oh, so good. Please. Nobody talks like that. These are meaningless, right? Like it's meaningless. If I see, if I see, yeah, like if I see a poster for Cars 3 and the quote on the poster is a race to all the feels. It means nothing. The whole thing means nothing. It's just, it means, it's a funny quote. It's not funny. It means nothing. 
Nothing. We'll all love it. Okay. I'm surprised they didn't use that one. That one's brilliant. Thank you. I actually like that. I'm just joking. Yeah. Um, and then, <laughs> and then the latest one here, more was you submitted for Mary Poppins. Yes, several, yeah. several, several. Okay, wow. let me go through these here. Okay, not used. Wait. Yes. How about you go through them? Yeah. And I'm, I'm gonna guess which one was used. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Let's go. Okay. Uh, simply magical. To be blunt, Emily was epic. Okay, that one for sure, no. <laughs> but great. Okay, an instant classic. Uh, ooh. And finally, this holiday, poppins are welcome. What does that mean? Like you can what? pop in. Oh, pop-ins. Yeah. Oh, my <laughs> God. So okay, good. so it's either the first or the third. Read the first one again. Simply Magical. And the third one? An instant classic. Uh, I'm going to say Simply Magical. No, it's an we- instant classic because oh. it just means nothing as well. Yeah, right. True, true. So where are they using that? On social media. They use it on social media. Disney. I only saw you post it on social media. I, they, but Disney posted on they the Disney They did. Huh? Look at that, Maury. So how, Maury, how are you credited? Yeah. You, finally, you finally got... Because Disney's not going to say, damn it. Right. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you finally got, Maury, uh, a quote on a movie poster uh, for Mary Poppins Returns. The quote was, uh, an instant classic by Maury Sherman. So uh, there you go. A race to all the fields. <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Let me go through this list. I love a year-end list. And, uh, and they only come out this time of the year. Thanks, more. <laughs> um, but the, I'm going through this all-time list here. And Ranker has put together or finally released what is currently their list of the top 20 worst movies of all time. Glitter. Okay, you don't need to start with that. Glitter's number four. No, it's not bad. Okay. Okay, glitter. Yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, So some of the ones, something called Epic Movie, I don't know. Uh, Oh, I remember that one. Showgirls is on there, number 19. Uh, Superman 4, The Quest for Peace from 1987 is on there. terrible. Howard the Duck is on there. The Last Airbender is on there. Is Batman with the nipples on there? Uh, Yes. So (laughs) uh, Jack and Jill is on there. Oh, Adam Sandler. Justin Bieber, Never Say Never, Saying Never is on there. That's hilarious. Uh, From Justin to Kelly is on there. Remember? Oh, oh ju- yeah. <laughs> that was Kelly from Clarkson. American Idol. Kelly Clarkson mm-hmm. and Justin, Justin Guid- Guarini. Guarini, yeah. something like that, yeah. yeah. Is Love Actually on there? No. no. It's not on there. Uh, no. Super Babies, Baby Genius 2. <laughs> um, that just sounds like a dumb one. Uh, Catwoman is on there. Battlefield Earth is number five. Glitter's number four. Oh. Twilight is number three. Ooh, really? Gosh. Gili, uh, which we'll double back on, is number two, and Batman and Robin, which I believe is Batman with the nipples, the Joel Schumacher version of mm-hmm. Batman, uh, is number one as, as far as the worst Val movie Kilmer, of all right? time. Okay, they're saying that's the worst movie. Yeah. Yes, it is. Val Kilmer. And the worst, they're saying that's the worst movie of yeah, all time. Yeah, and, I, and I'm going to say this, and I've said this quite a few times. There is a case to be made to defend Gili. That's Ben and, Affleck and, and J Lo and J Lo during the time that they were dating. Correct. Okay. And I think that Geely, and I fully believe this, that to say that Geely is the second worst movie of all time is preposterous. It is. Uh, it's an insult. And Geely was judged. It's not a great movie. I'm not saying Geely is a great movie. That's not what I'm saying. Oh. But Geely is not the second worst movie of all time. What would you by, consider by, by any stretch the second worst movie of all time? Okay. Before you answer, yeah. Does Gili 
deserve to be on that list. Not that high. I'm not saying it's a great movie. Like, I'm no. not defending Gigli in the, in the no, sense no, no, that, but not that everybody high, but got it, it completely wrong. You would agree that it's a bad movie that deserves to be on that particular list. I don't even know. I've, I don't even know if I would say that Gigli is. I wouldn't. Why I've are seen, you defending it I've so much? What was it about the, the movie that you loved? I, I, I enjoyed Gigli, okay? Because it was a stupid movie that I enjoyed, but I think that Gigli was harshly over criticized and judged because people hated Benefer. And it hit at a time where there was just backlash over Benefer. And mm-hmm. people were so over the two of them that the movie they the movie itself wasn't judged on the movie alone. It was judged because they didn't like them. And they were sick of them. And so if you're saying if it was two other actors, then it would have maybe been better? No, I'm saying that if, if it, it was, was Jennifer Lopez and somebody else. That weren't dating. Okay. Or if Ben it Affleck and Jennifer even, Anderson or Jennifer uh, Lopez weren't dating. Right. It gotcha. wouldn't have even been Jennifer Lopez's worst movie if that was the case. I guarantee. I guarantee. It was only because they were dating. It was, there was such backlash over them and it was judged so harshly that uh, that the movie took a dive for it. And it's not the second worst movie of all time. Like, I'm sorry, Gili is not the second worst movie of all time. It's just not. I've never seen you so emotional about a movie. Yeah, you really love like Julie. Like no, like, I don't really love. No, I'm not doing a leave Julie alone. <laughs> Damn. Okay. I think we just found Julie's number one fan, and his Stop name is Roz. Stop the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. There's no secret that Kawhi Leonard may not be a Toronto Raptor by the end of the season. <laughs> Which and is really like, which is just the biggest kick in the face ever because because he's just killing it for the, so for the raps good. right now, right? Yeah, number I one uh, in the league, and no, this came out. Uh, ESPN has been traveling, um, following the Raptors, spending time in this city to to learn about the city and uh, really learn about the Raptors because they're just so hot, right? Mm-hmm. And one thing that they noticed is that. I don't think it's a scout, but somebody from the Clippers, LA Clippers organization, has been to a lot. Oh, I know. Of they've made it perfectly clear they want it. The Raptor games, yes, but like on the road at home, Scotiabank Arena. They want they want Kawhi Leonard and Kevin Durant. But Kawhi That's Leonard was hanging out with Drake at Drake's restaurant. Doesn't matter. Kawhi Leonard is listen. Okay, we're we're on vacation right now. Okay, no, we're at camp. Okay. I don't know where we are. We're at a cottage with our family. Okay. Okay. And you're like 17 years old and we're going to be there for the summer. And down the road, there's a rental cottage that this family from Missouri has rented. And their daughter is just like incredible. She's everything. She's the thing you dream about. She's wonderful. She's sweet. She's talented. She makes you laugh. She makes you feel good about yourself. And... Because you like you're the only dude around, she's hanging around you all summer, and she makes you better. Like that is the summer that you remember for your entire life. She makes you so much better, and you will like always have this thing where you remember that summer you had with her. But while it's going on, you know that after Labor Day, she's going back to Missouri to her super hot boyfriend. <laughs> That's Kawhi Leonard. We're on the clock with Kawhi Leonard. I know. Before we, you look. Goes back to a super hot boyfriend. Before he goes back to LA to his super hot boyfriend. 
That's what a Kevin Durant. I know. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah, that's so true. <laughs> that's what's going to happen. Oh, it's like, He's only playing with us. We're it, a fling. It, you know what? Like, we're just like, this thing. Like, I'm okay with it right now because yeah. the raps are just red hot. Yes. And I'm okay with it because the city is amped, but I'm also, in the back of my mind, trying to prepare myself for when he says, <laughs> See ya! Yeah, because I told you! Yeah. And it's not like he didn't say, no. I'm not going to, you know, make Toronto my home. No. You know, I'll pay the lease on this place for six months. Yeah. Like he, like every couple of weeks he goes and buys a new toothbrush. Like he didn't even bring his toothbrush. How long did he sign for? He's only on He's for a year. year. Oh, for oh. free agent. That's, That's the it. summer. That's it. This is it. We get him for now until April. Yeah. And then whatever happens after so it's April. Like, so it's like a super awesome rental car where you rent a convertible and then go back home to your yard. No, Ross already gave the analogy. Yeah. He's a super hot girl at camp that has yeah. to go back to Missouri. I, I'm just boyfriend. trying to give an analogy that I would understand. Yeah. Okay. Substitute girl with dude. <laughs> oh. Thank you. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Post Malone loves Crocs. We all know that. He did a collab with them twice. Sure do. Both times sold out. $60 Crocs been going on eBay for like... $60 Crocs! 1000 bucks. What do Crocs normally cost? I shouldn't make like a big fuss bucks. about that. Yo, there are people out there who love Crocs. Hold on, Crocs normally aren't 60 bucks. Come right on. Now. Ugh, Crocs. Because I've hit a couple of Roxy's with the lawnmower. Yeah, They better not be 60 bucks. Uh, let me see here. Mark's has a set for 25 bucks. There you go. Okay, 25 bucks. Sure. Uh, Post Malone, who I uh, did not know, also loves, like a lot of people in the U.S. do, um, Olive Garden. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know how Post Malone and Dennis Rodman, the NBA's, former NBA's weirdo, uh, became friends, but Rodman found out that Post Malone loved Olive Garden so much that he gave him a gift card for Christmas. Jeez, what was that worth? $25. Oh. <laughs> so just like a regular gift just card. Just a regular gift card. Ow. I thought, when I read the headline that Dennis Rodman gave Post Malone a gift card for Olive Garden, yeah. I'm thinking Post Malone oh, just hit the jackpot. Yeah. Like $100,000. Or like just a, a ridiculous amount. Like in the thousands. Yeah. But Dennis Rodman presented Post Malone with just like a regular guy amount. Oh. Like one supper. One supper. Yeah. 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 I mean, <laughs> no if you really wanted to, you could maybe stretch it out to two if you don't get a dessert. It's true. It's right? true. You just yeah. load up on some of the free salad. Yeah. I've been to Olive Garden once. I went one time and got on a date when I was in college. And? Oh, I was the greatest restaurant I've ever been to. They used to be everywhere out yeah. there, right? It was, it was, they don't exist out here no, no more. No, and, and this, it, was, it was the fanciest place I'd ever been. It was the fanciest. Olive Garden? It was the fa- at that time, it was the fanciest oh, place okay. I'd ever been in my Did you life. Did wear a tie? Uh, no, I didn't wear a tie, but I remember I had to borrow shoes. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. I was listening to these tracks that an AI company put together. What? So, an artificial intelligence company yeah. took all these Christmas classics, the most popular Christmas songs that you can imagine. And I guess they fed them all into a machine. They analyzed the hell out of them. Oh, and then they had the machine come up with their own 
Okay. Now, there's no singing in these. Maybe we can create some lyrics to these. But there's no singing in these. But they say that based on what is popular, the information they had. On like what makes a good Christmas song? On what makes a good Christmas song. They've come up with, I have three examples here of, uh, of what they've come up with. So Do they it, give them like names and stuff? Yeah. Do you want to go with uh, Coco Jolly Puff? Or Coco Jolly Fluff? <laughs> yes. Okay. Oh, okay, this sounds God. like somebody's going to get murdered. This is quite piercing <laughs> to the ears. I don't like this at all. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. I don't like okay, that, guys. Moving on, moving on. Moving that's, on. Uh, that's not th- good. This one is, I believe, just simply called Cinnamon. Or cinnamon holly bells. Ugh, boring. Oh, I know that sounds familiar. Oh yeah. Even still. Uh, you, this this song would land you in a court of law. I think that's a little too close to. Uh... Oh yeah, like that classic, uh, whatever yeah. it's called. Not as piercing as Coco Jolly Fluff. And then this is uh, Syllabub Chocolate Bells. Syllabub Chocolate Bells. They all sound exactly the same. What's a computer making them, Jermaine? Come on. Oh, yeah. Stupid computers do better. This sounds like a like a real like like a very not interesting level in a video game. Yeah. Ugh. See, computers aren't smart as you think. Well, that's not true. <laughs> like, well, I mean, when this computer is not as smart yeah. as you think. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, Rolling Stone has released their list of the best songs of the year. Okay. Woo! Uh, what do you want? Number five? Start yes. five. Do the top five. Okay. Uh, was Nice for What by Drake. Okay. Number four. Never Be the Same by Camila Cabello. Number, number three. Number three. I Like It, Cardi B. Number two. Shallow, Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. What? Yep. No, that song is not as good as people think it is. I did my top three uh, last week, and I put Shallow on it in the top three. Okay, hold on. Yeah. Wait, let me think about this. Number one. Don't. Uh, okay. It's either going to be mm-hmm. Drake and My Feelings. Right. Ed Sheeran, perfect. You can stop there. It's Drake and My Feelings. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> like, what else is it going to be? I knew it. I right. knew it. That's my number one yeah. as well. It's everybody's number one. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. And then other songs on the list. I'm just kind of going through this here. Uh, Taylor Swift with Delicate at number 12. Um, high Horse Casey Musgraves was 15. That's pretty high up. Sicko Mode was number 10. Travis Scott. That's a great record. Uh, I'm trying to. Uh, there was a Lana Del Rey track at number six. Yeah. So there you go. Nice. Decent list. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Um, I'm going to play for you real quick, Roz. So, Breathing from Ariana Grande. Mm-hmm. Uh, our good friend, Alessia Cara, we played for you last week when she was doing a cover of a bunch of Destiny's Child songs, right? Mm-hmm. She's out in the UK, and she did another one of these sessions with uh, BBC Radio 1. They called Piano Sessions. So, it's just her, three backup singers, and somebody on the piano. And this just got released yesterday, but she performed... 
Breathing from Ariana Grande. Just keep breathing, 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 breathing. You know I gotta keep, I keep on breathing. Just keep breathing, 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 breathing. You know I gotta keep, I keep on breathing. Ooh. Sometimes it's hard to find, find my way up into the clouds. Okay, so like, no disrespect to Ariana Grande, mm-hmm. but I kind of like Alessia Cara's version right, that's better. The, that's the double-edged sword of doing these things. You know, for somebody like Alessia Cara, it sucks because she is got a new album to promote and you go and you do all these shows where they have their own agenda and they got to go viral and they need you to do something that is everything except play your new music and so they have them they go on they do these covers so that's why she did Destiny's Child last week and then mm-hmm. she did Ariana Grande uh, just recently so it kind of sucks for um, Alessia Cara because she's not playing her new stuff but no, the other side of this is is that it also sucks for Ariana Grande because Alessia Cara sounds better sounds way better on the track <laughs> like right? this to me now is a much better song yes. now that Alessia Cara is singing it. Like a much better song. Regardless of the piano and everything else. Sure. They could have just recorded this straight up pop style. And and I like, I much prefer what Alessia Cara did with those words than yeah. what Ariana Grande did. Which sucks, man. Like it sucks all around. It sucks for everybody. But except for us. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix? Roz and Mocha got you. Hey, Jen. Hi. Oh, my God. Girl, my heart is breaking for you right now. Yeah, I'm having some difficulties. Okay, so we're going to start with Roz reading uh, what you wrote to us. Uh, Roz and Mocha Fix My Life. My seven-year-old son is out of control. Seven. Oof. Yeah. Uh, to start, he's disruptive at school, doesn't allow his teacher to teach or the kids to learn. He's always laughing, talking, and making noises. I get phone calls from the school on a regular basis. Then at home with me, he doesn't want to listen. He talks back and thinks that he can talk to me however he wants, throws tantrums and screams bloody murder as if it's going to get him out of doing things that he doesn't want to do, which never works. He's become extremely disrespectful, and I cannot allow that I have never tolerated this kind of behavior, and I don't know how to get control. Jen, do you have any other kids, or is he your only one? He's my only one. You a single parent? Yeah. You are. Okay. I'm no child psychologist, so (laughs) these are, uh, I think, a lot of questions that you may need to seek help outside of the Razamoka show, but there may be some practical things that we can help you to get to that place. Um, sure. you're, he's going through some stuff and is expressing himself the way he is right now. The, right. the thing that you need to ask yourself first of all, and you're going to need somebody to help you out with this who is a professional, is you need to figure out where this, if, whether this is normal or abnormal behavior. Whether this, right. is, whether this is just a rambunctious kid who has a ton of energy or if this is abnormal behavior where they actually need some sort of a medical assistance 
to get them through this. Right. I mean, I know because he's had difficulty in school with behaving, but this is like a whole new level this year. And in the previous years, I have spoke with like the school counselor. I've spoken with um, the supervisor at his daycare. And they've all told me like he seems like a pretty normal kid. He's just really active. and, And he is for for him, he's mm-hmm. he's extremely active. But there's a power struggle with you and him. Yeah, you know what? He he. It's funny because his behavior at school is a lot worse than how it is at home. Like, right. there's yeah, because you're not yesterday there. I spoke with his teacher, and his teacher was like, "Oh, I would ask him to do something, and he will just flat out stare in her face and be like, no." and start laughing at her. How do you discipline him? I have literally tried everything. I've tried grounding him. This weekend he did laundry. Um, I've tried spanking him, but he doesn't care. At the end of the day, like he's just like, okay, well, the punishment's over. So what are the consequences, though? Like, what are the, what are the, what are, what are the sort of long-term consequences for you? Because you have a power struggle going on with your kid right now, okay? Right. And seven is really old for this. Like, for everything yeah. that I've yeah. read, everything I've read, seven is really old for this to be the, the, like the, that the, at this sort of stage, right? Right. Um, and that's a problem. Because because what's happening is you now have a kid that whenever that kid walks into a room, nobody wants that kid there. Right. And it's funny because yesterday when I had him, I actually had a sit down meeting with him and his teacher. And he said, he's like, I don't like school. So I asked him, well, then what don't you like about school? And he's like, well, kids pick on me, which this may very well stem from that. But I can't guarantee it because, like I said, he's he's misbehaved previously mm-hmm. as well, right? Just not to this extent. Yeah, but does he consider them picking on him, them not wanting to play with him because they don't like him? There, there are some serious issues. A couple weeks ago, I had to take him to the hospital because of an altercation. And, and the school never notified me of this altercation. And so the next morning, he actually, his leg was hurt so bad, he couldn't even get up out of bed. So I had to take him to the hospital and it wasn't until after we left the hospital that he was like, hold on. And he put two and two together and was like, mom, my leg is actually hurting because of this altercation where the kid threw him on the floor and was nonstop kicking him. Jen, have you ever had like a conversation with your son and just ask him straight up? Like, how are you feeling? Is anything going on with you? Um, is there anything you want to talk about? Yeah, I try to do that regularly because yeah. like I said, I feel like the, the bullying might possibly have something to do with it, but I don't know. And so I, I try a lot. And what's his answer? He does say that that's part of the reason why, like yesterday, for example, that was the reason why he doesn't like school. And I, I said to him, look at how these kids treat you and you don't like it. But then you're turning around and treating your teacher the same way. Obviously, she's not going to like it either. She's from everything that you've said to us, and we don't know the situation. But what you're saying yeah. is that he's disruptive in class, that he won't let the teachers teach, he won't let the other kids learn. Then, mm-hmm. when, he, then when he gets home, uh, he runs all over you. Uh, like I, There may be a moment where you have to realize that you have that kid. Right. Okay? And it may not be other kids' faults, because parents love to do that. They love no, to say, I know, and that's to why say, I'm like, I don't know. It's this all the other kids. We may have nothing to do with that. Disciplining your kid in the right way is, is such a hard thing for parents to do. And yeah. you, you got to get good at that. You have to figure out a way that that works. Now, does he does he have remorse when he acts out? Like, is he physically violent at all? Um, Like, not... What about towards you? 
No, absolutely okay. not. Okay, he, he knows. <laughs> when he does when, when something when he does something wrong and somebody tells him no, right? Does he mm-hmm. understand why that's wrong? I, honestly, I'm not sure. I mean, I explain it to him. We have conversations you about it. Have, and I at seven, him. you shouldn't have to explain these things. That's very true. They should understand this stuff already. Where's his dad? He's nowhere. Does he have a relationship with his dad? No. That's a okay. problem. That's a problem. It's a problem for boys. It's a problem. And you can, you know, we, we can spin this any way you want, but it's real tough for a single mom who's got a rambunctious boy at home. It's real tough. You know, dealing with boys is a, is a real specific thing and it's tough. And uh, you're, in a, you're in a situation that is, you got a lot of stuff stacked against you. You need to, 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 to sit him down with somebody that's not you and not a teacher mm-hmm. that can sit and talk to this kid. Uh, because it's, right. it's, it's not about, at this point, it's not about self-esteem. At this point, it's not about bullying. At this point, it, it may be something larger. You may have to make some other phone calls, Jen. I hear you. You got to start reading up on, 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 on discipline and uh, reward versus punishments and you gotta I think you gotta sit this kid down uh, with somebody who's way smarter than us and way smarter than you and have them talk to your kid yeah I agree yeah all right Jen all right thank you okay thank you take care okay bye bye Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life only on KISS you see people freaking out over Forever 21 today Every day, it's like you wake up and you're like, okay, what are we mad at today? Okay, hold on. What is the world mad at today? Let me think. They are mad that Forever 21 isn't selling an article of clothing that is sized right for... Mm, You went down... You were on the right road, but you took a left when you should have went right. It's not about size. It's about race. Oh, Forever 21 has a Wakanda Forever sweater. And in the ad online, they put the white guy in the sweater. Oh. Are we supposed to be offended? Oh, are you not? No, that's what it like. Is the internet saying that? Yeah, I mean. The internet wanted to cancel Forever 21. Again. Yeah. Yeah. Like it was outrageous. But doesn't anybody over, like, looking at the history... Let me read you before. Let me read you the apology that Forever 21 had to issue for putting a white guy in a Wakanda sweater. Okay. Forever 21 takes feedback on our products and marketing extremely seriously. We celebrate all superheroes with many different models of various ethnicities and apologize if the photo in question was offensive in any way. Was it earlier this year that Forever 21 had the... No, it was H&M. Oh, no, it was H&M, right. Yeah, it's yeah, always H&M. <laughs> um, but, okay, we need to clear a couple things up here, right? Just so people can stop losing their minds over things. Okay. I get that you like Black Panther, right? Wakanda's not a real place. And Black Panther wasn't... Okay. It was a good movie. Wakanda's not a real place. Yeah. And also, as far as I know, not that this should matter, because we all love Wakanda and we all love Black Panther, but if we're going deep into the racial aspects of what Forever 21 did and that crime, I think you also have to acknowledge that Wakanda was created by a white man. Now, not that that matters and it shouldn't matter, but we're talking about a fictional place. I have a question though. It doesn't exist. Does that mean that as a white guy, you're not allowed to buy and wear that sweater? Exactly. But here's the problem. You you can't go, you can't say that. You can't go and, no, like, but, Forever 10, 21 can't say, 
Black people only. No, but I know. But the problem now is guys like my brother who have been a Black Panther fan for 30 years, I don't even know, right, has a Black Panther t-shirt. Has always had a Black Panther t-shirt. Because he loves Black Panther. To have a Black Panther t-shirt. Now you can't wear that because somehow a non-black person wearing a Wakanda t-shirt is suddenly cultural appropriation in some weird way based on a culture that is fictional in a superhero movie. In a place that doesn't exist. In a place that doesn't exist. So Forever 21 was forced to apologize because everybody today woke up mad at them. Mad because they are selling a, not even the fact that they're selling a Wakanda t-shirt. If you're going to be pissed, be pissed at that. But the fact that they, on their website, had a Wakanda Forever t-shirt and the model who was wearing it was a white guy. And they wanted to cancel Forever 21 over that <laughs> because it's a place that doesn't really exist in the world. And it's Black Panther, which is awesome. I love Wakanda. Don't get me wrong. But it's beautiful in the summertime. It's great. I would like to go there. It's awesome. Maybe, I love Wakanda. Maybe trans Right. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hi, it's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hi, just want to call and say uh, I love your show. I listen to you every day, and today's my birthday. Oh, happy birthday. What's your name? Thank you, Diane. Diane, this close to Christmas, how do you celebrate? Um, well, I'm going to my daughter's this afternoon with my family and celebrating it there. Oh, okay. How old are you today? 54. 64. Beautiful. No, well, ha- 54. 54. Oh, 54. Yeah. Sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> You're about to get smacked, Mocha. <laughs> <laughs> you call us in 10 years, and I'll use the same line again. Hey. Hey, uh, between Ross and Mocha, who's your favorite, Diane? I can't choose. Well, you have to. I knew you were going to ask me that question. Don't make me call you 64 again. <laughs> um, I would say Mocha. Oh. Yeah, girl. Great. 54, but you sound like 34. Thank you. Yeah, great. And thanks. you probably look 24. Well, I'm actually a grandma of three, three grandkids. Just take and- the compliment, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Diane, happy birthday. Love you lots. Merry Christmas. Take care. Thank you. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. There is a Grinch in Ottawa who hates fun <laughs> and children and hockey and fun. Oh, yeah. This story really took off. Uh, Lisa Cosgrove is on hold. She is the head of the family that had the rink on their side yard. And then a neighbor said that it was an eyesore when her kids are playing hockey on it and having fun and doing kid things on the rink. So they had to take the sideboards down because it's an eyesore. Hi, Lisa. It's Ron Zamoka. How's it going? I'm good. How are you guys? Doing great. Thanks for taking time out of your day to chat with us. Uh, how's the uh, the skating rink? Right now, it's perfect. I believe it's like minus nine in Ottawa, so the weather is cooperating. Wow. So it's great. So what's the deal? You got a neighbor that uh, everybody freaked out because they're like, hey, well, you can't do this. This is Canada. God damn it. And the children. <laughs> Um, well, so, yeah. So well, the, the, they didn't come and tell us that, but they went to bylaw saying okay. they were liking the look of it. But yeah. Do you know the neighbor that did this? We do know the neighbor. Okay. And is she crusty all the time? This person is not crusty <laughs> all the time. Okay. Not crusty all the time. And we're okay. not here to cause any more concerns. We've spoken to this neighbor a few times and, you know, we're, we're looking for some solutions. But, um, you know, it's upsetting that it had to go to this level to cause the boards to come down. And so it's here not, we are with this situation, right? So here we are. It's not the rink that has to come down it was just the boards that have to come down correct that is correct that is correct is the ice rink that is built on the property is it on your property or is it on the city's property because your house it's not in between two houses you have like a corner lot where that's it's right. your house grass and then the street that's right 
So okay. a lot of the rink is on the city property. It's about nine meters, I believe, from the curb. Okay. So, but it's where we've had it for the last well, four years. This is our fifth year. So that's a sort of surprising point that we want to make is that we're concerned that it's not our first year that we put it up, but mm-hmm. it's the first year we put up with boards. And that's been the concern that it was described to us that this person was concerned that it was an eyesore. Okay. So uh, I, I was with them for a brief second where I was kind of like, yeah, you know what? If it's not done right, I know it's only the season and it's for the children, but like giant pieces of plywood sort of do look ugly and whatever. But then I saw a picture of the rink and okay. I think it's very misleading when you... St- call them quote-unquote boards because we're not talking about like three and a half foot, four foot slabs of plywood around a hockey rink. How high are these boards? I think what Corey told me my husband was there are two pieces, two by 12. So they're like a couple, maybe two, two and a half feet high. Right. Just just to keep the water in. That's the purpose. Did you have a conversation with your neighbor after all of this, after the bylaw officer came and talked to you and told you to take the boards down? And if so, what did the neighbor say? How did that conversation progress and end? Well, once Bylaw came and let us know what was going on, we never knew up until this past weekend when this sort of took flight on social media who the neighbor was. Okay. So this whole time we didn't know until a couple of days ago. So no, we didn't have that conversation. Were you surprised that it was the neighbor it was? Um, we... We had put some thought into who we thought it was, and this person was one person that we thought it was, and we were correct when we, when we, we okay, realized so, it was. Okay, so yeah. you, you knew. You knew. We kind of knew. Right, you knew. And so what's the state of the rink right now? Can the kids still play on it or no? The kids can still play on it. It's not a problem. We don't have a lot of snow right now in Ottawa, so we've used as much as we could find to kind of pack up the walls where we've teared it down. Mm. Um, we've had some people that have come to us through social media volunteering to bring truckloads of snow, which we might take them up on the offer wow. so we can maintain it, so it's great. Um, so right now... Your neighbor it, may not like that. I, well, that's what we used before, right? Okay. That's what we used to hold the walls before. So. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute, Lisa, let me ask a question. And this sure. is a really stupid question, but why not put the rink in your backyard as opposed to on the outside of your house on that street corner? Yep, great question. We actually have an indoor pool, um, oh, or in-ground pool. I wish I had an indoor pool. An in-ground pool in my backyard. Gotcha. So um, if we can build some sort of stage or apparatus, which would be a lot of wood, um, perhaps we could, but that's why we've always chosen the location that we did. Right, and I'll tell you, you know, the, the real pisser about this story, if it were for any other reason, I think why people got so up in arms about this, if it were right. for any other reason other than it was an eyesore i might be i might be able to accept it i don't know what it would be though another reason i don't know kids having a good time and we've had no other complaints yeah. and we have a lot of support from our neighbors yeah. then, so. ugly ugly children having ugly fun on an ugly <laughs> rink it's all ugly oh no lisa so cosgrove ottawa thank you very much for joining us on the raza moga show all the best with your uh, your ice rink and happy holidays thank you you too guys the raza moga show podcast Some people, a lot of people have their Christmas traditions. But did you know, Roz, that there are superstitions surrounding Christmas that exist? Oh. I don't know if you're a superstitious superstitious person. You listening. I know you, Roz, are not. But listen to this. Okay. Mincemeat pies. The superstition around mincemeat pies. Eat as many mincemeat pies as you can on Christmas Eve and afterwards. Because the amount will determine how much luck you will have the next year. Now, there's no meat in mincemeat, right? Am I wrong Isn't it chopped up meat? No. Mincemeat is not meat. I don't think it is. I don't think... Can you find that out for me more before we finish this? 
Don't cut them with a knife, but rather bite into them, or you will cut your luck. Really? Because I know a tortillere is a meat pie. Good old French-Canadian delicacy. The next superstition surrounding Christmas seems very dangerous to me. Keep the candle burning. It is vital that Christmas candles are kept burning and undisturbed from the time that they are lit on Christmas Eve until they are put out on Christmas Day. Wow. Okay. What's minced meat? Minced meat is made up of dried up fruits and stuff, and sometimes you. you can put beef in it. No, but there's no beef in minced meat. It's fruit. Yeah. And this final superstition I'm going to read for you surrounding Christmas is around mistletoe. Oh, the thing you smooch under. I like that. In the original superstition, the one who avoids a kiss under the mistletoe will have bad luck. Oh. But, and you can tell this is old, but <laughs> the man yeah. is meant to present the kiss with a mistletoe berry. Interesting. Don't get rid of that mistletoe, though. Bad luck to remove it from the house until it is replaced next year. Have you ever done the mistletoe thing, Roz? Of course I have. You like it? Oh, I've had a lot of action under mistletoe in my life. Yeah! What, like you and Catherine? Me and everybody. <laughs> I see. Listen, man, I'm all about them Christmas traditions. I'm all, I'm gonna, it could be your mom. One of the mistletoe, sweetheart. Roz, look up. You know up. the rule. Look There's up. no mistletoe. No, Stop there is. It, Maury. I put one there. Yeah. I'm not no, looking up. No, I'm serious. Up. Look up. I'm not looking up. Just look up. I'm not looking up. Why? It doesn't matter. It's still there. It doesn't matter. I'm not looking up. I put a mistletoe That's right fine. above you. I'm not looking up. You don't okay. have to look at it for there's, it to, to be real. Listen, there, listen. I know Mocha just read out there's a lot of rules for mistletoe, but there's even more rules for work. <laughs> okay. Bad luck. Bad check luck. The HR bad manual. Luck. Yeah, check your HR manual, okay? Those mistletoe rules do not apply in the office, Maury. Don't be that guy. <laughs> right Maury, Maury, listen. Nobody needs to be fired with cause this close to Christmas. <laughs> Ask less moonves, all right? There's no cause if we don't do anything. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Uh, richest, I love all these lists, the year-end list, man. Richest celebrity uh, in the world right now. Oh, easy. Who's that? Jay-Z. Incorrect. Jay-Z oh, oh. uh, is... Jay-Z and Beyonce. Together, combined. Uh, Jay-Z's f- tied for fifth on the list with Kylie Jenner. Lady Gaga's not on the list, is she? Whoa, no. hold on, hold on, stop, 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 stop. What? Jay-Z. Yeah. Biggest rapper in the universe, the GOAT. Yeah is tied at fifth place with Kylie Jenner? Kylie Jenner made a billion dollars off her makeup last year. And she gets paid, I guess, for the show as well, right? That doesn't even matter. Yo, the show money that, money, matter. That, that show money is peanuts for yeah. Kylie Jenner. Yeah, that's charity Yo, work. Good for you, okay, Kylie. Okay, so let's continue. So so they're tied at number five with 900 mil. Oh, Oprah. Each. Oprah's three. If it's not Oprah and it's not oh, Jay-Z. Oh, that Judge Judy woman. No, no, no. Not even on the list. So number 10 is uh, Tiger Woods at uh, 800 million. Oh, LeBron James. Number eight is uh, Diddy at 825 million. Number seven is David Copperfield, the magician. He still, but he doesn't tour. What? Yes, he's, he just lives in Vegas. Just does, she he still does all shows in Vegas. Vegas. Like huh. seven nights a week. Uh, David Copperfield, uh, $875 million. Oh my God. And then we had number five, Kylie Jenner tied with Jay-Z for 900 million. Then you got Michael Jordan at 1.7 billion. Hell yeah. Then Oprah at number three yeah. at 2.8 billion. At number two, Steven Spielberg. Okay. 
at $3.7 billion. It has to be LeBron James. LeBron has to be number one. At number one, George Lucas. You think LeBron James is worth more than Steven Spielberg? LeBron James signed a lifetime billion-plus-dollar deal with Nike. Yeah, but His he, it's basketball not like they, money, they don't give him all that money at once. I guess. And George Lucas, number one, with $5.4 billion is what he's worth. George Lucas is worth $2 billion more than Steven Spielberg at number two. Two, He's got two bill on the second guy in second place. In your face, Spielberg. $5.5 billion, that's crazy, And all George Lucas did was just directed a couple movies years ago and then sold the rights to everything. Okay, I have a question about George Lucas then and Star Wars and that whole empire, right? Yes. With Disney building the theme park, like the Star Wars land, a galaxy's edge at the Disney parks, right? Would George Lucas see any of that money? Nope. No, he sold it. Because he sold sold the rights, everything to Disney, so they can do whatever they want. Correct. And they've already paid him. So he doesn't get anything from from all of that. Right. Now, if there there may be some sort of, he may still have a a cut of licensing or a cut of what, I don't know the details, but when Disney paid, I don't even know how much they paid for it. It was like a couple billion dollars for Star Wars. Yeah. Right? Like, that's how he made the majority of his money. When, When you pay a couple billion dollars for something, you don't then have to shoot the dude who sold it to you a couple bucks every now and then. Like, that's pretty much case closed. Look at us just throwing the word billion around like it's no big deal. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Jacket off. You always are hot. Jeez, jacket or no jacket. Sweating. I've been sweating a lot lately. You okay? I don't know. I'm going through the change. Oh, that Is it because you eat a lot of meat? What, you think the man got meat sweats today? I don't know, maybe. Maybe, it depends on what you ate last Do night. Do I look like I eat a lot of meat? What does that mean? Do I eat a lot of meat? No, but if that explains the sweats, maybe you're having meat sweats. Meat sweats? No, I'm just What did sweaty. you have last night for dinner? Oh, well, last night's not a good example. Let's go to <laughs> Was it a lot of meat? Uh, I had... I had like a one and a half pound burrito at about ten forty five oh, last night. Yeah, you got the meat too. Like it's still <laughs> going, it's still going through me. Yeah. Oh, right? oh no! Like yeah, like I'm sweaty. My back is sweaty right now. Oh no! Yeah, don't touch me more, please. I don't need you to, to come over here and look. I just wanted to confirm. Uh, okay. Yeah, you know, a man, you, a man can tell, and a man can say when he's sweating, he doesn't need another man to look at him and go, "Yeah, guys, he's sweating." <laughs> you look sweaty. Thank you. You look like. Like you were on the treadmill for like 15 minutes. 15? 15 minutes at like a high speed. What, am I going speed. to war? Yeah. Yeah. Who does 15 minutes on a treadmill? At a, high, at a high speed at like an incline of eight. Stop it. That's exactly what First of all, you, you might as well have just been speaking French to me because I have no idea what you just said. <laughs> <laughs> you know how many times in my life I've been on a treadmill? How many? Three. That's it? Yep. No, really? walking sidewalk doesn't count. No, no, no. Like on a treadmill. No, an actual treadmill. At a gym. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Three times. Three times. How old are you? Like eight, nine, and ten? Okay. First of all, thank you so much. It really warms my heart that you think the treadmills existed when I was eight, nine, and ten. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that like actual humans had access to. <laughs> treadmills were the kind of things that you saw, like you know, in Rocky Four when Drago had the greatest technology <laughs> on the face of the earth to train this ultimate fighting machine. And, and you're he, like, there's no way he, in hell yeah, and that he machine had one. would ever exist. No, we ever. we didn't have access to treadmills when I was when I was ten years old. That was like sci-fi. 
sci-fight tech. Okay. Like what they train people for in movies before they went off to kill like the big bad. Okay, so the treadmill was invented in 1913. So yeah, it was around. No, when you no, were but a kid. what I'm saying is that people didn't have access to it. People didn't have treadmills in their home. My mom had an exocycle, but like this thing was the it was the it was a it was belt technology and <laughs> and it's just it was the it was the worst. Like it was the worst. And you, everybody was trying to get into everybody was trying to get fit and it was all about the home gym and we had this universal home gym in my basement oh, yeah. that my dad bought us where it like on one side was the bench press and then on the other side was like the pull down bar and on yeah. the other side was the other thing and it had the plate weights in the middle of it and we started training because of Rocky 4 yeah of course that was it we started training my brother and I started training beat them Russians you never know but my god the idea of a treadmill down there what are we working for, NASA? <laughs> <laughs> You're just trying to fight the Russians. You're not trying to make it to space. Thank you. <laughs> I want to fight them on the ground. <laughs> We're trying to beat the Russians on the ground. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. A lot of people listening right now are probably like, what is going on? Yeah. What is happening to my radio? Is that that noise sounds so familiar. Is that the sweet sound of Centipede? What am I listening to right now? It is. Oh, wow. my God. Uh, Mark Saltzman is here, tech genius and friend <laughs> of the Razamoga Show. Uh, happy holidays and Merry Christmas, guys. brother. Thanks for having me. How are you? I got you. I'm okay. great. Thanks. So you have like an actual arcade video game in here, but it's not like the size that we remember at the laundromat or convenience store or arcade. It's like half the size, but it looks like a regular arcade. Yeah, it's a, a three-quarter replica of, of a stand-up arcade unit that you would typically, you know, play at an arcade in the 80s. Uh, and there's, it's called Arcade 1-Up okay. from a company called Tastemakers. And they basically, you buy, it's like three or four games in one cabinet. Yeah. But no quarters needed. It's that exact experience. We're hearing Centipede right now. This also has Missile Command and other games in it. There's another one that has Street Fighter. There's another one that has Pac-Man. Another yeah. one has Galaga and Joust. Oh, wow. And all. Yeah, so really fun. And without breaking the bank, they started 349. That's it, eh? Yeah. Uh, and um, then it depends on the unit, yeah. And, and these, uh, the, the, the retro-style games over the past, like year and a half maybe uh, have really been picking up because you know you saw Nintendo release two versions of their right. earlier consoles uh, mini version I believe Sega or Sony and did Sony one Sony just did one yeah Sony um, just did one so this is huge of course Mark Saltzman is here uh, on the Raz and Mocha show we're talking about maybe your last minute holiday gifts that you're looking for this uh, thing is dope man I like this and where can people get this so you can go to uh, arcade1up.com yeah. or walmart.ca I think they, they do I, oh, think wow. they, I think they have the exclusive in Canada if I'm oh, not nice. mistaken. Okay. Yeah. I have another question. Yeah. The jacket that you're wearing right now, Mark, yeah. is that plugged in? It's not plugged in, but it is heated. It's got oh. a built-in battery that uh, not only heats up the jacket up to 10 hours, wow. but you can also charge up your smartphone in the jacket. No. Yeah, yeah it's called the company's called Ravian. Uh -huh. R-A-V-E-A-N. And it's their heated jacket. There's two different styles. And it is, as you can see, like a down like a windbreaker kind of jacket so but it's not like a big thick puffy no. jacket yeah, no, which is not. why having it heat up is perfect is it a big battery in it's there toronto it's a yeah it's uh it's it's tucked in here you don't feel it when you're wearing it oh, so how do they ha so you it's have to just like wiring like it's all done for you you just have to plug in the jacket or you could take out the battery and plug it into the wall so you have to charge your jacket and then yeah. once you charge the jacket you can get 10 hours yeah right heat. 
Wow. It's like wearing like a heated blanket. Jeez. And it looks cool. Like yeah, most not, things like this, they always used to look like hell. That was yeah. the problem. Yeah. When Whenever there was like wearable tech. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's right. why Google Glass didn't take off because yeah. I don't care what you could do, nobody wanted to look like an idiot wear yeah. Google Glass. <laughs> and everybody wearing Google Glass looked like an idiot. <laughs> right. Every single person looked like an idiot. <laughs> I remember the caption was like, don't be a glass hole. Yeah. <laughs> right? You take those off. Yeah, take them off. But there's nobody would know. And that's the great thing with the, yeah. the sort of way that wearable tech is going is it's that not you Expensive fashion. Exactly. How much is that jacket anyway? It's uh, two twenty nine US, but you can, you can deliver it to Canada. So it's, let's say three hundred. Yeah. For the, with the exchange, but still not for a jacket that heats yeah. up for ten hours. Yeah. Okay. Talk about the vacuum that you have here. Yeah. This is not. Uh, this is like an upgraded. I. What Roomba. is it? It is. Roomba, yeah. Right? You're right. You're right. Uh, so your listeners, of course, know about the Roomba yes. four back robots from iRobot, and this is the newest one called the i seven plus. But what makes it unique is not only does it clean your floors for you, whether you're home or not, and you can use your voice to via Google or Alexa, but it will even empty the dustbin for you for the Ow. first time. So the way it works is this. When it goes back and drives itself back to the base to charge itself up, there's a second vacuum cleaner in that. So it sucks all that dirt and pest, you know, pet hair and all that out of the vacuum cleaner because yeah. nobody wants to open it up and have it right. in your face, right? So it'll suck it into that another bag that's disposable inside of that base, and that you only need to change every month or two. It depends on really? how how many pets really? you have and that kind of thing. Yeah, and it just pulls out and th- you throw it in. It's like it's like a little. Base so station. I've always wondered about these little. Uh, robot vacuums and if they actually work they do. and how well yeah. they work yeah. uh, around corners and like up against you know like the baseboard I don't want my baseboard so to not, that's a great point because they used to not be good around corners so they mm-hmm. added this little brush underneath as you can see here that yeah. extends and it spins it around so now it goes near the corner and it grabs it still throws oh, wow. it into its path and then picks it up and like all Roombas we know that um, they have to be able to do two things one clean and clean well and two, they they have to be still sturdy enough that uh, babies and cats can ride them, so we can film them and put them on the internet. <laughs> and baby cats, <laughs> right? Yes, right. <laughs> Mark Salzman, uh, always a pleasure having you join us on the Razamogi Show. Happy holidays, Merry Christmas, brother. Yeah, to you guys. Oh, by Cheers. the way, if people want to get info on any of these items, we're going to post yeah. them on our awesome site, uh, kiss925.com. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I can show you the Shimmering, splendid. Tell me, princess, now when did oh, what is this you let your heart decide? I can open your eyes, take you one. Man, you know the song? No, what is this from? Over sideways, keep listening. On a magic carpet ride, a whole new now you know. I know the song. Well, I don't know where it's from. Are you serious? Movie, right? What is it from? I know the track. It's beautiful. Are you being serious right now? Yeah. You don't know where this song is from? No. I can't place it. I know it's from like a kid's movie. I don't know which one. Yeah. It's a good song. It's beautiful. People are screaming at their radios right now. Oh. Okay. They're yelling out the answer right now. Okay. I can't believe you don't know. Okay, I accept. Who deprived you of all these wonderful moments as a child? What are you talking about? When did this movie come out? 80s? Hell no. Hell no. Let me just double check. Yeah. There's a reason why I'm... It's a beautiful song. Okay, 92. 92, yeah. 
So basically the 80s. I was 18. It's from Aladdin, man. Okay, okay. I was 18 when Aladdin came out. Oh, were you? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't rushing to the theater with my dad to see Aladdin. <laughs> dad, please. Forgive me. Everyone's going to be talking about this movie. Yeah, please. And I, yeah, because they're all those, that, that sort of like second wave of awesome kids movies, yeah. right? I was just on the, I was on the edge of being too old to see them. So I never saw Aladdin. I never saw Lion King. I never saw Beauty and the Beast. I never saw Little Mermaid. Oh. I wow. never saw all those movies because I didn't have a younger sibling in the house for one. Yeah. And then I only, uh, and I was, and I was too old. So now I'm sort of starting to watch all those now with Roxy. But uh, are you talking about the live action? Yes. What do you think? So I saw the pictures. I don't know if anyone else did, but Entertainment Weekly released a bunch of pics yesterday yeah. on the cover of their magazine as well, featuring the cast, including Will Smith. And one of the stories is that. Of course, in this day and age, everybody has to be offended and upset about oh. something. What are they pissed at? Well, didn't they go through great lengths in the casting of this movie to like to find a Persian kid that was actually a Persian kid who could act and People are mad at Will Smith. Why? Why are they mad at Will Smith? This is so stupid. You ready for this? Yeah. Will Smith plays the genie. Sure. In the live action Aladdin movie. And people were upset. That in the pictures that were released, yeah. Will Smith as the genie yeah. was not blue. Excuse me. <laughs> like in the animated movie. It has oh. nothing to do with cultural appropriation, Jeez. race, like none of that. Is the fact that Will Smith as the genie right. in the pictures that were released Interesting. was not blue. So much so that... Will Smith had to reply in the comment section on Instagram. And he said, yes, I'm going to be blue. Somebody else replied, you're not blue. Will Smith then replied to that person said, I'm going to be blue. <laughs> this is how the genie is in human slash disguise form. My character will be CGI most of the movie. So he will be blue. He will be blue. But oh, why does that even matter? I mean, if you see Aladdin on Broadway, he ain't blue. He's not. They no. didn't. They didn't make him blue. No, it's oh, just a so guy. To me, that seems like a mistake. They should make him blue. They should make even him blue on Broadway. Yeah. Yes, make him blue. Genie's blue. Did you not see the movie in '92? Of course Positive. he did. But uh, so what? Yeah, make him blue. I, I get to. that. I'm a hundred percent for that. Make him blue. But everybody jumped to the conclusion that based on three pictures that were released Jeez. yesterday, that Will Smith as Genie in yeah. Aladdin would not be blue. But then I guess if you did make him blue, you'd get another set of people saying, "Why did you make Will Smith make his skin blue?" Well, the like you make a black blue. eye blue. You, you make a black eye blue. You know what yeah. I mean? Like you would get that set too. You can't I'm win. Sure, listen, you can't win. I'm sure by the time this movie drops, yeah. there's going to be another bit of controversy where right. people or a group of people are, are going to be complaining Man, about something. And they really went out of their way to, to to cast this perfectly too. I remember those stories of them casting this yeah. where they really, really wanted to be the ones that finally got it right. Yeah. Where there was no sort of stone left unturned. Nothing. Nobody could complain about anything about this, and it comes down to the fact that Will Smith isn't bloody blue. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Felt like crap all night last night. Why? I don't know. I just Some did. You I, ate, I bet. No, what did you eat like over the weekend? A, nothing, man. I really didn't. I made tacos last night. Yeah. And I made tacos on Saturday. Okay. Yeah. 
And Friday? I might have had tacos again. <laughs> I, don't, I can't, I can't be, tacos, yeah, huh? I can't be 100%. Well, because I started making my own tortillas. No, you haven't. Yeah. Yeah? I make my own tortillas now. Corn? Corn, yeah. Corn masa is what you buy. <sighs> How do you do it? It's super easy. Okay. Like, it's incredibly easy. And so, corn masa, you buy it at the, you can get it at the grocery store. Any, like, you can buy it at Metro or Soapies yeah. or anything like it that. Like pow- um, it's good it's like, flour. Like flour. It looks like flour, but yeah. it's corn masa, so it's good. It's ground up corn. Okay. And uh, it literally, it is corn masa, water, and if you want a little tiny bit of salt, mm-hmm. and then you put the right ratio together, you make little balls, and then you buy a tortilla press. Oh. Right? Which is super easy. Buy them anywhere you want. Would you get it? Amazon. Amazon, yeah. yeah. And then you cut two little pieces of plastic, you put it in the tortilla press, you press them down, you throw it on a cast iron uh, skillet until they start to bubble up. Yeah. Like explode, and then you stick them in like a little thing. I use paper towel in a plastic bag, but you can do whatever. Yeah. And they're the best. They're the best. Yeah. And so I'm obsessed now with making homemade tortillas. So do you make like quote-unquote regular size that we all know? No, no, no. I use or the little you, ones. I oh, make you make little, little ones. ones? I make little ones. I use like a, I use almost like a giant cookie cutter kind of thing. It's yeah. round. It's round. It's about the size of smaller than a CD. Uh-huh. I guess I need to use something more relevant than a CD for people to understand. I would yeah. say only half what's, the people what's know. CD? I would say only half the people know what a, <laughs> know what a, know what a CD is. Uh, smaller than... Hey, Maury, what's round, oh. but nobody would be shocked that it's large? Like a Tupperware container? You know, but I had need something that, but I have like multiple sizes of Tupperware. Um, so I'm trying to think of something round that's about this big. Give me something that's about this a big. tube of cookie dough. I don't know what that looks like either. Something that's about oh, this a t- big. a teacup saucer. A hockey puck. A little bit bigger than a hockey puck. Okay. Okay, so wait, no. Oh, an Apple TV. Uh, that's square. Yeah. But it's that size. Right, but it's square. Give me something that's round. What's round this big? Oh, yeah. um, what do you call it? Uh, like birth control. Uh, the, no, the holder, uh, not the a container. birth control disc. That's about this big. Oh, hell? It's a little bit yeah. bigger than that? Yes, big, okay, there. big, okay. Smaller than a CD, larger than a birth control pill container. Okay. That's how big I make my tortillas. <laughs> uh, that's the perfect size. Okay. okay, so if you're wondering what the perfect size tortilla is, yeah. it's a little smaller than a CD, a little bigger than a birth control pill container. <laughs> okay. okay? <laughs> that's, the, that's the key. That's the trick to the, the perfect size tortilla. So I just, I make them myself. Yeah. And it's See, glorious. I would go the opposite way. I would make a massive tortilla. But you don't have the size of the press though. So then that way I could just like fill it basically like a burrito. What? No, but no, that's different though. Making a burrito shell is different than making a tortilla using corn. It's way different because it, it doesn't bend the same way as flour does. Oh, right? gotcha. Yeah, most... So when you make those small ones, you can probably eat like 10 oh, in one sitting. Yeah, that's why I make them tw- I make them 30 at a time, these little 30. things. Yeah, and I just keep them in the fridge and they just heat them up on a pan. God, no wonder you got a belly yeah, today. right? Or I'm pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Hi, it's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Not too much. How are you guys? Good, buddy. How are you? Pretty good. I just wanted to say I got much love for Roz. You're in my books, buddy. Oh, yeah? Why's that? I don't know. I don't know if it's the sense of humor or anything like that, but, you know, you know, Mocha seems to be getting uh, love, so I thought I'd call it and uh, not, not, not leave him hanging. 
Oh, thank you. I got the pity vote, Maury says. Thanks, more for pointing that out, man. I was feeling real great for a quick hot second there. What's your name, sir? My name is Mike. Mike. So what is it about Roz that you like? You know what? Um, honest to God, I listen to you guys every morning, too, but I, you know what? The way you guys bicker back and forth, I think you, you, you guys don't really clash too much, I find, and I listen to a lot of other radio stations, too, because my job allows me to be on the road, and, and I always find myself just on 92.5, and... I don't know, I just, your personalities, uh, your humor, your topics. Um, you guys are great, honestly. You know, you know what Mocha does, and I just realized? If somebody says uh, that they like Mocha better, I don't make them deconstruct why, right? If somebody says they like me better, Mocha always says why. Because what do you, what do you like about them? And then what happens is people don't have fully formed answers. Most times yeah. it's just a feeling they have. And that's why I ask, no. because I know that they don't really want to pick you. No. That's, see, that's a terrible <laughs> thing to do, man. Ah, don't you just love the holidays? <laughs> that's not nice. Do you guys get together for the holidays? Do we what? Do you guys get together, or do you guys do your own thing with, no. uh, on the holidays? Do we get together for the holidays? Come no. on. We don't get together for the holidays. <laughs> we don't get together for spring break. <laughs> we don't get together for summer break. No. Listen, in the history of the Razamoga show, we've been on the radio for uh, nine years now, over yeah. nine years. Roz and I yeah. have hung out outside of this show less than five times. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. And one of those times was a week before we started doing this show yes. together. You guys sound so close, though. Like, I listen to you guys. And I will say this, the majority of the other times was completely instigated by our wives. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll yeah that's true. Yeah. I really want to wish you guys a Merry Christmas and uh, to you guys and your families. And I hope you guys have a great New Year's if I don't get the, another chance to talk to you before then. And uh, uh, thanks, uh, Thank you so you much, Mike. That's hey, so good, uh, you said that you you typically drive. You have long drives throughout the day for work, right? Yeah. Um, have you downloaded and subscribed to the Razamoga Show podcast yet? I have not had a chance. You know, I, oh. I, I kept you guys saying that, but I, I, I've been meaning to do that. It's just been with the past few weeks have been so crazy with the little kids in that shop. Yeah, no, of course. What do you have? Are you on iPhone or Android? Uh, I got, well, I use, my work phone is my iPhone, but my personal is my Android. Okay, so if you're using the iPhone, yep. Apple Podcasts, just search Roz and Mocha and hit subscribe. So every Friday when we drop a new episode, it'll automatically download to your phone so you don't have to worry about it. And then you just hit play and go for it. And the episodes are like three, four hours long. Now, if you want to download it on your Android device, go to the Google Play Store, grab any one of of the um, podcast apps, again, search Roz and Mocha, hit subscribe, and you'll get the uh, the episodes whenever they drop on a weekly basis. Awesome. All right? Yeah, I appreciate that, guys. Thank you so Thanks, much, Mike. Man. Take care, man. Yeah, you too, guys. Take hey, care. Mike. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Um, Roz? Mm. Dan Mori asked for some time on the show. Oh, yeah. Okay. I have no idea what he's going to do or what he's going to say. So. Well, it, Roz is a hard person to buy a gift for, so I thought uh, this year I would do something, a kind of a gift that just keeps on giving. Okay. So what I've done is I've created for you a, a coupon book. So what you what you could do, there is 13 coupons here. So basically you... Is that a homemade coupon book? Yeah. That's the kind of thing you give to your husband, bro. No, or somebody you like. No. No. That's like, you know when people like roll up little things and stick them in a jar, like free back rub? Yeah. You're entitled to one free back rub, baby. Yeah. Oh, That's like yeah. what you give to your husband. Well, this is your, your coupon book that you will exchange one per month. I don't want that. <laughs> oh, ouch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
don't, Ouch. I don't want this. Hold Why on. Not? Did he I make them? Like, what, what did you... I put thought into this. this did is he like, draw them? Are they like uh, with crayon or uh, marker or pencil? God. First of all, none of the... It's, it's pieces of paper that are crudely yeah. cut together. Let me see. None of the pieces of paper are cut to the same size. You can't flip through it. Oh, let me see. You want me to... What does it look like? Like hell. Oh, it looks like hell. God. It looks like somebody put no work into this at no, all. No, there's yeah. a lot of work because you're going to be able to exchange this every month. Did you make that looks month. like a template that you like yeah. found online? Good yeah, for one it? free. Yeah. yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. God. I cut out the part at the bottom where it said Valentine's Day. Oh, God. I can't even read your terrible handwriting. Why don't you type this? Because I want it to be homemade. But it's not. It's a template that you printed okay, okay. from online. Uh, let me, yeah, let me I just, wrote it. Let me give the people some payoff here and let me actually go uh, through and read some of these coupons. I'm sorry, guys. Well, I, should, I should have asked Maury what he wanted to talk about. You gotta vet this stuff, bro. I know this is this is on me. I apologize. <laughs> Maury just said, "Hey, can I have some time on the air? I uh -huh. gotta say something." I okay, was like, cool. let me let me just play along here. Okay, sorry, here's guys. here's my gift from Maury. Uh, good for it's a coupon. Good for one uh, free an hour of your day narrated. What does that so even like I mean? would narrate everything he's doing, sort of like. And now he's flipping the pages of the coupon book, ready. Just what I always wanted. Good for one free barbecue recipe read to you in a sensual voice. That, listen, man. We're supposed to One be free hand rub. One free slow motion hug. Bro. <laughs> I don't say tug. <laughs> no, that's the next one. Better not be. <laughs> one free day laughing at everything you shy say. This sounds like the Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> right? I think they did they find this in book. did they find this in Les Moonves' desk? <laughs> Malhauer. I think they did. One free moment of role-playing of your choice. Dude, this is going too far. No way. One free hour of compliments. An hour yeah. of compliments. Oh, here we go. I'm going to tear this one out right now. One free truth. Nope, that one's for later in the year. That's for later in the year. <laughs> one free truth. One free acting lesson. Can't wait for that day. By the way, Maury made me a coupon book like what for lovers do. Uh, this one is good for one free day with no calls or texts. I can have that day any day I want. I just don't respond. Ooh, <laughs> one free argument win. One free song of your clothes. Choice. Oh, sorry. Choice. <laughs> um, sung to you? Sung to you. One free song of your choice sung to you. That's on there. And then finally, at the end of the coupon book, yeah. is uh, one free arm tickle. So uh, we should start one now. Should it be the back of the book or the front of the book? I don't know. I apologize. This is this is on me. <laughs> Did everybody. you think that I would like that? Like honestly, I thought that you would find it uh, interesting. Interesting. No, I find it harassing, yeah. to be honest with you. <laughs> Are you just jealous that you didn't get one? <laughs> Mook, anyone you want. You tell me which one you want. I got, uh, why don't we do, a, you know, we'll do, we'll do like a couple thing. You can get the hand rub and I'll get the arm tickle. Okay? The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. It's time. It's rubbing time. <laughs> this has become uh, an annual tradition. And uh, it's one of the... <laughs> Fan favorites that we've ever done on this show. Rub it on my face! Woo! 
Okay, so how Rub It On My Face works is I have the tickle trunk beside me here on the floor where we will take everyday sort of household items. Yeah. Dan and Maury will be blindfolded and with nose plugs on your nose not to give anything away. And we will rub regular household things on Maury's face and he will just simply try and guess what they are. Yes. You're so close to me right now. Okay, Damamori, are you ready? Yeah, no okay. plug. So he has also he has headphones on that will uh, will pump in uh, music so he can't hear when we reveal what the mystery item is. Okay. Okay, so Damamori, headphones of solitude on. Wait, I got to get the tickle trunk ready here. Okay, are you ready? Yes. <laughs> The mystery item is a huge cucumber <laughs> shaved. <laughs> it looks cold. Yeah. <laughs> a huge shaved cucumber. Okay. Okay, damn it, Maury. If you would, I'm going to rub this on your face and you do your best first to describe it, whether it's a nice feeling, you like it, and then, of course, give a guess as to what you think it might be. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's right around my mouth area. Yeah. yeah. Is it yeah. a side? Oh, is it? <laughs> is it a side of a fish? A side, like a carp? A side of a fish. Oh no, that feels familiar right there. Is it rough? Is no, it's soft? not. It's very, very smooth. Okay. Um, <laughs> in your ear in my now. Ear now. Yeah. It's very smooth. Uh, I'm gonna still go with side of a fish. Okay. Side of a fish. Okay. Uh, does it does it feel like familiar at all, or is no, it just a very, new... very smooth and slightly wet? Okay. okay. All right. Okay. Damn it, um, Mask off. Ew. <laughs> What is that? It's, what does it look like? Oh, now I know. Cucumber, but the top part looked like wood. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right, Jimmy Lord. Head full the solitude back on. <laughs> the mystery item is... A wax strip <gasps> that I used on a part below the belt. No. So it's a wax strip that is full of my hair. No. I don't know if you can see that, but it's all sticking off on Bro, the side. Bro, I can see all that hair from here. <laughs> okay. And I'm it's sitting like far away it's from It's a lot. That's a, that's a oh, lot. Oh my lot God, hair. dude. There's no way. Okay, so that's Come a on, wax man. strip. Okay, here we I, go. Oh. Okay. <laughs> okay, damn it, Maury. Yes. Headphones of solitude off. Okay, I'm going to start rubbing this on your face. Of course. And you tell us how it feels. Okay. Oh, I already feel it coming towards me. It's like static electricity. Uh-huh. Is it a nice feeling? Ooh, it's tickly. <laughs> <laughs> you like it? It's not horrible, but it's just kind of like I'm rubbing balloons together. Yeah. <laughs> balloons. Oh, my God. Causing the static electricity. All upon your lips um, and everything? <laughs> but it, it feels like... <laughs> Hey, I got something in my mouth. I don't know what that would be. Okay. Uh, like, oh, I'm almost going to like, I'm going to say uh, balloon with static electricity. Okay. Maury's, Is that a thing? Can yeah, I say that? Yes, of yeah, course. Of course. Okay. So balloony static. Okay. Maury went with um, the static electricity off a balloon. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. Maury, um, blindfold off for the big okay. reveal. Yeah. Oh, what? Is that from the carpet? No. Is that what, like... You get two more guesses. What do you think? Feminine product? No, One more guess. It. 
Uh, okay, I'm going to say lint from the, the dryer. No, that's a wax strip. From? Below the belt. Of? Me. Oh, no, you did it. It's on my mouth. Ew, it's still on me. I feel it. Oh, my God. Okay, hold also, on. that much hair? <laughs> hold on. Here's what we're going to do, okay? Yeah. We're going to... <laughs> okay, boy, it looks like he's gonna throw up. Listen, yeah. And then when we come back, we're yeah. gonna continue with rubbing on my face. Just get yourself together, Maury. Are you a bear? <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Rub it on my face. Woo! It's a Mocha original game. Um, love. So far, we have rubbed a cucumber, yes, a shaved cucumber, yeah, on David Mori's face. And what was the second item? Uh, it was the second a item wax was strip. A, a wax strip that I used on a part of my body below the belt. So yeah, from it was, your body. Yeah, it was covered in hair. Like you could pet this. I don't want to pet. Okay. <laughs> right. okay. okay, we got more items. Your we mouth says items. differently. By <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, damn it, Or if you want to throw okay. the blindfold back on, and we'll get your headphones of solitude on, so you cannot hear what Mocha and I are discussing. Oh. Uh... The mystery item is white glue. <laughs> that seems white glue. Really sticky. Okay, so what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna put the glue yeah. on a popsicle stick here. That glue looks tick. Okay. Oh my gosh. Okay, damn it, Maury. Yes. Headphones off. So what I'm going to do now, Maury, is I'm just going to lightly rub this on your face. Okay. You tell me. If it feels familiar, how it feels. Oh, it's cold. <laughs> Ooh. Is it cold? It's very cold. But does, and it, slimy. It, does it feel like anything you've had? Yeah. Like when, like, like almost feels like a, a cream, like a creamy feeling. Is almost. it nice? It's very, it's very nice. It's very creamy feeling. Yeah. Um, almost feels like cookie dough. Oh, cookie dough! Like it feels almost like you know when you have cookie dough. Yeah. Yeah, rubbing up against your cheek. Uh huh. Yeah, all those times <laughs> that somebody rubs cookie dough <laughs> on your face. Uh -huh. Yeah. Yeah, cookie dough, but I'm not quite sold on that just yet. Okay. Rub a little bit more. Okay. Well, <laughs> you want okay. more? You want more? Like it, it feels that nice, huh? Oh, it's cold. You put more, on more. <laughs> uh, okay. No, it's not cookie dough. No. Um, oh, man, what is that? If, if only you knew. <laughs> <laughs> That's the point of the game. <laughs> oh, I know it. I know it. I know it. I know it. Okay, I know it. Say it then. Plastic wrap. Plastic what? wrap. That feels like plastic wrap. No. Okay, Maury, take your, take your blindfold off. Elmer's glue! <laughs> oh my god! You gave the brand name everything. my face? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Ew! Okay. Oh my god! <laughs> one, one more item. Damn, uh, Maury, headphones of solitude back on. Oh, the next item better not be feathers. Blindfold back on, <laughs> nose plugs back on. Okay. Okay. Ew. Oh it's, my god, it's still on my thumb and now it's on my eye. I'm going to tell you, it's a real shame that I only can do one more item. Maybe two I got, more. I got some real doozies in here. Okay, hold on. Yeah. Is there a possibility yeah. of doing a two-in-one? Is there a possibility? No, because that would be impossible. Okay. Can I, can I get your opinion on something? Yes. Should we do 
something hurdy, something burny, or something hairy? Oh, well, we already did Harry. Okay. So but keep in mind, he's got glue all over his face. <laughs> okay. Right? Um, something burny, something hurdy, or something hairy? I don't want to hurt the guy, so okay. let's say Bernie. Okay, something Bernie. Okay, yeah. cool. No problem. Okay, are you ready? Okay, yeah. The mystery item is... A white onion. Oh, no. <gasps> Cut in half. Sliced in half and everything. Okay. Dude, he is going to stink so bad. Okay, here we go. Oh. Damn it, Maury, please turn around. You still got that glow in your face, Okay, too. okay. Uh, damn it, Maury, we're going to rub this item on your face. You do your best to describe it, whether it's a nice feeling. Okay. Uh, and then, of course, give a guess as to what you think the mystery item is. Are okay, you ready? Okay, yes. Okay, here we go. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, that's so smooth, yet not. Right. Okay. Oh, and a bit cold. Yeah. And a bit cold. Right. Oh, it's not ice. No. It's not ice. It's but she gets his neck. Okay, it's not ice. Yeah. Um, okay. Glass from a picture frame. Right. Could be glass. glass? From a picture no, frame. but then it gets a little roughly. Right. Yeah. Um, oh, interesting. I am going to say, oh wow. Okay, the backside of a watermelon. Yeah. Backside of a watermelon. Backside of a you know what I mean? Not the inside. Oh, totally, yeah. <laughs> um, does it how does it feel though? Like is it a, is it a nice feeling? Does it No, it's not um no, not really. It just feels it's as though nice. you're rubbing. No, wait a minute. I know what this is. What is it? Wood. It's wood now. I, f- I think it's but so it's not this. So wood from outside. Okay, outside wood. Outside wood. Okay, okay. outside wood. Maury, take your blindfold off. And onions <laughs> on my face. <laughs> oh, dude! Yeah, on your face, no, your on your ear, off. on your neck. Oh, it smells like onion and glue. <laughs> <laughs> no more, no more. You smell oh like onion God. and glue. <laughs> and that is how you oh play. Rub it on my face. The Rosin Mocha Show podcast. Today's my kid's last day at school. Oh, nice. Yeah, she's done after today. And you can't count the day that you're already in because you're awake, so therefore it's already the next day. That's how I live my life. You know I had to make an ironing board this morning? You what? I had to make an ironing board this morning. Let me tell you how. Let me tell you my, how my morning was. So Roxy okay. used to do, uh, uh, it's formal dress day today at school. So yeah. she had to wear like the uniform that like... She looks like Harry Potter. Right, yeah. Okay. Special occasion uniform. Sure. And, uh, and her shirt was a mess. And so I had to iron it this morning. And I, nice. had to, I had to make an ironing board. Let me tell you how I made an ironing board. So I took a piece of, because it's the holidays, and I got a lot of stuff coming from Amazon. Yeah. Because I don't have an ironing board anymore. I don't know what happened to it. I used to iron everything. I used to iron my jeans. Dude, I used to iron my jeans. Thank you. If you weren't so far away, I'd high five you right now. So there you I go, used, yeah, Boom. Iron jeans were always the best. Oh, now, dude. did you iron flat or did you iron a crease down the, the middle of them? I ironed flat. Yeah. And I put them on like right away so I can still feel like one of the legs Thank warm. Thank you. For all the, the winter time was... Thank you. Even I could, in the summertime, it could have been a hot ass yeah. day, and still you put that leg, you put your leg through a warm oh, jean leg. It's the oh. best. There was nothing better than freshly ironed jeans. No. Now, could you imagine this? Like right now, going home and ironing a pair of your jeans? No, absolutely never. Not. Never. You would never no. would you do that. No. no, people would look at you weird. So I had to make an ironing board this morning because I used to love my ironing board. My ironing board used to be set up in the hallway permanently. I never took it down because that's how much I used to iron. Yeah. So here's what I did. I took an Amazon box, a long one. 
and I formed it into a, like a long sort of, uh, so it was about a foot and a half wide and about three feet long. Yeah. And then I taped up the bottom of it, uh-huh. and then I took a towel and I wrapped a towel around it, wow. and then I taped up the back of the towel, and it was in a perfect shape of an ironing board, so I could iron this little teeny tiny shirt. Wow. So yeah, so a cardboard box and a towel in a pinch makes the perfect ironing board. And because that is you can your still, life hack of the day. So if you have jeans yeah. that you would like to iron today, <laughs> but we don't have ironing boards anymore in our houses, try it. You're welcome. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. It's about that time on the podcast. All right, Mocha, are you ready? Hell yeah. Let's do the news. A Roz and Mocha Show and KISS 92.5 News Break. Okay, so try and quickly cover off all this Drake and Kanye uh, jive that was going down yesterday. So in a flurry of tweets, Kanye addressed some unresolved issues that he had with Drake. And this all happened because Drake sent a clearance request for a song to Kanye. And it's a song that was on, I guess, one of Drake's mixtapes so the song was uh, say what's real which is coming up on its 10 year anniversary mm. and Kanye has copyright clearance on that and so the story goes that people are suspecting that Drake wants to re-release that at the 10 year anniversary to streaming services and but he needed Kanye to sign off on it sure so and they're friends right so let me just go through some of these tweets that Kanye tweeted yesterday yeah. he goes this proves that Ish is faker than wrestling. And then he sent a screen grab of Drake sent a clearance request for Say What's Real. Do you want to clear? And he goes, still need that apology for mentioning the 350s and trying to take food out of your idol's kids' mouths. Oh, so God. I guess the 350s are Kanye's shoes. Yeah, his Yeezys. Uh, I've been trying to meet with you for six months, bro. You sneak dissing on Trav Records and texting Chris, I guess Chris Jenner, yep. talking about how's the family... I told you I ain't tell push about your son. It's all love, bro, but don't play me. You stay too close to be playing all these industry games, bro. Send a purple emojis when I'm dealing with mental stuff. And I need my apologies now and not through Scooter either. Not through Travis. Scooter Braun. I would never intentionally try to hurt you, bro. I never even heard one of those diss records. Yeah, okay. That ain't my M.O., Never did a diss record. No tough talk either. This ain't about who could pay to have something done to somebody. This man to man, bro. This been bothering me for a long time. Buying, just call him. Buying first two rows at Push a Show. Ooh. Got me hot, bro. <laughs> Stop this already, bro. You getting people hurt out there. Over what? And then Kanye tweets, Drake finally called. Then he tweets again, mission accomplished. Then he tweets again, oh, by the way, not cleared. (laughs) (laughs) Then he says, Drake called trying to threaten me. Hell yeah. The kid he had run on stage at Push's concert is in critical condition. And then remember that line when Drake said that he had a bigger pool than Kanye West? (laughs) Yep. Since the pool line, he's been trying to poke at me and F with me. So, Drake, if anything happens to me or anyone from my family, you are the or first my, suspect. Or my pool. Or my pool. <laughs> my small-ass pool. You are disrespectful to all people with mental health Yo, conditions. Shut up, So Kanye. this is an opportunity for growth. Whatever, man. And he goes, uh, I'm up for talking, though. <laughs> are you, though? I will never make a diss record. Only positive energy. And then Kim Kardashian tweeted, 
At Drake, never threaten my husband or our family. He paved the way for there to be a Drake. She goes on to say, my husband is the most brilliant person, the most genius person that I know. He has broken so many boundaries, everything from music, stage design, fashion, and culture, and will continue to change the world. And then Ariana Grande tweeted, guys, I know there are grown men arguing online right now, but Miley and I are dropping our beautiful new songs tonight. So if you could all please just behave for like a few hours so the girls can shine, that would be sick. Thank you. <laughs> but, but let me tell you, let me tell you where Kanye really went wrong in all this. It's not the Drake stuff. It's it's not the Pusha stuff. It's, it's not it's not about a guy in critical condition that Drake says that Kanye says Drake paid to run up on stage. Kanye's big mistake is when he said that this stuff is faker than wrestling. Because wrestling when, you, fake? when you go through the comment section, the replies to that one tweet, there's yeah. very little, very little about the Drake Kanye beef. It's all stuff like this. Wrestling isn't fake, dude. And then somebody else writes. Find a new slant, ye. And somebody goes, agree, you can do better. My favorite comment, this is actually a common misconception. Wrestling is predetermined, but the consequences are real. (laughs) That whole, his mentions after that one tweet, everything is about how wrestling ain't fake. Everything. (laughs) The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Splash Data released a list of the worst passwords that people have used for 2018. It's a long list. <laughs> I love these. 25 worst passwords. Here we go. Hold so, on, hold on, hold on. Okay. Oh, I'm gonna, okay, go ahead. <laughs> okay, so at the bottom of the list is uh, QWERTY123. <laughs> yeah. And then Password1 is on there. Uh-huh. Uh, Charlie's on there. Charlie! Yeah. 654321. Uh-huh. One two three one two three, yeah. <laughs> ABC one two three. Yeah, six 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 six. Okay. Welcome is number thirteen. Yeah. Admin is number twelve. Okay. Um, I love you is number ten. Just straight up Cordy at number nine. Yeah. Sunshine at number eight. Wow. Then we get into the real tough ones, the ones that are impossible to crack. Okay. Here we go. Okay. One two three four five six seven. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. Okay. Now we're in what? Top four? We're in the top seven right now. Okay. Here we go. The, the seven most impossible passwords that people used in 2018. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. <laughs> At number six, one, 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 one. <laughs> At number five, one, two, three, four, five. At number four, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. <laughs> At number three, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. <laughs> At number two, Password. <laughs> Can I just say, every year that's number one? And at number one. Okay, hold on. number one password. Can I get, no. Uh, the most reused common password of 2018. So let's just recap here. We've already had one, two, three, four, five. Yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Password and the number one password, the most used password. I think I know what it is. We'll go ahead. Is it password one two three four five? No, it's just simply one two three four five six. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Ross and Mocha Show podcast. And da, 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 da. Uh, Orange is the New Black star Yale Stone makes explosive allegations against Jeffrey Rush. Uh, Yale Stone, by the way, and I had no idea that she was Australian. She played um, what's the girl's name in Orange is the New Black? Maruto Mirando. Maruto, no, Murano. 
Murano, the girl who drives the bus with the super red lipstick. Okay. On Orange is the New Black. Uh, she was doing a show with Jeffrey Rush, a stage show, and she in an interview, said that Jeffrey Rush allegedly exposed himself to her backstage, sent her sexually suggestive text messages, and attempted to spy on her while she was showering. And uh, said that she was uh, too scared to come forward with any allegations at the time when she was working with them. Jeffrey Rush maintains uh, that they did share correspondence, but everything was, quote, always contained a mutual respect and admiration. Lorna Morello. Lorna Morello. Thank you, Morello. That was her name. Great character on that show. I didn't know she was Australian. She did the accent so well on that show. Uh, Les Moonves, the ousted president and CEO of CBS will not receive his $120 million severance oh after the uh, 120 mil. Yeah. That's what, uh, that's what wow. was negotiated in his contract. Uh, they announced that, uh, Les Moonves will not receive 120 million exit payout because he misled the network about multiple allegations of sexual misconduct and tried to hide evidence in an attempt to protect his reputation saying, quote, we have determined that there are grounds to terminate for cause, including his willful, and material misfeasance, violation of company policies, and breach of his employment contract, as well as his willful failure to cooperate fully with the company's investigation. Damn. Jesus. Uh, a college student who was taking a flight from Colorado to fly home to San Diego on Southwest Airlines tried to bring her fish. Huh? Because you can travel with a dog and you can yeah. travel with a cat. Yeah. And the college student says that at other points in life, she's traveled with her fish. Okay. <laughs> like her support fish? It's just a fish. It's a pet. Okay. She's not claiming that she, you know, okay, okay, ne- needs okay. it for seizures or anything yeah. like this. Or she has it's just anxiety her she or depression. Sure. Sometimes people just have pets. Yeah. And I think that that's okay. But they denied her. Uh, bringing the fish on, and then I guess she went through the airport to try and find somebody who was going to San Diego on a later flight on a different airline, and just handed the fish to this other person. No thanks. But because they were crowded in security, and they were treating apparently the fish owner like she was ISIS, uh, that she didn't even get this other person's name. Oh no! So somebody she, got the fish. So somebody and that fish is somewhere lost in San Diego. Uh, here is the here's the here's the Colorado uh, college student talking about oh, it. No. Supervisor comes and she says, "Unfortunately, you cannot bring your fish on Southwest Airlines." I wasn't aware that I couldn't bring on my fish, and no one has ever stopped me. Maybe they just didn't make a big deal out of it. They were not allowing us to conversate at all because they were thinking that we we're going to do some like secret exchange throughout the airport. Even after I was no longer in possession with the fish, they still continued to have security around us and follow us through the airport and escort it onto our plane as if like we brought something bad into the airport dang that was my pet and just because it wasn't a cat or a dog it wasn't as important <laughs> the rosin mocha show podcast so you're as big of a fresh prince fan as anybody i'd say oh right yes and i've never seen Fortnite. like i've seen Fortnite when i watch news stories about Fortnite or an ad pops up oh and God. you see Fortnite. I can't play that game no more. I've so played it a couple tried times. tried Fortnite? I've tried it and the thing about Fortnite is so I play on the PS4 Yeah, and uh, other gamers can talk to you. Right. I mean you could mute it but I have it 
You want to experience it. That's Open what it's all so about. so that I can hear what people are saying. Of course. But when I got 13-year-olds who don't know me... Yeah. ...telling me to F off and calling me an F and F... Right. ...the F word for a gay yeah. person... Yeah. I was like... Oh, really? Yeah, it's bad. Jeez, that's I was ugly like, out mm, there. I think I'm okay Is with this. Is the Fortnite world that ugly when you're playing it, when you're deep? Is it that ugly? The times that I've played it, it's yeah, ugly. and it's from it's like ugly. little, little kids. Yeah, it's ugly. So I've kind of stopped playing it. So Alfonso Ribeiro from Fresh Prince, Carlton from Fresh Prince, just filed a lawsuit against the makers of Fortnite. For what? Stealing his dance. No, the Carlton yeah, dance. stealing the Carlton <laughs> dance. Yeah? Yes. Does he have a copywritten? I don't know who actually... Like, who would own that? Would he own it? Would the company behind... Fresh Prince own it? Would NBC, who I, aired Fresh Prince, well, own it? Well, it would be who, whoever choreographed it. That's how it works, right? So it might so actually be if, if he, Alfonso Rivera. Yeah, if he's the one that came up with that those moves, it's his moves. It's not the property Ooh. of whatever. I think that that's how... Money, money. I think that that's how those laws work. It's like when you take a picture. Yeah. Right? It's like when, uh, for instance, if somebody asked me to take a selfie with them, yeah. I always hold their camera and take the picture. And then you own the photo. I own the photo even if it's on their phone. Yeah. Right? That's how it works. So with somebody like Alfonso Ribeiro, the Carlton dance, if he's the one that choreographed it, it's his moves. Those, <gasps> those belong to him. No, you get so, that money, Carlton. So I think he's suing Fortnite and I think also NBA 2K whatever because... Oh, yeah, because they have the dance in that game I guess too. The, I think that they have the dance in there as well. I will yeah. say, playing that game, yeah. nobody's mean. I mean, at least not like the 13-year-olds playing Fortnite. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rubiro <laughs> claims the video game included a new dance move for its character called the Fresh Emote oh, on January on. 2nd, 2018. And it is a, quote, carbon copy of the famous moves that he came up with. Oh, okay. There you go. For, uh, for Fresh Prince. There you go. And uh, they said that they go back to say that he even performed those moves on season 19 when he was on Dancing with the Stars back in 2014. He did. Because I guess he can because he owns them. So I don't know what you get out of that. I mean, like, do they take the dance out or they got to pay him or well, both? First of all, it's Fortnite, so they'll pay for it. It's, it's, it's easier to just throw money at Carlton than yeah. it is for them to remove that dance from the game. It's yeah. easier to, to write a check than rewrite code. Sure, right? write that check. Yeah, just just give, give Carlton Banks that money. Yeah, write the write that check. But that's really interesting, though, that it's come like that sort of full circle where something like the Carlton dance, which he hated forever, right? Like Carlton, there was, there was years where Alfonso Ribeiro would show up at celebrity golf tournaments and we would have to go and interview him. And the one thing that anybody said to you before you went and interviewed Carlton was you can't ask him to do the dance. He refused to do it. Yeah. Like there was, there was a good long set of years where Alfonso Ribeiro was walking around everywhere oh. and like any person that passed by, do the Carlton yeah, dance. Exactly. And then like, and then like the guys, even Jason Priestley on 90210, there were years where you could not ask Jason Priestley about 90210. Yeah. And then they all get to a certain age where they embrace their history. They For embrace sure. their legacy and they now love it and they revel in it. And, and it makes you like them even more. Thank you. Right? Yes, it does. And so now Car Carlton is in a point of where he goes on Dancing with the Stars to use that as a tool to win the competition. But also something like Fortnite, which is the biggest juggernaut of entertainment that we've seen in decades. Yeah. When's the last time you saw something this popular? I couldn't tell you. That has taken over the world. Couldn't tell you. Couldn't tell you. And they choose to use the Carlton dance. Like that's yeah. how impactful that is. That <sighs> stupid that little thing that he came up with for a sitcom years ago. 
And now, years ago, now he can legendary make millions now. off of it. Well, <laughs> and now, now he can make thousands <laughs> off of it. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, Penny Marshall died, man. That sucks. She was super talented. Was I she used Laverne to love Shirley. She was Laverne DeFazio, right. not Shirley Feeney. I remember their last names as well, by the way. Wow. Uh, I had a crush on Laverne. Yeah. Yeah. I thought she was real sexy when I was younger. And then uh, went on to have even more respect for her. And it's a difficult thing to, to jump, especially as a woman at that time, from actor and sitcoms to director. But then she did it with three smashes in a row. Like, if you remember, she did... I believe it was Big, yeah, Awakenings, and then A League of Their Own in yeah. a row. In yeah. a row. All three home runs. Show me any director at that time that had three smashes out of the gate like that. Yeah. Um, it was really incredible. Yeah, and A League of Their Own was awesome. Big was still still holds up today for she the most part. She also did A Preacher's Wife. And she did a, yeah, I'm just getting that. She did Jump a Jack Flash, A Preacher's Wife, all that stuff. Uh, so, And she was also the uh, first female director to um, have a movie gross more than $100 million at the box office, which wow. of course was, was big as well. So huge loss. She'd been sick for a while, but uh, she was 75. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Jerry Seinfeld is once again the world's highest paid comedian. Of course he is. $57.5 million last year. Wait, off of what though? It's got to be syndication, right? Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, because he sold a bunch of the Seinfeld rights again. And he's also touring. And he's touring. And he's got that Netflix stuff and everything else. Oh, yeah. But not far behind is Kevin Hart. Only a half million dollars less than Jerry Seinfeld. Jerry Seinfeld, 57.5. Kevin Hart, 57. Dave Chappelle, 35. Chris Rock, 30. Ricky Gervais, 25. Gabriel Inglesias, 20.5. Ventriloquist Terry Fader, $18 million last year. At number seven on the List. You don't see ventriloquist much no. anymore, right? Jim like maybe Gaffigan. on like Ameri- America's Got Talent, stuff yeah. like that. But uh, Jeff Dunham at number nine and uh, Sebastian Maniscalco. What about that redneck guy? Um, what's his name? The redneck guy. What? When you know you're a redneck, yeah. This is how you know you're a redneck. Jeff yeah. Foxworthy. Jeff Foxworthy. Yeah. Who is that he's guy? still on here? I don't know. Is he like where's he at? What's he up to these days? I just rolling. And the it, other man. guy. The it's other. Just uh, what's the other? Uh, the Get It Done guy. What's his name? The guy with the trucker hat and the sleeveless. Oh, Larry the Cable Guy. That guy, yeah. That guy. Well, no, that man, guy. You gotta understand, these guys all made their money and they dipped. They really? dipped. They're living large right now. Yeah, Jeff Larry the Foxworthy is currently on tour performing tonight in Arizona. Oh, there you go. Oh. See? <laughs> still, he's still in the game, baby. All right, just making sure these guys are still <laughs> safe. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Uh, how much would you pay? Mori, come in here for a second. How much would you pay for the perfect night's sleep? How much would you pay for the perfect night's sleep? Now, the perfect night's sleep is sort of subjective. So you could say the perfect night's sleep would be a sleep alone in a hotel room where you have eight hours of uninterrupted sleep on sheets that you didn't wash and don't have to take care of afterwards in a perfectly pitch black room where the temperature is just right. Or it could be at home, the perfect amount of sleep. Say it's six hours, say it's eight hours, say it's 12 hours. Whatever the perfect night's sleep is, what would you be willing to pay for the perfect night's sleep? Okay, it would have to be eight hours Okay, for me. Yeah. 500 bucks. Wow. Maury? 12 hours. Oof. 12? Like a, like a good weekend sleep where you wake Wait, up no, no, feeling no, no. rejuvenated. Pause. Jeez, because you yeah. already sleep 12 hours now. Yeah. 
but not in a hotel. I would want to do it in a hotel because oh. hotel sleeps are so much better than normal bed. So sleeps. to you, that's the perfect sleep. Okay. Yeah, and I would pay. I would pay up to eight hundred. Okay, so they say the average amount that somebody would pay for the perfect night's sleep is two hundred ninety dollars. Wow, uh, that's so low. Well, it is so low, and also if you did two hundred ninety dollars every night for the perfect night's sleep, that's one hundred six thousand dollars over the course of a year. Now the oh, survey man. also found that the average person got six hours and seventeen minutes of sleep per night this year. That Six hours low. and 17 minutes. Mm-hmm. That seems about right. I get about five to six a night. And really, that's a lot. They say that based on your definition of what the perfect night's sleep is and your yeah. definition of what the perfect night's sleep is, they say that over the course of a year, we have roughly 106 perfect nights of sleep and 99 terrible nights of sleep. Yeah, I can see that. And then the rest are just sort of generic. I'd flip that for me. Yeah? Weekday sleeps are awful. Because I don't like waking up with an alarm. You don't like waking up, apparently. I don't like waking up. (laughs) You're 12 hours. Right? He's like, hey, Matthew, you want a coma? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Roz and Mocha Q&A. Here we are, guys. Uh, Ask Roz and Mocha, a podcast exclusive. This does not happen on the live show. What we do is we post a picture on Instagram at Kiss925, simply reads Ask Roz and Mocha, and then you just load up the comment section, ask whatever it is you want, and we will invite one of you to join us on a podcast. One of my favorite things that we have ever done on this show. I love this segment, um, and all of you guys are taking part. So uh, to start off with a phone call, Nicole Popovsky is how with you, us. How are you, Nicole? I'm good. How are you? Good. What is your question for the Roz and Mocha show? Um... I just want to know, well, your advice on how to keep a relationship hot. Oh, yes, of course. Good question. How old are you? 32. 32. And how long have you been in a relationship for? Uh, three years, and maybe you, a little bit longer. Do you have kids? No. No, no kids. Uh, so you're 32 in a relationship for a couple of years with no kids, and it's not hot anymore? Um, It's been a rough year. Yeah. <laughs> um, are you guys dating or are you married? No, uh, we're dating. Okay. Do, you, do you live together? Uh, part-time. Okay. What well, does that mean, part time? Um, moving in next year. Okay. Gotcha. Other than other than this, other than trying to keep the relationship hot, would you say that you guys have a good relationship? Like when you were talking about it being a rough year, was that the relationship that was rough? Like, how's the relationship? Um, for the most part, it's like really good. He is my best friend, and I love oh, him more nice. than anything in this world. Okay, that's a dangerous thing you just said when you're asking how to keep a relationship hot. You just called him your best friend. <laughs> Yeah, well, long story short, we were friends for about eight years, and then, you know, one thing led to another, and we became more than friends. Right, but you're sort of dipping back into hanging out together? Yeah, like, we, we well, he's very cuddly and stuff like that, but yeah. um, for the most part, like, the romance part, like, I guess, like, the exciting part is pretty much kind of fizzled out. What do you want? Um, That's a good question. Uh, I just want to be wine and dine once in a while. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like, is that your, like, what's your version of hot? Like, it's really subjective, like, you know? Like, spontaneous? You, like, are you talking specifically about sex or are you talking about just other hot things in a relationship? Kind of both. Yeah. yeah. Uh, are you yeah. still attracted to him? Do you still find him hot? Absolutely. Absolutely. Does he still find you hot? <laughs> he tells me so. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So what yeah. do you feel the problem is then? Are you just, you just kind of got yourself into a routine and a rut where sex is just not at the forefront of what you guys used to be? Yeah. 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 I think that that's normal though. Totally. You know, I, I think it's normal, but the problem that you run into is you can go, you know, great lengths of time without having sex. And if you're sort of both indifferent about it, 
it becomes almost more awkward to have sex than to not have sex. And then you, you start thinking, what the hell happened to us? And how do we get back to this point? And then once you start having those conversations about why don't we do it anymore, you feel real weird because mm-hmm. you guys should be doing it. There's no real reasons why you're not. You're just not. And then it's diff- it's a, it becomes a difficult thing to do. It's almost like repairing something that you don't even know how you lost it or, or where it broke. Yeah. You, you just nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you guys talk about it? Do you talk about sex? All the time, yeah. All the time. And what, how do those conversations go? Well, we usually talk about it, and it's it's more so him than it is me. And so um, he, he says what? That I want it more and you don't? What's the problem? It's the other way around. Oh, <laughs> you want it more. Okay. All right. So who yeah. brings up the conversation, him or you? I do. And then he, what are... Like, what are his reasons or what does he say about it? Honestly, he's just like never in the mood. Mm. Yeah. That you know, ha- and he's like, there's something wrong with me. And he's like, I know I shouldn't feel this way, you oh, know? No, and no, it's, no. it's so it's like this, you know, crazy ongoing conversation that we have and it, it results in nothing. Yeah. What do you, like, do you ever do stuff just like throw on something sexy and give him a lap dance and stuff or? <laughs> um, not yet, no. but I shall try that for Christmas. Yeah, there's there's things that, there's things you Yo, guys Christmas try that tonight. <laughs> uh, uh, there's oh. there's things that you can, there's things you can do. I, I mean, I would I would recommend you get what does he what does he find hot? Like what turns him on? What used to turn him on? What was it? Oh my God, I don't know. Uh, it's such a long time ago now. <laughs> but you should know these things. I know you should know. Like these just things. being spontaneous in the bedroom. Like as soon as you guys hop into bed, you. I don't want to say attack him, but you know what I mean? Well, I try not to attack him too much because then it becomes uh, one-sided, I find. It should be kind of both. You know what I mean? It should be coming from both sides. I don't know. You never know. know, He may like that, though. Yeah, sometimes that may be the thing. That may be the thing. He may may need you to be aggressive. Mm. He may need you... Pull his hair, spit in his face, aggressive. No, but like, no. For you just to t- to, to an make aggress- the first move, an aggressive instigator. All right, all right, I'll try that. You ever woke we'll him? You ever, have you ever woke him up in you know like one of those ways before in the morning? You ever of tried it in the morning? Of course. Yeah, and how does he respond to that? Uh, he usually likes it, but here's okay. So here's the biggest problem: he works the graveyard shift. Yeah, and I'm daytime, so like his sleep patterns are completely off too. Mm-hmm. So that doesn't really help, right? Because half the time he's like exhausted and I totally understand too. Mm-hmm. But, oh I, my God. I just, I think <laughs> that you guys both just need to understand the the importance of being, uh, being sexual. I think that you need to have those conversations and they don't have to be weird and awkward. They can just be very matter of fact. You know, you guys used to do it. You used to be really, really great at it. It felt good. Made you feel connected. You liked working up a sweat with each other. I think that you guys need to have conversations about how to get back to that place and just real honest conversations. The only way this gets fixed is if you're honest. And also in between, you can just do what Mocha that, that told you to do, which is just attack the guy. <laughs> just, just be just be insatiable. You know, I will try that. Yeah, like it I don't know, like Maury. What do you What do you say? Oh, you got to have a mating call, like right. Matthew and I do. Oh yeah, have you tried? Have you tried having a, a mating call? <laughs> a mating call? Yeah. yeah. Or if I, if you know, if you're feeling a little randy, sometimes you start going. Mm. <laughs> you moo at each other like cows. That's mooing. Yeah, that's you, mooing. You just mooed. Yeah. Also, try if you ever tried just presenting yourself. Like a baboon? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> God, dude, what is with you with animals? Y'all got some weird stuff happening in that condo. If it works. 
Right. Like present yourself like what? Like she should stand on the kitchen counter when he walks into the room? You're just like going all fours and go. Mm. Okay, no. <laughs> so present like a baboon. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> sound like a cow? Right. Again, if it works. Right. Uh, you, I think that you in your heart know what to do. I just think that it's difficult, right? Yeah, it's just, it's. well, I don't want to say it's awkward because like when we have these conversations, it, like we're pretty open with each other. Like yeah. we don't hide anything from each other. Yeah. It's just, it's it's getting really frustrating. No, I me. know. Everybody goes through this. Everybody goes through this. Catherine and I went through, everybody goes through these these streaks. It's, it's a, it's a, it's incredible how fast though, as a couple, once you guys get back on that same wavelength, how fast you guys will spring back to the, the old way of doing things and each other. I hope so. Chest yeah. tickles, by the way, works too. If you just rub your <laughs> pinky yeah, okay. tips of your finger. Are you mooing at that point too? <laughs> yeah. Do you move? You can add in a move. Do you move? Do you, so are you, are you okay? Do you feel like we helped you out a little or no? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to definitely try the spontaneous things and, and, uh, I'll let you, I'll let you guys know, uh, how it goes. <laughs> also, also, what what did you guys used to do that was the best thing you did when you guys first got together? What gave you guys t- collectively the most joy? Um, I don't know, going out. Like, uh, we used to, honestly, like, I don't know if this is, like, too much information, but we used to, like, have sex everywhere. It yeah. didn't matter. Okay, do that. You know? Do that. Do that. <laughs> do the thing that you guys did when you got together. Do it. Do, okay. Do the thing that you guys found hot when you first got together. Okay. I will try that. Pick him up. Pick him up for work one night. Say that. Hey, you know what? I'm going to pick you up from work one night, or one morning, or whenever the hell he finishes work. This guy and go to a parking garage. <laughs> Hopefully, not get caught. No, who cares if you get caught? That's hot too. <laughs> sure is. Believe and me. It- believe me. If I got caught having sex with Catherine in a parking garage, I would never shut up about it. Well, no, first of all, that would be all over the papers, right? I don't care. I would never shut up about it. I would wear that like a badge of honor. Okay. Do the thing. Do the thing that you guys used to do. Do that. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. All, all right. right. Thanks, Nicole. Thank you, guys. Later. Also. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> Look at. I'm getting like. Stop it. <laughs> You're doing the mating call. Stop it. Um. So so. Da Costa wants to know. Mm. Uh, who thinks they can beat Dammit Mori in a staring contest? Oh, I was just about doing me. Jeez. I don't know. We could both beat you, Mori. In a staring contest. Let's okay, Moko, you go first. Slide on over there with more. Okay. No, oh, my legs. I'll take my glasses off. I get off. all tied up when we do these podcasts. I put, cross my legs and stick them on the desk, and then everything falls asleep. Okay, so slide on over there with more. I can, now, I can't... Uh, how do you judge this? I can't see Wait, both how are eyes. you going to judge when your eyes are bad? My, no, 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 no. I can tell you if somebody blinks. You my glasses? No, more. You, <laughs> listen. Uh, Maury, I'm going to say glasses off. But then I just everything's blurry. That's fine. Then how do you stare with blur? It's just staring. It's not reading. It's just staring. Okay. okay. Ready? Okay, gentlemen. So on the count of three, I will count you in and you heads down and then heads up. Okay. Ready? And one, two, three, stare. <laughs> okay. Maury... <laughs> Maury's out. Mocha, so the answer to that question, uh, Sosa, who could beat Dan Maury in a staring contest? Uh, it was Mocha. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. What happened to you? I don't know. <laughs> I just can't look at anyone without laughing. Wow. Because you just like see into their eyes. <laughs> Jeez, man. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so funny. <laughs> Uh, moving on, moving on. Uh, okay, uh, David asks if there's one thing you do in life 
that everyone else should do at least once, what would that be? For me, I would say go to Vegas. I love Vegas so much. And I went to Vegas like real late in my life. But does he mean he doesn't mean travel? I think he means like do. Like what do you yeah, do in life? Like do? cooking or ironing or sewing. <sighs> Vegas. I'm gonna say cooking, ironing, and sewing. <laughs> Thanks more. <laughs> uh, no, I, I will I will say this, and I will say this to you, Mocha. What? Because I know that you don't do this, and Which I know is? that you don't like to do this. Um, and I go to the cottage and whatever, but it does not have to be that. It could be a trailer. It could be a tent. It could be a whatever. Nope. I'm going to say this. The one thing that you should do, and it doesn't have to be an every weekend thing, but you need to take a good 48 hours and detach from the hive in the city that you live in no, and can't. just completely remove yourself from it entirely for a period of time that is more than an afternoon. You need to sleep, you need to breathe, and you need to eat in that atmosphere where you are detached from everything that is your normal life. No, uh, I did that twice in my life and I hated both of them. It doesn't matter if you hate it. It's important to do. Well, I did them. And those two times, when I did you do it? Realized when you were young. One time when I was in high school, yeah, we that went doesn't to count. A friend's cottage doesn't count. And um, my friend's uncle took us fishing, and I got yeah. stung by mosquitoes. Yeah, that my hand and both of my eyes uh, got so swollen. Yeah, I hated that experience. And then the second time was not that long ago. I went camping with friends mm-hmm. and slept in a tent. It was so uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. There was no Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. I didn't shower for two days. Yeah, I hated it. Yeah, but it's important. It's no, important to I'm do I'm glad that. I did those things because it made me realize that I am not built no. to do those things. You're looking at it the wrong way. No. You're not I looking, need the city. No, I need luxury. Don't. I need Wi-Fi. No, you I need don't. to shower every day. No, you don't. You, are, you, you failed to understand the freedom in those moments. That's the problem is, is what you don't like is being absolutely free. That's right. what that was. You were free in that moment. And you can pee against a tree. Yeah, you're free. That's what freedom is. That is being free of everything. You think that you need all these things, right? You really do. But that is being free. Once you can once you get to that point of where you're sitting there and you feel freedom. You mm-hmm. feel detached. You feel like you are not beholden to those things. It's wonderful. Like it's really really wonderful. No, not going to do it. Okay, never mind. That's all I got. That's all I got. That's all I got. That's I tried. My dad has a trailer and trailers by it. You almost had me convinced. Yeah, I tried. uh, Damn it, Maury. Do you have an answer? Oh, so it's the one thing. So I would say um, if you're in a relationship, do something like an activity or a hobby together. Like Matthew and I did um, glass blowing once and we have the bowl and it's something that we both made. So I like make something. I agree with that too. Good one. Practical construction. It's very good for couples. Take a pottery class. We take, only use our bowl for pistachios. Cut. Yeah, do it. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Uh, what's your favorite go-to article of clothing? Well, what do you mean? Um, followed up with mocha. I'm assuming it's a hat. Oh, oh I got gotcha. you. I'm assuming it's some sort of leather pant. <laughs> Stop <laughs> it. Also, anybody who uses the singular for pants is weird. Right? You know, I'd like to see you in a nice blue jean. Or a nice, you know, in a, in a nice tapered jean. Yeah, I would have to say for me, it's hats. Ball caps, yeah. for sure. All day. Yeah. For me, God, what is my what is my my go-to? Speedos? No, no. No, like something that I would just I regularly do. And scarves. 
I just oh. like, I mean, I do like scarves, but I don't know if that's my go-to. Fingerless gloves. No, I would say I, I, I have been, God, you're going to have to go back. I'm going to say years before there was a day that I did not have one thing that was leather on me. Yeah. Whether it's boots or a jacket or something. I always, I love Didn't leather. On a, one of the previous, a couple podcasts ago, and you talk about leather um, underwear? No. Maybe, yeah, probably. Did. Yeah, yeah. I think it was like did. two podcasts ago. Yeah, yeah did. did I? See, <laughs> that was three. a mistake. Let's not bring up the past. That's really rude. <laughs> it's really rude to do that. Damn it, Maury, what's your favorite go-to article of clothing? Uh, I would have to say... Striped shirts? Polos. Like shoes with T- no yeah. laces on them? T-shirts. Wearing a small one, you should logos. be wearing a large? They, this is a small one, it's perfect. Yeah, <laughs> perfect. Yeah, perfectly yeah. too small for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got a nice blazer. Yeah, that's not your go-to, though. Your go-to is polo shirts. No, but I have one one shirt that's my go-to. It has a big tomato soup can on it. It's my favorite oh, shirt. the Andy Warhol shirt. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We know that that's your go-to. Wait. <laughs> has Matthew thrown away any of your clothes as he has in the yeah, past? Yeah, I, I, I'm the one that does garbage, like so I polo, take them out. The, there's one famous polo that you used to wear all the time that mm. was, I believe, blue and white. It was striped, and it had like this massive oversized crest over the oh, yeah. left chest that I think Matthew tried to throw away like twice. Right? Yeah, he actually did get away with throwing it out. I haven't seen you wear that in a while. No, he took it to work and threw it out. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, here we go. Uh, what would you want to do but don't have the guts to do? For example, uh, they write, I would like to go skydiving, but I'm too scared to do it. Oh my God. What are you too scared to do? I will, I will tell you this. I was born without the adrenaline gene. Okay. I what don't I don't have that thing where I'm driven for to do something dangerous for kicks or the rush or the uh, exhilarating feeling that you get when your life is in danger. I don't have that gene. I have no desire to jump off a bridge with a, an elastic band around my ankles. I have no desire to skydive. I have no desire. I won't even ride a horse cuz I think it's too dangerous. I have no adrenaline in me whatsoever. I don't do stuff for kicks. I, I never have. Never in my life have I done wow. that. David Mori? Um, I want to go ice skating on Lake Ontario in the wintertime to get a super cool photo, but I'm super scared to do it. And I see every year people do it, and it's just epic. What are you scared about? Falling through. Oh, right. Yeah, that's terrible. My God. But the photos ice. look epic but if but you should know do they not tell you when the ice is thick enough to go on yeah, but you're going no? with a bunch of people who just are thrill seekers so right they're not the authority because no, you're not allowed to do that's it that's right yeah oh you're not no oh wow okay mocha yeah they advise against that oh I didn't. Uh, yeah, sorry. what would you do but don't have the guts to do i would say oh oh one more a yeah. woman go for it a woman <laughs> Wow. Okay, then. Wow. You would like to, though? You would like oh, to wait, be Is intimate? that the question? What would you want? No, I don't. No. Okay, oh, sorry. you don't. Firing a gun. Oh, I really? You s- never fired a gun before? Never. Oh, wow. Like BB guns? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, but not a bullet? Never, like, a real gun. Oh, I'm I just have. scared that I, I don't know. Like, I'm going to screw it up and, like, shoot myself in the foot or See, something. See, here's the thing with guns is that the world has really gone one sided with, with guns because we only see the news where they kill people. Yeah. Right. But there was forever, forever, there was a a sport to it. 
Oh, yeah. Like there was a, a nobility of getting your your crossed rifles badge when you were in scouts when you were a kid. There was like a, when you look at the Olympic, it's still in the Olympics. They ski and they shoot rifles. Yeah. Like it's an Olympic sport. Target practice is an Olympic sport. and But the, the, the fun in guns has been taken away. You are no longer allowed to look at a gun as a thing of entertainment because of the the dangers they possess and how people abuse the power of a gun. But I will say this, firing a gun is fun as hell. It's fun. Bruh, I get nervous going past the gun section at Bass Pro. Do you? I walk by and I'm like, not today, Satan. Really? Yeah. Wow, really? So you're I terrified? I get nervous, yeah. Really? Very. That's interesting. We Very. should go and do that. We should go fire a gun. Yeah? yeah? Yes. Can I there's, one there's more? There's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with shooting a gun at a target. You're not going to become some sort of psycho or contribute to uh, children dying by firing a gun as a sportsman at a target. You're fine. Maury. I was going to say escargot. Okay. I've never had snails. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here's a great question. Here's yeah. a great question from Chris. How do you guys think the show would be different if you hung out regularly off the air. Because we've said that in the nine years right. that uh, the Raza Moga show has been together, we don't hang out outside of this show. Mm. And we've hung out probably, I think it was like four times maybe in yeah. the nine years. One of those times was before Roz and I actually started the show on the air. We got together for drinks. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it would be as good to be honest with you. I agree. Yeah, I don't. I, I, I like I, that we don't hang out outside of the show. Yeah, because I, I like to have. I, I like to have a good time with you, and I know that we would have a great time if we hung out outside of the show. But I don't want to have all the good times outside of yeah, the show. Yeah, because like, we would talk about the things when we're hanging out outside of the show that we would normally talk about when we are yeah. on the show. So it ruins the uh, the storytelling yeah. or the spontaneity or. Learning about each other. Yeah, like right? I like you. I'm quite fond of you. Um, but yeah. but uh, but um, I, I don't I'm right think. Right here. Yeah, sorry, more. I'll get to you in a sec. Um, <laughs> you ain't even looking in your direction right now. <laughs> but I don't know. I, I would it affect the show? I I think there's a danger in in that, and the danger is the unknown. And would it have a negative effect on the show? Maybe. Could it have a positive effect on the show? Maybe. But that's the sort of dangerous unknown that I don't know if I would want to, I don't know if I would want to try or I don't know if I'd want to risk it. Okay. I'm, I'm, now my, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, you, you say I'll get to you in a minute. Go ahead. No, no, you said that. No, go ahead. So I interrupted you. What were you about to say? No, no, I was, I was no, getting back to sentence. you. Yeah, you, but I was going back to something now. you said earlier, which yeah. was I'll get to you in a second. Right. No, no, as in giving you the opportunity yeah. to give your answer. Oh, no, I just said I'm right here when you were talking about hanging out outside of the show because you didn't yeah. reference right. me in that equation. So what do you want to say? Go ahead. No, I, I'm just, would we hang out? Oh, next question. At what age? <laughs> Maury, why are you upset when I just said that I wouldn't hang out with Mocha? Well, I just want to hear you say that you don't want to hang out with I me I don't want to hang out with you either. <laughs> But it would be great. <laughs> what would be great? If we hung up. No, that would not be great. Okay, let me yeah. ask you this. Yeah. Maury, yeah. honestly, honestly, and don't try to be funny, okay? Honestly. I wish we could drink. No, no, no. Honestly, what do you envision yeah, what does a that even night look like? out with Roz and I? I, and don't, I? And don't try to be funny right now. Be completely serious. How do you envision the night going? Like I see. Where I, do I, we go? At a sports what are we bar, doing? having like chicken fingers and fries. 
I like jackass. But we have watching... never, ever, 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 ever talked about going to a no, sports bar No, but you said, together. what would I envision it as? Right. But like you have to... never brought up, hey guys, let's go to a sports bar. <laughs> no, that, but... Those words have never come out of your mouth <laughs> okay. in the time that you've been working with us. Jack yeah. Astor's chicken fingers and fries watching something on the screen. Right. I mean, it doesn't sound like a bad night. No, it doesn't. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah, and we're yeah. watching the screen, so we're not doing much talking, which is good. Which is great, and I, I would appreciate that, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Mocha, let's do that next week. Sounds <laughs> 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 oh, great. Every Wednesday, you're going to see at Kiss925 on Instagram a picture that says, uh, ask Roz and Mocha. Again, ask anything that you want in the comment section. We will try our best to get through as many questions as we can. And of course, invite one of you to join us to be a part of the podcast. Don't forget, rate, review, subscribe, share with your friends on Apple Podcasts as well as in the Google Play Store. We got five stars right across the board with all of our reviews. So thank you very much. And we will catch you on the next what podcast. about the gun the gun range? What if we all went to that? <laughs> and then chicken fingers and fries. No, no, do chicken fingers and fries first so your hands are nice and greasy while you're handling a firearm. With gun sauce. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com or on the KISS 92.5 app.